Uh, ho, ho, ho! It's right on games, the games cast. <laughs> Day two! The games cast, game of the year, extravaganza thing, bonanza, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Ho, ho, ho! I need to get, I need to clip my fucking, um, the, the, the thing I've been using in Rocket League, the, that I've been using ever since we played Rocket League way back in the day. <laughs> and, and we had the fucking um, Santa thing equipped. Uh, Hey, Mitch, I'm about to freak you out right now. That was seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. scary. It's, uh, yeah, like, um, so I, Time is crazy. <laughs> I, it's, it, like, so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I've... I mean, we'll get into in a category later today, but, like, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League, and... Same. I, I, yeah, yeah, we both, we both like, relapsed onto Rocket League, like, super hard. Uh, <laughs> like, in between, uh, in between the two days. Ooh, don't, don't want to break the illusion. Uh, welcome to day two. Oh, yesterday was pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, oh, um, God, yesterday. I remember the, the Game Awards two days ago. Man, that got heated, didn't it? When Hamish yeah. chucked the whole table and he said, No, if it's not hey, I, Jesus Christ prologue. Then it's then it's nobody. Don't be don't be the Bill Clinton of this awards show, Nico. And I said, "Whoa, man, you got to chill." Yeah, exactly. And, and, then yeah, he, and, the, and yeah. the audience were kind of like, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't know if this is a bit or not." Cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they gave that. Uh, they gave us the same confused applause as the Bill Clinton child did. Do we know? Do we have a name for that guy? Uh, uh, yes, it's it's like. Evan Matan or something. Like that. I, I, the thing is, it was like I, I think, I, like you know, I, I everyone like Rocco from Mega sixty four uh, put it best when you know he was he was kind of uh, well. I'm trying to find the exact tweet, but he was kind of like, um, what was he saying? It was uh, let me find it. Um, oh, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Not gonna I'm scrolling. watch that Game Awards clip. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was just, you know, it was kind of saying, like, everyone is, like, rushing to do an interview with this Game Awards kid. And, like, yeah, it's, every day I'm presented a new in-depth article or interview with the Bill Clinton kid from the Game Awards, and I feel like I'm the only one that has truly no desire to know more about that. Yeah, I'm, f- I'm fucking with that. It's like, you know, everyone was debating about, like, you know, whether it was, you know, a bad thing, whether it was, you know, I, 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 like, and whether it was, you know, Taking away from the prestige, of, like we need to give fucking um, the, the the Dark Souls guy his fucking his, his moment, you know, on the Game Awards stage. Is, is the Dark Jeff Souls guy Kelly. the guy who sets you up to be stabbed in the back, have a cannonball hit you walking up a staircase <laughs> on your first playthrough? I, I, you know what? I think that was an appropriate exchange of all the years of, <laughs> of in-game design trolling that this man has subjected exactly, us to. Exactly. You know what? We, we invaded him once. Uh, you know, and he's been invading our hearts for almost a decade. Exactly. A decade, actually. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Miyazaki deserved it. No, I'm joking. Um, but uh, <laughs> Miyazaki. I mean, it's not that. <laughs> It's not like he was harmed. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? exactly. like, <laughs> he, he didn't even seem to know what was going. He probably didn't understand what that kid was fucking saying. <laughs> like, yeah, I, ex- exactly. I mean, like, the, the thing was like there was a security risk there, and that was the the that's that's the end of it. Like that's that's all that needs to be fucking said about that. Like, but it was also like really funny just that 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 it happened. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of. Um, R- rulers in, in terms of Bill Clinton. Um, 
Rulers? I don't know why it's so funny that you call the clip a ruler, but yeah. Ruler. Um, <laughs> Ex-ruler Bill Clinton. Rulers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, just fucking mush. Oh, that's, 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 that's it. And a good fucking notable ruler, Bill Clinton, <laughs> from the from the Clinton uh, dynasty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess the Clinton era. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we. I don't even know where I was going with that. Like, I have no idea Gaming what the segue in the Clinton was. era. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Oh, the Clinton Morris. Um. But uh, yeah, like uh, we 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 are presiding over the the definitive game of the year list. Um, I guess that's the segue. Um, and we we did day one uh, to break to break the illusion. We did day one uh, uh, ten days ago now. <laughs> um, so yeah, like we're getting back into it now. Um, we did content creator of the year, golden pumpkin, best looking, best music, worst game, best strand game. And biggest surprise on day one. Um, that was very fun. Uh, and today we're going to be doing best moment, most disappointing, best old game, best remake slash remaster slash re-release slash update. And finally, the big one, game of the year. Um, game of the year. <laughs> and we're going to start huh? with... We're going to start with... Huh? Best fucking moment. <laughs> I, I love having access to that song clip. It's so fucking funny. And fucking the, like the Breaking Bad ones are so good. It's like <laughs> just out of context. Like when they when they have like a like a little like a nice bit of music play, like kind of chill bit of music playing behind like. Walter White going like, "I am the one who knocks." You know, it's like, uh, the, the, yeah, I got, I got it right here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just, just for the listeners to imagine. Um, also, the pre-made JPEG that was placed on this button is handsome Squidward's face. <laughs> you clearly don't know who you're talking to. So let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it like a fucking uh, like a like a build up to an Amir song. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were Walter White, but you were actually Gustavo, or you know, like yeah, whatever exactly, the, yeah, the terrible yeah, title yeah. would be. Uh, is, uh, yeah, how, how epic! Um. <laughs> Amir would totally if, if 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 Breaking Bad was at the height of its popularity in like 2008. Amir would have released a song called like "Science Bitch" or something like that. You know, it would have been bad. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, either either like yeah, Amir or like fucking insane clown posse or something like that. Um, <laughs> God, it's crazy that Amir is actually worse than Twat Hammer, the in-universe Jesse Pinkman band uh, yeah, from Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, like I I'd mean, rather I... go to a Twat Hammer show than an Amir <laughs> show any day. I'd rather I mean, listen you... to Badger sing fallacies, <laughs> fallacies, fallacies. But I mean, you know, like I, I, the, the only way I would like to go to an Amir show is uh, if if uh, fucking Frankie Palmieri got electrocuted again. Or uh, I don't know if I've ever told the story from the B nine days of the the, <laughs> the the self-titled Scooter Gypsy, his words, not mine, who oh, traveled to an Amir show for the sole purpose of fighting Frankie, and apparently <laughs> Frankie came outside of the show and said, according to the Scooter guy, with tears in his eyes, says, "I don't want to have to fight you, bro." And then uh, they both got in a minor wrestling scuffle, and then like 
two people broke them up and they both went their separate ways. <laughs> <laughs> a legendary tale. Uh, oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, what the? Apparently, oh. Frankie cries at the hint of confrontation. So, yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's the same with all those, those guys. Hey, he, he, he acts like he sings, like on, like he's on the brink of tears. You know? <laughs> if, you ever, if you haven't heard a mirror, literally, it's like the, the, the screaming vocal style can be called mental breakdown yeah. style. You're like, whoa, God, whoa, oh, like, like literally. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's Rick and Marty core. It's, uh, there's. There is literally a song by Amir where there is a like heavy breakdown going, and I believe he's just going, "Oh God, why is this happening to me?" Yeah. In the background, and it's and, and, and that's that's the song that's about him fucking hilarious like, sh- shagging a woman that had shagged other people, and he got like an STI from it or something like that. Yeah, and he references the Harmony Korine movie Kids in it a lot, <laughs> right. which is very weird because that, that I don't know that's a. <laughs> That's a song about like a dude who's like giving people STDs on purpose. Yeah, I'm probably the (laughs) that song never ceases to make me bust out laughing. (laughs) God, the guitar playing Emir is fucking phenomenally bad. It's so. Um, this might be a niche humor section, but as a musician, I will never not find the Ibanez. Walk through of the guitarist's <laughs> guitar <laughs> and him and him going, yeah. You see that it's got a it's got a deep cut on the neck here, so you can get, get up there for those high notes. And then he just proceeds to play acapella, jun jun wee, jun jun wee, like alone. And it's <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I, I just it's so yeah. good. <laughs> it's it's so good. Yeah, just look yeah, up like a mirror guitar Ibanez, and I'm sure you'll find it on YouTube. It's a really old video, but it's it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got, those, it's, it's got those high deep cuts on the neck, so you can get up on those high notes. It's, you know, it's unlike any guitar we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But yeah, I mean, speaking of like you know, great great mirror moments. We're not here to talk about mirror moments. We're here to talk about uh, game moments. Best mirror. Best of mirror, best of mirror video games. Um, but uh, yeah, best moment is it's it's exciting. You know, yeah, I mean it's like well, and, I mean, and when I thing, show up thing, at your wedding, I'll bring flowers and the best gaming moment. <laughs> I mean, the thing to say before, but we get into best moment as with as we do every year is that uh, best moment is a spoiler. We we get into spoilers for games here, which um. You know, it like I. So what we what I do is I'll 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 name I'll I'll list the fucking games that are nominated first, and then like so so that you know what games we're talking about. If you don't want any of them spoiled, then I won't. You know, you won't even know the moment that we're talking about. <laughs> like um, uh, Nico's typing something in neon white, but like we'll we'll get we'll get there. Like basically, you know, listener discretion is advised. Um. <laughs> right, so the games that are nominated for best moment for 2022 are Immortality, Placid Plastic Duck Simulator, Elden Ring. <laughs> I forgot I had it. Sorry, I was drinking coffee. I literally got a surprise out of me. <laughs> so we've got Elden Ring, Gran Turismo 7, Neon White, Pentiment, Tunic, Vampire Survivors, Goat Simulator 3, Teardown. <laughs> 
<laughs> God of War Ragnarok, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and Kirby. What? <laughs> I forgot about that. I added Kirby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the, I added Kirby like at the last second of last episode yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Right. Um, so 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 now now you know the games, right? If, if if any of those games are games that you're like, I need to go in fucking blind, and there are some that we will be getting into, like like Pentiment, we are going to be talking about like the fucking ending. Um, this is yeah. uh you I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it this you should probably just pause on this entire episode right now because from here on there be spoilers here boy like I, they're, mean, they're, like, I, I would say I would say like game of the like, year when, it's gonna like slip in you know like in the well, regular discussion I would, well, I would I would I would warn you all well I I, I, I I say just 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 like we'll you know we'll try and keep things like best moment is the spoiler specific one like the rest of the categories today are like you know, like they'll be, they'll be okay. Like it'll be fine. But, we, um, well, we should have timestamps if if uh, my system doesn't shit itself uh, <laughs> at this moment. Uh, I, like like at at the time of this recording, I've I, I've I've been doing good with the timestamps. So luckily, we'll have a or hopefully we'll have a a, a little menu for you to <laughs> to figure. <laughs> but um um right. With that being said. <laughs> these are the games <laughs> right so so like so so we'll go through the moments now right so if you're if you're we'll give yeah. you five four three two one immortality Whoa! the fucking gameplay twist <laughs> Pla- <laughs> yeah, that's, a, Pla- that's a big one yeah <laughs> Plas- placid plastic duck simulator alien abduction elden ring we've got a few caleb yeah. chest giant's graveyard Unlocking the rest of the map and seeing that castle on the horizon. Gran Turismo 7, basically every corner you take. And I'm going to put in another one, um, <laughs> the the uh, the cafe talking heads. Um, so, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, the bo- the big book of world trivia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck, yeah, 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 okay, well, I, uh, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, we'll get into that. The, um, the minor chunk of Wikipedia that has just been uploaded into this game. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure why, but I love it. Okay. I haven't even played this game, but that's my favorite moment Grand <laughs> Turismo 7. So we've got Grand Turismo 7, basically every corner you take, the cafe talking heads, and the history of everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what's it called in Pentiment? The Historia, whatever? The, the, yeah, the it tells, tells yeah, the yeah, history yeah. of fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Neon White, we've got beating one of Mitch's times, absolutely decimating Mitch, just destroying Mitch, absolutely wrecked, no trace of him left. Scoreboards never knew him. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely just nuked the lad, man. It was just like... It was yeah. He he never he never knew it. He's exactly. like like okay. You ever see? Uh, I'm sure most people here have seen Akira. You know how Akira is just like a series of body parts in jars. Like that's what happened to Mitch when we were done with him in Neon White. Exactly, like, exactly. Like it's like oh, there's Mitch's spleen. There's one eyeball. Like he just got like eviscerated. Like he's being held together with machinery after what we did to him in Neon White. Mitch, your times. Whew. <laughs> right. Oh, what's that back there? What's that back there behind me in the spe- the speck of dust in my dust cloud? Ah, it's Mitch's <laughs> times. Yeah, exactly. Get fucked, Mitch, you fucking <laughs> cunt. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll come back. We'll circle back around to that. Pentiment. 
Right, so this is the one that's going, like, we've got, we've got three things here, or we've got a few things. Executing the wrong person, returning to Tassing, <laughs> Dreaming of August, and the Act 3 mural, which is the ending. Tunic. Um, yeah. yeah. God damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in that pentiment one. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Tunic, the functions hiding under your nose the entire time. Vampire survivors, that bit in between the start of a game and sheer power, where you're just standing there with garlic equipped and wee bats are flying into you, giving you lots of diamonds to level up with. Goat Simulator 3, the fucking pigeon jump scare. <laughs> tear, down, <laughs> tear down the perfect heist. God of War Ragnarok, the Thor fight. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Recon by Fire, the sniper level. And Kirby late title card intro. Did I say that already? I can't remember. Um, yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the... We've got a lot there. Fucking hell. I think maybe first we should focus on getting the choice... Like, the ones where we have, like, multiple choices in e- like for, for one game. We should have, it like, one choice for each game. All right. Uh, hmm. Uh... God, God, there's so much in Elden Ring. Uh, Yeah. Like, I can think of, like, a bunch more that we didn't even add on here. Like, Turtle Pope is a good moment in itself. Uh, (laughs) Turtle Turtle Pope is, like, one of those ones that was bigged up to me so much, and then I got there, and I was like, you know. Ah, see, I had had the opposite experience. I had no internet uh, infiltration on that. I just turned around, and I went, oh, shit, there's a turtle wearing a Pope hat. (laughs) And it was was magic. I also would like to just kind of uh, also submit uh, the first time yeah, you find one of those secret fucking doors that gives you like a big overworld shortcut. Uh, like, well, well just well, kind of, I guess, the map in general. I guess that kind of flows into the rest of the map thing, but yeah, Elden I mean, Ring's tough because it definitely is going to be on here because it has a lot of good fucking moments. Like, the Kaelin chest is one of the greatest fuck you moments in all of Souls yeah, games. Yeah, like, true. It's, it's, like, it's, welcome like, to hell, I, I, motherfucker. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember being like legitimately fucking terrified at that because it because it comes out of nowhere. You're like, it's, I was yeah. I was carrying so many fucking like souls or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, God rest your soul if you had like fifty thousand souls saved up, and then you were like, oh, a chest, and then you get, <laughs> get sent to fucking chaotic hell and you get killed. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> It goes it's the closest that um, Miyazaki's ever gotten to just executing the berserk eclipse in one of his games. <laughs> like, yeah. It was literally just like, ah, everything's fine. Oh no, everything's red and horrible now. It was <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, I mean, it's um, like, I, I, I think the Kaled chest is undermined somewhat by the fact that you can warp from anywhere. Like, or, you know, any kind of, like, fucking... Uh, once like there, there are so many fucking I, I can't I can't remember what the fuck they're called the the bonfires essentially. Um, like, yeah, like waypoints I call them. Yeah, yeah. By the end, yeah. <laughs> like they, they are fucking everywhere in this game, and so you know the 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 fear of that while it was while it was absolutely palpable was somewhat undermined by the fact that okay, well it's. It's over very quickly because you find yeah. another checkpoint, and then you're like, "Right, okay, I'm I'm fine." Like basically, basically at that point, I was the, just like, "The brief window, I, I, though, I just need to run." <laughs> like 
There, there was a brief moment though, because I got killed before I found a bonfire, and it respawned right. me at like the tunnel that I got teleported to, and I was right, legitimately yeah. freaked out for a bit there. I was like, "Uh oh, I'm stuck here!" Like I literally <laughs> thought I was stuck under leveled in like an impassable area, and that I would just keep respawning at a cave, and I had no way to teleport back. There was a brief <laughs> moment before I ran up the hill and was like, "Oh, okay, here's a bonfire." I legitimately had this minor panic where I was like. God, I hope I survive long enough to get to the next bonfire. Like, <laughs> but other than that, yeah. Then as soon as I got to the thing, I realized, oh. And then I realized, I don't remember when it clicked, but I was like, oh, the horse also makes it so you don't get poisoned as quickly while you're, like, if you ride the horse while in liquids, any liquids, well, yeah, it yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, cuts the effects in half, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't um, think you actually get affected by, like, the rot at all if you're riding on your horse. Yeah, I remember kind of just accidentally figuring, like, oh, wait, I can just... I almost went to call... What the hell is the horse's name? I, I almost said Arrow, but that's... Uh, <laughs> that's a Shadow that's, Colossus. Uh, the Colossus, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, like, it's uh, Torrent is the, is the horse in this. Torrent, that's right, yeah. Remember to turn on those VPN... All right, yeah, bad joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, there's... Yeah, I, now that... It's, God, I hate... I, I kind of love and hate best moment because I, I get my memory re rejigged for all these cool moments, but I also then get scramble scrambled egg brain of trying to then be like, oh, remember this moment? Oh, remember this moment? Yeah, for yeah, like yeah, random yeah. games, and I feel like I just have a fucking uh, spin art of shit I want to say now about Elden Ring. <laughs> remember, remember when that guy's like, don't go in that lake. There's a big dragon, and then you go in there, and this dragon one shots you, and he's like, I told you. That was a good part. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good moments. God, yeah, I mean, well, so, so, like that, but that's the thing where, like, that moment is, like, so, like, you know, the dragon one is great because I beat it first time, and it was like, holy shit, I, I can, I can, like, not only can this world surprise me and make me feel like, you know, that anything could happen, I can fight my way out of it, like, you, you know, I mean, is it's like. Uh, I, you I think feel like better. a fucking hero on a horse who's like roaming this mythical countryside, and you're just taken down like epic dread. Like you feel feels like you're being one of those like Arthurian legend guys, or something. Like yeah, it, it, <laughs> there's something about it. Yeah, it feels like you're uh, like playing a heroic poem or something like that. It's really cool. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it, yeah. I like. I. I. Yeah. I mean, it's. Oh God! I mean, I like. I guess for you know the, the the giant's graveyard moment is when you are fucking your your ride. I remember just riding through. It's the 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 road to is it Mount Gelmir or whatever it is. It's like it's the, the, the fucking, mansion, right, in the volcano. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's and like I remember just riding down that that fucking like. There's there's just this. You know, you're you're you're. It's it's kind of like a volcano type thing, and you're riding down, and it just fucking opens up into this like cavern. Essentially, it's 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 a massive open area, and it's you know there's a boss fight in there, um, which is a really it's, it's not a great boss fight, as as are many of the <laughs> boss fights in, in Elden Ring. Um, it's like it's, but the but what you see as you're riding down this fucking like, it, and it's and it's just it's so grim. Like you see these fucking like these kind of bonfires essentially with these I don't know if they're like crucifixes or not, but it's it's like you have these giants hung upside down, just completely yeah. dismembered, and like 
and you're and it just has you think like these are giants that you have fought in the world and at least early on they cause you a significant amount of trouble or they did they did for me anyway and no yeah they're terrifying in the beginning it's like a one of them is crazy and then you just see a a graveyard of piles of them basically yeah yeah. and and you're like what the fuck caused this (laughs) it's like and and it just like that's the thing about elden ring scale that i love so much and that's kind of what the giant's graveyard represented to me was like right not only am i fighting these things and feeling small just fighting them because I feel, like, insignificant. I'm barely doing any damage to them where they can just wipe me out in one fucking hit. There's something out there that is bigger than them and is, like, fucking displaying them for all to see. And, you know, it, it was it, it just represented that feeling of, oh, holy shit. No, this is darker and grimmer and I am more insignificant here than I ever thought possible. And this was, like, really late into the game. Or, you know, not not really late, but, you know, you're a fair bit into the game at that point, and like, you know that that's that's a point where usually you start to feel more kind of empowered, uh, you know, at least a little bit, you know. And this was like, oh shit, okay, mm-hmm. I'm coming up to some stuff that's that's not going to be particularly kind to me here. You know? um, so yeah, I, I I don't know, I I, I like that for how it represented the, you know, the, the kind of mind-altering scale of this world but um but i don't i don't know if it's like as significant as the caleb chest i guess um but uh so i I guess you put down unlocking the rest of the map and seeing that castle on the horizon um yeah i mean it's just a great moment it's uh kind of I, i i imagine it will be an iconic moment uh for the game as time goes on, um, just, oh, so, so, uh, wait, so so this is this is this is after you beat, or you or this is after you clear um, the uh, what's his face Mar- Margaret's castle or whatever it is. Yeah, it, it it's kind of a nice uh, breath of fresh air after a very tough uh, beginner's kind of gatekeeping boss, and it also at the same time is like man, there's. Like, usually by that time, I feel like most people have put in, like, 10-plus hours, and it's, like, crazy, and, and you're starting to think, like, man, like, how much bigger could this map really be? And then it's uh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh! Like, <laughs> and you see it, and you look at your map as you zoom it out, and you're like, man, that's a lot of negative space, and then, like, the negative space just gets filled in, and it's like, oh my god, there's too much. Yeah, well, it's, so, so it's yeah, I, like, I mean, yeah, that's that's the thing with Elden Ring as well, it's, it's, um, the, the, the way, like, you, you look at that map, initially when you when you first open the door and you go you look at the fucking massive open land before you at the very start of the game and you're like holy shit this map is fucking huge and then it just keeps like you know it, then it just keeps expanding like it's it's not you know it's not just a case of like oh there's fog around and you uncover the map that's all fogged up like the actual map itself gets bigger <laughs> it's like as you as you explore more and and you're like yeah and, and by, by the time that you uncover all of that map the starting area that once felt so fucking massive is tiny it's minuscule in comparison to the, the size of the rest of the game you know um yeah I, and and i i, I, th- I think the like I, if, if i if i the moment you're talking about is when you're 
walking out and you see the it's the kind of for lack of a better term the breath of the wild moment where you're walking out on the fucking uh on that on that kind of cliff edge and you see the fucking the the the, the is like every youtuber used that as their thumbnail <laughs> like for for their for their elden ring video um yeah i mean that's that's a pretty fantastic moment there's a reason that's been my desktop background for god knows how long um but uh yeah yeah, I, I mean, uh, it's, uh, I I think though that uh, so for me, for me, the the, El- the Elden Ring moment is between the Caled chest and unlocking the rest of the map. Um, I think the Giant's Graveyard is is neat, but it's like it doesn't fully represent what Elden Ring's really about for me. But um, Giant's Graveyard is like a great a great evidence for Elden Ring for best looking. I feel like or best. Uh design or something yeah, like yeah yeah it's all like, yeah yeah just a testament to how they always get so creative with decorating an area and stuff and the fact that one of the areas is literally just like a pile of giant bodies being strung up by like like hunted deer is like yeah really cool. yeah totally <laughs> like totally. what the fuck is hunting these things yeah <laughs> i'm going to say that the 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 moment that we should go with for elden ring is unlocking the rest of the map and seeing that castle on the horizon, because I, I think that is the most representative of what Elden Ring is, and, like, you know, how how staggering that view is, and what that view represents. Like, the Caleb chest is a great moment of, like, ha, I got you, um, but... Like I, I feel there's a minor chance some players would never experience the Caleb chest. I guess like sure. I know yeah. the game, the game, the early game is kind of designed in a way that I feel like it, 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 it's pushing you without pushing you towards it because it is, it is kind of like on a tower, and I think it's the first time you really see a watchtower in the area you're given. So it is, it is like lightly funneled for new players, but there is that small chance, I guess, that someone could theoretically walk to Kaled first <laughs> yeah uh, totally yeah yeah get there I, and, and there are other teleporting chests i guess um so i guess i guess so i guess that's a long way of me saying like i guess um i like the the rest of the map one because it's it's got more consistency like everyone sure. is destined to see that scene eventually yeah yeah i mean it's like the the, the Kaled chest I, I i think a big part of its impact is that Though, like, because I think there's two chests that can take you to Kaled, and yeah, um, and and like they are both within Limgrave. They are both in the first fucking area, so you're going there completely unprepared for what Kaled is. <laughs> like, um, uh, and and so like, yeah, it, I, 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 I think that it, it's it's a it, it was a fascinating moment that had me fucking like my heart, like just fucking dropped <laughs> i was like oh fuck um and it but, ruins uh, your trust with the game for like yeah. the rest of the game to you like every chest you're like uh, uh, it, 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 it goes uh. beyond it goes beyond what the the mimics were in the souls games where like at least you could <laughs> at least at some point you could like look at the chains and be like right okay that's a normal chest you know versus yeah. the mimic but the mimics um, do nothing now in original dark souls for me i just know i'm like oh curly chain yeah, yeah, exactly, chain, yeah, like every time. <laughs> but um, okay, cool. So we so we started the 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 moment for Elden. <laughs> we Ring. finally decided which one moment <laughs> of Elden Ring can finally be. Yeah. Um, oh Christ, uh, Gran Turismo Seven. Um, right. <laughs> 
God. Uh, right. So I, 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 I think if we're going with absurdity, uh, it's complicated because because the 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 history of everything, the fucking Wikipedia, like so essentially the the timeline that you get in you get given in the fucking Gran Turismo Seven museum mode or whatever, where it's like here's the release timeline of Gran Turismo Seven, uh, Gran Turismo over the years, and you know oh Gran Turismo like two released in 1998 or whatever. That's several hundred. That's hundred. Hundreds of years after Galileo was excommunicated for his beliefs in heliocentrism, or you know, like whatever the fuck it was, it was yeah, it was the heliocentrism thing. But it it doesn't matter. The fact that heliocentrism is even being fucking mentioned in fucking in a Gran Turismo game is completely and utterly insane. Um, and it's and it's and that's placed right next to fucking, you know, this is when Carlos Santana got you know, had his comeback record or whatever. And this is when Bill Gates started a fucking thing about vaccines. It was it's like all this fucking like wild shit that you just come across. But the thing is, it is, it was also featured in Gran Turismo Sport, the the one that came before. So it's actually technically an old feature. Um, so I, I am, I am thinking in terms of absurdity the cafe talking heads is possibly going to beat out the Wikipedia stuff because the the talking heads are like the way that Gran Turismo 7 tells its its kind of single player story is through this cafe that you go to, the Gran Turismo cafe, and it's like this guy that runs it that's just really passionate about cars. Um and he gives you these menu books to to go and get or like but and, and along the way, you come across these characters that are all designed to, like, fawn over your car, or they're there to give you... It's, it's like, they're all presented as these fucking Euro Truck Simulator-ass, like, glossy JPEG talking head type things. Like, and if you don't... Like, they give you no context for who some of these people are. Some of them are actually real people, which is to say that a lot of them are actual Gran Turismo pros um, that are like, but like the way you see them is that they just before races or during the license test things, they'll just come up and say like, you know, oh, I used to drive a Ford with my dad. And you're like, great. (laughs) Excellent. That's brilliant. I I have no idea who you are, but thanks for telling me that. And then there was a guy like, "Uh, hi, my name's Michael. I'm known for my signature hat. Like uh, what? Uh, and he's not wearing a hat in his fucking photo. I, I'm, I'm, like, I, I, I'm like, what? what who, who the fuck is this? Uh, and and then there's a guy that's telling me like, uh, my I uh, my favorite music is U.S. thrash metal. Uh, like, what? The, the, uh, who are you? Why are you telling me this? This is. And then there's like a guy telling me, oh, if you go to France, be sure to get a baguette. I, I like. <laughs> wait, Watch out for those cooking apples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if if only, if only I, if only I'd been <laughs> what able if to talk Hamish to. Popped up and said, "I got hit by a cooking apple." I mean, it would have been that level of fucking like complete lack of context. <laughs> it's like, like the reason that I so I I I, I think the cafe talking heads are great. The the talking heads generally are great um, because not only are they fucking mental, they. They appear in races with you. 
and they appear over multiple races and it'll come up like like when you're approaching a car that that's being driven by one of these people they will it'll show you that like the thing that appears above that car it's like you know position one and it's driven by you know like javier or whatever you know whoever it is that's driving the car and like uh and and it creates this fucking like rivalry where you're like Man, that's that's the guy that told me about that fucking thrash band. Like, uh, or he, he had a sign, he had a signature hat, and he didn't even have a fucking hat. Fuck you! I I I I've I've seen him in every fucking race, and he's always in first. I want to be first. I'm going to beat that cunt. Um, and so it, you you get these kind of consistent rivalries with these fucking talking heads that you don't know, and it's like it's kind of great. It's both absurd and gener and it generates these kind of like in-game rivalries and narratives and stuff that make the 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 kind of the races themselves it gives them stakes in a way that I could not have expected when it was when I was first introduced to these these talking heads that occasionally are just like the subtitles are wrong like or, or you know like it's, I mean it's not subtitles it's cuz they're not actually speaking to you it's not like voiced lines it's just they're, they're like there's just spelling errors and grammar errors and all that kind of stuff um so you're just like reading this stuff, trying to make sense of it, um, and um, yeah, it's it, like it, it's it's weird. But I mean, putting that up against like basically every corner you take in Gran Turismo Seven is a narrative in itself, and I and it, it like the gameplay of that game is fucking fascinating. Where every single corner is like this. You, you, like, how do I describe it? It's like there's there's so many layers to it. Is because because the driving is so like weighty, and like if you if you fuck up even slightly, you like you have so much work to do to kind of get back on track, and like so like every single like you really need to learn like braking. Like braking is not a thing that you know. Like in other games, like braking is just a means by which you get to work, like you initiate a drift or something like that, like around a corner. Whereas here, it's like no, like break when when you brake in a car when you're when you're actually driving in real life. If you just were to brake, it's like you know it it just kills your turning circle. So it's like you have to really plan brakes so that you can kind of turn each corner like in the most efficient way possible. Like and in order to do that, you start to kind of intuit like environmental cues like oh that tree there like that's the point at which i need to start braking because by the time i reach the corner that's when i need to actually be turning so i need to kind of release the brake and all that kind of stuff and it's so weighty and there's so much consequence in it um and like you know it's not a case of right i need to hold down the accelerator all the way until i get to this point and then i slam on the brakes it's like the the, the game wants you to view the pedals like you do like like a p like a pianist would view the pedals in terms of like a sustain or, or like it's it's very musically oriented like there's there's a there's a music mini game and stuff like that like the the, the guy that uh i can't remember the guy's name is the director but he is he he loves music and you can tell that he views driving as a kind of musical act um so like you you are kind of it's not a case of like right i'm whole, i'm slamming on the accelerator and then slamming on the brake it's like the 
the, the whole game, like, corner by corner, is this huge kind of, like, super involved, very delicate, like, manipulation of both pedals, and you're, like, trying to get this kind of flow state. Like, eventually, you're trying to develop this sense that it's all just kind of intuitive, but at the same time, like, I've never had a racing game, or at least not in, like, several years, have every single corner be this kind of, like, right, I have done all the preparation I can for this corner, I now just need to try and execute on this kind of plan and hope that it works. And it seriously, it's like every single corner is is thrilling. It is like, I, 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 I was like fucking leaning in my chair to try and, you know, like go around fucking each corner like in a way that I haven't done with a racing game since I was a kid. You know, it, like it fully evoked that kind of like, oh, come on, just, uh, you know, like, come on, just get get around the corner just like and just missing the wall and being able to like race out of the corner like with m- maintaining your momentum and everything is the best feeling and there's so much at stake in terms of like you know that momentum can be completely fucked if you if you misjudge it even slightly um so yeah i i, I think in terms of grand turismo 7 the the stuff that really matters to gameplay like i think there were a few moments that I had that were as thrilling as just taking a fucking corner in Gran Turismo 7. So I'm going to say that for the, the, the Gran Turismo 7 moment is the is basically every corner you take. Um, so that's that. I'm trying to think, like, what... I think the only one that we have multiple options for now is Pentiment. Pentiment, yeah. Ugh. <clears throat> <sighs> That's a tough one. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good moments in Pentiment. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going. I'm going to say that I think returning to Tassing in Act Two can probably come off just because, like, I mean, it's great, but it's like, I think in terms, like, I, I think I feel like it's kind of an extension of executing the wrong person in Act, like, so, like, in yeah, Act One. Well, because that it's all about. Um, seeing how your your act one execution has had echo effects in the community and stuff and it's about catching up and yeah um, yeah yeah i think that might be my favorite act of the thing it's just there's a lot of cool stuff going on yeah too um but yeah, yeah I, mean, I think I think we can I think we could drop it because I think yeah it has a lot to do with executing the or not drop it we can kind of morph it into executing yes. the wrong person <laughs> to- totally yeah yeah I mean it's because it, it's um like I mean the thing is it, it, I I you know it, obviously it's impossible in Act One to execute the right person <laughs> it's like um you know like it, it, because you know I, I mean we'll get into talking about like the ending and all that but it's um. For for now, like you, I think I I I mean I can't really be sure about this, but I think all the suspects, like none of them, are actually the killer. You know, it, it's it's um, and so you're kind of just picking the least bad option, and like and you you don't know this at the time, like you're you're, yeah, I, I mean you are picking the least bad option because what's great about Pentiment is that you can't know everything about every lead that you you you, you, like you're chasing at every point because you only have so much time in the day 
you can only talk to so many people and do so many things. So your information is always going to be limited. Um, and it's, you know, as you progress through the game and especially when you get towards the end and you realize, oh wait, I couldn't really have gotten the right person here. Um, but it was still like that feeling, like I didn't know that that was the case at the end of act one. I still didn't have all the information available and I don't know about you. I, I like you get the choice of like, do I want to watch the execution or look away? I looked away. I picked a fucking bad bastard of a man to, to get to get executed, and I still couldn't look at look at the look at what I chosen to I, happen. I I picked a miserable old widow, and <laughs> I watched the execution. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, she was a fucking arsehole. <laughs> it's like, I did so many chores for her, and she was such an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> but it's honestly, like, get, though, they they do a great job of making every choice feel like it could be the person if like you have suspicions and you want to pursue yeah. them like there is a lot of evidence yeah. but, but i guess that. like I, but I guess that is the thing though where it's like you know you aren't like this can't really be justice because you're not like at the end of the day you're not picking the person that did the crime like you, you know you are you are saving a guy that was nice to you like who you know who also didn't do the crime like it, but you are you are you are ju- and and characters comment on this like you know you're you're just saving someone that you know was was nice to you but you know you can't be sure that the person you're choosing to punish in their place actually did this it's like so it's like and and that feeling carries over between acts and the acts themselves span fucking decades so it's like the, the that kind of lurching feeling of like what you what you did and what you made happen carries like this this huge weight because so much time passes and things change as a direct result of your like wrong choice it's like um it's 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 fucking it's it's like it's it's fantastic and and I'm trying to think like so like so I I choose the one where it's it's you know you have to find out who the killer was because he, he kills again or they kill again rather and um like and and the and the mob is essentially like you need to find who did this or otherwise we're fucking burning down the the abbey um and again it was like it was this thing of like i picked a right fucking arsehole to like to die essentially and you know they did die. <laughs> it's like, but it, it was it was still like that thing of, I don't have enough knowledge here, like to to say this for for sure. It's just I've been given a deadline, and this is the information I have at this deadline. Kind of do with it what you will, and you're you're like responsible. Then <laughs> it's like, uh, um, so yeah, I don't know, and then, and then again, you know, it, it proves to be. Or for me, anyway, it proved to be wrong again. Um, and so, it, like, it, it, I, I just think that, like, Pentiment is all about, like, giving giving the story enough time that the decisions you make, no matter how small, can have time to 
blossom and fucking cascade throughout the the, the decades and stuff to, until the point where you're like things have like materially changed in this society because of the choices that you made um and like and i think the executions are like the kind of like the pinnacle of that in a, in a way because it's like it really makes you feel like you are not doing the right thing here and you're going to have to live with that for a long fucking time and things are going to change because of this and people's lives are going to be upended because of this um and you know like it's not just a case of like oh someone's going to be sad for a bit like you are changing the way that this society functions um and i think that is like and and especially you know when you what you you save brother piero who fucking dies of old age before you get to say goodbye to him anyway like you know in 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 the years that you left tassing um in between acts 1 and 2 so it's like there's this kind of melancholy of like and and it's a really horrible thing of like i mean i guess this guy was going to die anyway like it's it's you know i didn't yeah. achieve i didn't achieve it- justice here and i got someone killed who was a bad bastard but for the sake of giving this old guy like a bit more a bit more time i, I, I don't know is it like the fact that it got this kind of complexity of thought going just by like a gameplay choice that in other games would carry a fraction of this significance it's like I, I love that about that moment in Pentiment, but um yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, the the choices and consequence stuff is crazy good. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's I liked that um <clears throat> they kinda keep you in the dark until you see the repercussions of your choices um echo out. Like I can think of one character who I realized in the moment when you're doing the convincing thing, I was set up for a 100% failure because I had been too nice to them the entire time. Yeah. And me trying to persuade them to, like, like um, not do something was interfered with me previously being so friendly to them and them not wanting to listen to me, and it was really cool. Uh, totally. It really takes a lot of these uh, choices and kind of, like, some of them seem kind of mundane, and then you realize, like, oh, man, this has a gigantic effect on this community <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah totally yeah and it, and yeah, it kind of it's like, really and, cool it kind of it like you know i guess this is like out with the the kind of context of the moment but it's like the you know it kind of upends the rpg traditions where it's like i i i go into these types of games really liking the ability to like talk my way out of situations so i went for and, and like finding the kind of the logic in a situation that other people might not be able to see. So I went for like, you know, the logician, the the kind of um like the lawyer, the 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 kind of the guy that's able to like sweet talk his way out of situations. And I and I went for those options every time because or at least initially, because it was like, oh that's the secret option that I get. You know, and, and that's that's fun and that's cool. And that's really fun in any other game. And then you realize that it's like okay well there's a lot of people like trying to just kind of there's a lot of people feeling like really kind of strongly and like feeling really shitty about a thing 
and you're going in and just being like, no, actually, it's like this, you know, and and yeah. and, and, and people just go like, shut up, like fuck off, <laughs> you know, like don't be an asshole, <laughs> like you know, like you're like you basically become a fucking redditor. <laughs> it's like um, like uh, and so yeah, it's like I like the way that it kind of um, you know, your the slightest of choices. When 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 the slightest of choices matter in the way that they do, executing someone in the context that you do in this game matters to a level that it 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 made me feel like outright terrible in a way that similar choices haven't done in other similar types of games. Um, so that's why yeah. that's that's why I kind of nominated for it. Uh, Dreaming of August. I'm trying to like I like so so August being. I- yeah, explain the kind of this one needs context, even if you've kind of played the game a bit. I think yeah, it's a it's a hard character to kind of remember. He's an infrequently pops well, up. So, so the thing is, like, you know, Andreas is is kind of tormented in his dreams by, like, you know, and Andreas is a great character because he's like he's he he is he is eminently craftable. You can you can morph him into whatever version of Andreas you want him to be but like there is there is a very subtle like darkness running underneath him and you see this kind of come out when he goes to sleep and you see and you you and it kind of comes up with the maze and you're trying to navigate the maze um in 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 Andreas's dreams and occasionally he'll come up against like It'll, it'll like it'll be, I I, I guess I, I I can't remember like the exact context of it, but it's like I guess you get like when people ask Andreas about his past in in the game, he, he he's 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 coy about it, like he it's something that he clearly doesn't like talking about, and it, like and and you know, you get to kind of choose the context for like who your fiance is or was and why it didn't necessarily work out with her. Like, it's this kind of vague thing of, like, you had a love in a previous fucking life or whatever, and, you know, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. And I never really felt like I had a a great, like, a full understanding of what that was, but it kind of worked in the game's favour because it gave enough context to to the way I, I, I perceived the dialogue choices that Andreas was getting in other situations. Where it's like he has this other life that he's trying to forget, and in these dreams, he will get confronted by his, I, I guess, his son August that he had with this person with whom it didn't work out, and August just kind of says nothing to you the entire time, and and it's all this stuff like Andreas get you you get all these dialogue choices where you can be silent. And you will just be met with silence, and you can say like, "God, what was what have I done? I was a terrible dad. I did. I wasn't there for you." And you will be met with silence. You know, you can be like, "Why are you tormenting me? Like, well, say something, say anything," and just silence. And it's like, and it's and it's the the dialogue choices there are great because they they allow you to to kind of pick for yourself the way in which Andreas is trying to process this this thing that happened you know it's it's like 
I, I guess it kind of represents to me the fact that despite this being such a dialogue-heavy game and having, you know, an art style and, you know, the, like the, the being so focused on text and reading, you kind of expect a, a degree of rigidity with that. But like every single dialogue choice has all these fucking connotations with it. Um, and the, the kind of August stuff is no different because it's like, you know, you're getting nothing in response, but it's like, you are trying, like, you're not trying to figure out what happened with August. Like, you're never going to get the full picture there. Like, with everything else in the game, you're just trying to get a better idea of where your version of Andreas's head is at with with his son and whatever happened in the past. And it's like, you know, you can choose to be, like, the kind of stoic that kind of for, for, tries to forget it and it will slip through in, in your conversations with other people and you'll be like, okay, if he's saying that to this person, then he's clearly forgetting like, like there's there's something in his head that's causing him to not give this person in tassing like the full picture and you remember these conversations that you have in your dreams with August where you were just kind of saying nothing and hoping that it would go away or you're like this kind of frantic guy that's like trying to, you know, silence the voices in your head and that contextualizes the conversations you have with other people as this kind of desperate flailing attempt to just like drown out the horror that's going on in your head. And like, I I, I just like that it represents a kind of, like, it is a clearly, there is a, I get the feeling that Josh Sawyer knows exactly what was going on with August and the wife and all this other stuff, but he gives you just enough where it's like, okay, the the onus is on you to kind of figure this out for yourself and figure out how important it is to your version of Andreas. Um, so yeah, I I I like I like that it um and 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 it has like it has really great closure towards the end of the game as well where, like, the dream starts to fall apart. Um, yeah. And, and like, you know, and he... It feels like he, he really gets to kind of confront how he feels about August and everything like that. Um, I will say that at the end of the game, it does get a little more... It ends in a way that's, that feels a little sudden, in t- in t- just in terms of the August stuff, where it's, like, where you get August finally speaking, and it's like, okay, no, don't worry, Dad, it's fine. <laughs> and, and it's like, uh, and I guess yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, it's a nice moment where it's like, you know, you kind of realize that this guy was tearing himself up and, you know, regardless of what actually happened, it's him just kind of saying, okay, well, why am I holding on to this? Like, things have been, like, maybe I just, maybe I, I can't control what happened in the past, so I just kind of need to let go of it. And that's his way of letting go in a way. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's... It's a. It doesn't feature very prominently in the game. It's like, it's it's not a long. You know, the sections with August are not long, but I like the fact that such subtle sections and the way that you kind of navigate them, it might not seem meaningful, but again, like every single decision in Pentamin, it has ripple effects on how you view the character and therefore how you interact with people, how you perceive your interactions with other people. And how you judge other people, like, and and that I mean, judge in the 
in the very kind of literal judicial sense, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that it's a very small moment that represents a larger thing. Do I think it's better than executing the wrong person? Probably not. Um, but I just, you know, I kind of felt like I I should probably talk about it a little bit. Are you okay with cutting that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Cool. Um, so now we get to Act 3, the ending of the game, the mural. Um, do, you, do you want to talk about that a bit? You, you, you completed it more recently than me. I did. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I like literally yesterday I did um, when we were recording, obviously. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, um, part three was quite a surprise. It really does. Um, well, like the end of act two really shifts gears on kind of what's going on and how you're going to play the game. Um, yeah. Act three. Well, I guess we should say what happens in act two, right? Um, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Act 2 ends with um, kind of a, a town dispute that's kind of spiraling out of control into a mob. And uh, they want to, for I guess various reasons, depending on how the player has gone through it, uh, want to take out the abbot because of all this, you know, there's the, the local politics of too much taxation and, yeah. uh, you know, siphoning off the woods to be only for a uh, collection for the, the, was it the abbey, I believe, or the, the church? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it kind of spirals out of control and um, ends with the church kind of getting uh, set on fire. And Andreas, um, maybe, uh, maybe you know, the more I stew on it, I don't think it's out of character, but it does seem like a surprisingly odd, out of your control player moment. Yes. Uh, yeah. Where Andreas decides to kind of, you know, without thinking of himself, start running into the scriptorum. Scriptorium? Scriptorum? I think it's scriptorum. Um, scriptorum. Uh, which, damn, that seems like a chill place to work, by the way. Um, but <laughs> um, he runs in to save as much of the books because, you know, this is a time period where books are everything. It's not just like, you know, it's not like how we have them today where it's a bit of entertainment or something or a bit of knowledge. It's literally like the history of a fucking civilization yeah, is yeah. housed there, you know, like and, and, it would and be like uh, someone uh, burning down the fucking Internet, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, well, because it's like, you know, it, it's you're, you're at the, the kind of the point where the printing press is only just starting to come into like into being and and so like yeah. mass pro- mass produced texts don't exist you know it's like yeah so it's like, at the mercy of the book. guy printing it being able to understand it and translate it and read it for yeah. you know it's like a weird world it, yeah yeah totally. God, that, that, that was just like a micro great part of those games just realized like man Shit was difficult back then. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, man, your day was spent just making sure you had enough water for the next day and chill. <laughs> like, shit was hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, um, but yeah, I, so like, I, I guess, yeah. like, uh, yeah, so Act 2 ends and it's presumed that Andreas dies in the Abbey fire. Um, yeah. Um, for player side and game side, you know, it, it, it's very much said, like, you you died. You go, nat- yeah. I believe it's two years after the fire. You're like um, officially stated as declared dead by by Nuremberg. Um, yeah, and so um, I believe it's two decades past, maybe like eighteen years or something like that. Yes. And Act yeah. Three begins with the daughter of your friend, the printer, uh, growing up. Who? Uh, well, in my playthrough, I had given her a book as a child that was full of Latin and a bunch of drawings, and I think yeah. that. 
impacted her in a way to get really into Latin and just learning about the kind of trivia of the world and biology and stuff. And so she grows up and it's now you're now tasked with her taking over uh, for her father to complete the mural, a mural in the town city hall, the village center of the history of the town and how you want to depict it. And you go and you basically interview characters that you met as Andreas before now a lot older and having kind of fuzzier memories of the time now that there isn't a concrete written down town history and everyone kind of saying either how they remember things, how they want things to be remembered, but you know, or so on. Yeah. And it, um, it's, it, it's just a real, it's kind of, I said, I feel like such a goofy reviewer when it's, it's such a treat, uh, to see, <laughs> to see all these characters you interacted with at the beginning of the game, how they're kind of interpreting the stuff you saw firsthand. And I mean, it can, and act three is basically just underscoring the whole kind of, message of the game that's fucking the yeah. title of the game right is like the message of the game and like how history is a constant um covering uncovering scraping of repainting of different things and it's all you know boils back down to the same stories being interpreted different ways yes. by people with it within within um, history contains the word story you know it's it's like it's subjective yeah. Yeah. i mean it's it's shown at the very beginning of the game where you like erase that tome yeah yeah um, the, uh, yeah the fucking uh what's the poem again um What's the oh, the rose something? Yeah, it's uh, it? the 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 is the wave rose. Uh, what the fuck is it? A very inspirational piece of text that was very instrumental in getting this game inspired. By, like, it's a huge. Uh, there's a uh, lot of shout outs to historical writing in this game. It's the, really the, cool. The, the name of the rose. Name of the rose. Yeah, you literally like erase. Uh, you scrape the stone, you just erase it off, and you leave a blank slate to tell your history of this stuff. And yeah, yeah, like, there's I, um... like I, I, I think, I think the like the great thing about Act Three is that like you're constant, like you're constantly being forced to balance like the view, like the the view, like your 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 artistic desires, your your desires to do right by your dad. Your desires, like you're trying to, for a while anyway, you're trying to kind of keep the council on board, who are you know skeptical of a woman painting this thing, and you know you've got to kind women of women can't do art. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and it's like, <laughs> and and, uh, and like you know, you you've got to try and you know uh, keep the church happy and stuff, and it's yeah, all this stuff yeah. you're balancing. Don't want to go too pagan with the depictions. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the the first the first one I did the first one I chose was um I can't remember I think it was the 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 fucking the the guy that lived in the woods was telling me about the the thing with the the naked woman at the at the lake or whatever it was and, yeah yeah <laughs> and it's like oh you don't you might not want to do that it might might be a bit raunchy and I was like fucking get that fucking get that fucking filth on that wall um but yeah it's like um, and, and and you and you choose like you're kind of choosing. Right, do I piss off the church by, you know, showing, you know, what really happened in the sense of like Otto kind of being this becoming this kind of revolutionary figure and like how do I view the revolution? Like did I view, like cuz clearly it fucked up a lot of stuff as well and you know it, it like but th- where they were being treated unfairly and the church is trying to make me undermine that like you know like to what extent do I try and take the path of least resistance here um and it's like it's, it's a very slow act 
until until the very end when it really fucking picks up. But it's like it's a great act in the sense that it's just like right, you you have two acts like two long acts of like mystery solving and doing all this stuff, and then you just have an act to like reflect on all that and and really like sit with it, um and 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 it's and and it like kind of culminates in this really explosive thing where you realize oh shit andreas actually survived and you know he's been living with the consequences of this stuff just like you've been kind of ruminating on them um and it's kind of almost destroyed him and um and you uh, like and you bring him back and like for me i i I, like the ending of pentiment was so fucking great because it's it ends with you like control reverting back to andreas for a bit going up to the top of the windmill and draw and you know like you've been like i i encouraged like the um the the miller's son like way back when to get into art even though his dad didn't want to so like i've had this thing in this game of like you know when when kids want to draw and express themselves like that's great because you know that's like history is stories and how we pass them on and we should encourage the young, younger generation to be able to express that because there's another character who tells you straight up like when we forget these people that's when they die you know it's it's like you know that when when the memory fades and the stories stop getting passed on like that is history you know like that is the stories getting passed on is history and when we forget that that's history dying and people dying and like all that stuff so it's super important and it ends with this fucking fantastic moment where you know you you're like you're just drawing on this this like these kind of crude drawings with the you know andreas jr and like not actually your son but like there's a kid (laughs) named after yes a man who was thought to be dead uh (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) um but then like it's just this really nice scene and then it zooms out to like this kind of like a 3d like so the whole game has been like kind of 2d drawings essentially like you know like i think there's parts of it that are rendered and you know we can go in in other categories with like we'll talk about but it's they're they're unity 3d models that just yes. have a really harsh cell shading on them i think yeah. but you can tell when certain people turn their heads that it's a 3d model or some hair does some funky stuff but totally. yeah it's like this really cool flattened 3d but like but then out of nowhere like as it zooms out and you know and you realize like Oh, this is the you know you erased the fucking the name of the the name of the rose at the start, and now you've been rewriting your own story, and it and it zooms out like from the game's action, and it's and it's a book, you know, and it's a three D render of a book, and yeah, it's the title and, screen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns into the title screen, and then but then you realize, oh, it's zooming out to this full like three D render of the mural, and it just. And it takes like about five minutes playing this fucking. I think it's a. It's like Lingo Ignota or whatever, uh, like singing the song as it just goes through like all the different panels of the mural that you chose. Yeah, and and it's like that's very satisfying. It's a really like satisfying, but also like super haunting moment when when you're like because it's such a dramatic change in graphical style that it's like it it really kind of like shocks you a bit um and and also like and but it gives you like the kind of the 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 tree of tassing or whatever it is where it's like 
kind of showing you all the different branches of the families that kind of grew up there um and like and and re- revealed some kind of absolutely nuts little bits of information where yeah where it, like so i i got like just on this fucking tree remember the little kid ursula like the kid yeah. the, the, the the redhead that was just kind of running around the the fucking like she calls you Ander. Yeah, yeah. Well, the way the way that kids are written in this game is fucking great. They're just Ander's, yeah. you know, like it's, it's so good. Um, but like, I, I, you know, I was kind of wondering, oh, what happened to her? The the fucking tree, the tree of Tassin comes up, and I see her fucking burning at the stake with um with uh, Vaslav or whatever his name is, the, the guy that was friends with the dude in the forest. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, because they're uh, well, because they, uh, yeah, if you. There's a route you can go down where she is like, yeah, so, like, everyone was Romanian who founded this place, and, like, the Romanian, like, like old ways are the real way, and it's, like, yeah, super yeah. sketchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, 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 like, and, and that was, yeah, that was the thing. It was, like, I I, I looked up, and I was, like, oh, shit, yeah, I, I told her that, you know. You it, told her to like, speak her fucking mind when she yeah. was a kid about stuff she believed in, and it got her killed as an adult. Yeah, yeah like, there's a I lot just, of little... Yeah, encouraging your fucking apprentice in this game gets him killed. I yes, just, I just exactly that yeah, broke my yeah. heart. Like and, and, and I, I, when I yeah. later read that if you're mean to him, he actually lives. I was like, fuck, that's yeah, so, yeah. like I had no. For some reason, I when I when that when you're informed about Caspar, uh, kind of uh, the, the way Andreas lives, or at least in mine is was uh, your apprentice who you tell like get the fuck out of here that's the moment i was referring to earlier where i had been so friendly to him and encouraging i was like no like don't make the same mistakes i did man like learn from me yeah yeah and stuff and he literally like it made it so he 100 percent wasn't going to leave my side when i yes. told him to like save his own <laughs> life yeah and i was like fuck and um yeah you find out like afterwards after the reveal that um andreas is alive and becoming a weird hermit man um that yeah, Caspar went in and saved him, and then, like, of his own accord, was like, oh, we gotta save the books! My master yeah. was saving the books! Just gets himself killed, and it's like, fuck. And that's the thing, I guess if he lived because you were mean to him, that would have made him hate he you. Him. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's just, like, you can't, you, like, and I, I think that's the thing with Do not me. fucking win, either you way. It's like, alright, you wanna be a great master to this apprentice, or do you wanna be a cold dick to him, but at least he gets to live knowing that a guy, like, this guy he looked up to was a piece of shit to him. I don't know. It's such a terrible, terrible fucking balance. Like I wanted, to, I loved that character. I really liked him, and I was yeah. so sad that he died. Uh, but it's like you know, like the, the the whole fucking game, as a result of that kind of that that choice thing. When I told Paul, the, the Miller's son, to to start drawing more and like encourage him into art, I was thinking the entire fucking time, God, I hope I just I didn't just get that kid killed. Like and I. I, when, I I saw the achievement for that, and I was like, fuck, I never met him as a child, so, like, right. I never... So, I was really bummed, but I realized in Act 2 who would, who was doing the drawings down on the ruins. Yes. Because I kept finding those those stick figure drawings, and he kept going, like, wonder who the artist is, and I had a feeling... I, I don't know. Yeah, I, what, what I really am surprised about in this game, too, and this is kind of an aside, is all of the characters that I missed or like, there's like random people that I missed that were in act two and yep. act one that like I breezed right by. Um, yep, yep, it's really yep. cool. It, it's this game is, I, I don't think I can in confidence call it an RPG, but it's got really cool RPG stuff going yes, on in it. Where yeah, like, totally. There are huge chunks of it. You were like, Oh my God, I didn't even know this was an option or like, 
Yeah, like looking at these this achievement list, it's so cool. All these little things I missed. Like, I mean, like have your hat stolen by a little kid. Yeah, it's like, oh, I wonder like, when yeah. that would have even popped up and stuff. Like, I don't. Yeah, it's weird, but it's, it's really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do it immediately, but I am gonna like. I'm looking forward to hopping back in this again. You know, yeah, like it's yeah. uh down the road, maybe like a month or, from now. I want to, totally. I want to go in and be like a really pious dickhead, like really super pro church <laughs> or something. Yeah, I mean, but that's but the thing is, like, it's it's not just like the game is not. It's not some like super fucking dour, dark fucking like there. There are is is like it's not this thing where you you can't win ever. Like there are choices that you no, make. It's life. Like, like yeah. yeah. Like like there's things where um it's the it's the 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 kind of smithing guy that like he's at he's at the fucking he's he's hammering away all the time at the fucking forge and like and he has this thing where he's like he's he's getting you know. He's kind of nearing middle age or whatever, and he's not married. And like you, kind of, you kind of, you can encourage him to go and find love. But like again, with all these fucking choices that go horrendously wrong, there's this feeling in the back of your head, like, oh, do, do I tell him to do this because this could go wrong? And then, like in the next act or whatever, like you, you go to him and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember when you told me to do that, and and I found my, I found my love. She's right there. And you're like, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. like, it's just, it's great, you know. But then, then there's this thing where you have like one fucking conversation with a kid, and then later in life they get fucking burned at the stake for it, completely off screen and without your knowledge. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, like you say, it's just life. Uh, but I think that the 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 mural and the ending of the game kind of brings all that stuff full circle it represents like the you know there, there's there's not as as in life there is no fucking resolution that, like that you know that is narratively you know i mean it's, it's, it's you know it's a narratively satisfying ending but it's not in the sense of like everything is rounded out and everything is fine and good and we save tassing and all that stuff it's like you know it, it's, it's more just that yeah you know like you we navigated the theme of like these stories are completely fucking fractal and fucking nuts in terms of their complexity but like the important thing is that we continue to express it in our own way because that's how we remember the, the past and how we try to better ourselves in the future and stuff like that and i think that the mural represents both that ambiguity and that like that really kind of core message to the game, which is that history is stories, like art, art, religion, history, all that stuff is all, you know, the game is operating at the, is, is kind of drilling down at the fucking intersection of those three things and like examining the importance of it all and like, you know, and, and how do we remember the past in a way that is you know true to as true to life as can as as we can achieve while also allowing for personal expression and like how we felt and like you know that is it, and yeah i i just think that the mural kind of represents all that super complex stuff in in a way that kind of makes that like the defining moment of that bit, of that game for me um but uh, yeah i guess like are, are, would you be okay with that being the pentiment moment yeah, yeah, because it's it's the culmination of all your choices, kind of 
acting out. Yeah, like kind of being played yeah, out yeah. before you, and it's nice totally. to yeah. Okay, great. Well, I think now, now, an hour, fucking an hour in, we have our our list of like we we have like one. <laughs> now one, we one, can two. start taking one game away. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, right? Okay. Um, Go Simulator Three. You can come off because like while that was a fucking funny fucking thing, um, I I don't think. It's a jump scare. The yeah, it's, it's, it's a jump scare. It's a jump like you know after talking all that stuff about Pentiment, just being like, a pigeon comes out and it's spooky. Um, it, like I don't think that holds a candle. <laughs> there's a, there's a minor jump scare in <laughs> Pentiment when you see a ghost jumping on a rune from oh, far yeah, away. Yeah, and you yeah, go, yeah. oh. I, I, and that, actually, that whenever got- that uh, whenever that music swelled up, I got spooked. The yep. yep. Whenever you got the messages written in purple. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two can come off. It's like it's a I I, I talked about it in uh, I can't remember was it biggest surprise or whatever. It's the sniper level in in Modern Warfare Two where you get a a great degree more flexibility in your approach than you would do in normal COD level. Yeah, it's but it's a COD level. It's, it's the like, Gillies in the Mist. Uh, yes. It's the obligatory Gillies in the Mist mission that has to be in every COD yep, uh, yep. since COD Four. Yep, yep. Uh, um, uh, we can take off Kirby, late title card intro. I just wanted to put something Kirby on here. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. The, Cur- the Kirby does the late title card drop where uh, you get your little tutorial, like you get your opening cutscene, Kirby gets sucked into a black hole, wakes up in like ruined earth, question mark? Yeah. Like it looks like, right? Yeah, and um, you run around, you know, doing the old Kirby thing, and then you um, find the the car from all of the advertising, and you suck up the car, become Car Kirby, and you take off, and then you drive across this old destroyed bridge to parts unknown, and yeah. it pans out, and it's like this beautiful sky, and then all of a sudden, like this J-pop starts singing, uh, yep. starts yep. playing, and then the title card drops, and it was it's fun, great. But yeah, it's, 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 it's great. Yeah, it can't, it it can't stand <laughs> up here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um. Ch- uh, tunic i'm going to say can come like so tunic is really great like, i never played it yes exactly um like tunic is the, 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 i i didn't get far enough into tunic to really dig into like the 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 kind of true like mental secrets that this game definitely has um the moment that i'm talking about in particular is like you see all these fucking shrines I I can't. It's been that long that I can't even fucking remember what they actually do. But it's like I I'm, I'm fairly sure like they, <laughs> they like the list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, but but like what I like about it is that it's you're you're kind of you go up to these fucking like um these 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 shrines or whatever, and you and you like you press all these buttons and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Like I I can't do anything here. It's just one of those things that I'm going to get an item at some point. And I'll come back and use it on it. I just don't have that item yet. Um, and the thing with Tunic is that you're collecting pieces of this manual. Um, and like, and you see more of them come up and you're like hitting every button. You're like, God, like, what am I, what am I missing here? Like, I have no context for what I'm missing. Um, and then you get a piece of the manual that's like, oh, you hold a here and that activates the thing and you're like and it, and it does this kind of like prayer motion that's like that charges up stuff and i'm like oh that's like i pressed every button and didn't know that there was this entire other function in the game 
for like that's pretty cool. hours. You know, it's it's like that that's thing. A, of that's like, a unique way to do um kind of control teaching in a game. Yeah. is kind of making it a secret you can discover. And that's really cool. And 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 it, and it just it, it like it's that it it's a very like it seems like a very small thing, but it's like it 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 cracks open that that it it just has a it, it sets a crack in like your understanding of the game where it's like okay if that was a button hold that i didn't know about and it had this entire other function what else is hiding in this controller what else is hiding in this game that i'm just that is staring me directly in the face that i will I, like i will get like a, pe- a piece of a fucking manual page and be like fuck that's been there the entire time and i just didn't know about it like that's cool like and, and, it, and it kind of speaks to like you know how clever tunic is in its and how it designs its kind of secrets and everything. But again, I don't think it it hangs on the list with the stuff we've already discussed. Um hmm, uh, God of War Ragnarok, the Thor fight, um is Thor fight. Thor fight. Say that uh, five times fast. Um it's it's fantastic because it's like <laughs> it happens pretty early in the fucking game, like, very early in the game, and like, it just introduces you to this version of Thor that is just a fucking like, just out of shape drunk asshole, like um, and like and it comes after this like, it's it's a really kind of like unsettling thing where you've just gone out and found your son Atreus again, you've got him home, and like you're, you're just like, right, okay Atreus has like visions of what he's going to do uh, and stuff, and then just in in the middle of this storm in uh, what's the fucking uh, is it Thimble Winter or whatever the fucking season's called in the game? Um, <laughs> Thimble Winter. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's some fucking like you know it's uh it's like Norse mythology thing, um, and you and you see outside like like you 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 notice there's a massive fucking earthquake. And then you go outside and you just see Thor, like, this this hooded figure stood outside and he's just like, uh, initially he's just like, can I come in and have a drink with you? And, you know, Kratos is just like, you wouldn't find me good company. <laughs> it's like, it's just a really, like, 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 it's kind of, Kratos, why is it always so difficult with you, man? Skip the man a drink. Like, a- well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you, when you, when you. Like I mean, given the circumstances, I can understand why you just be like, "Okay, you you move on. I'll go. I'll we'll, we'll do our thing. You do yours." Um, he's he's but, so god racist. Get over it. Gods <laughs> exist, Kratos. Yeah. But it's, but it's like you know, Thor comes in and <laughs> Thor comes in and sits down and like pours out some fucking mead, um, and like and Kratos and Kratos is just like, "No, nah, I'm not going to drink your fucking mead," um, like uh, and and it's great. He, he goes like, you know. I wish you told me that before. I would. I wouldn't have wasted this fucking glass of mead or whatever the fuck. Um, and then Odin comes in, who's played by fucking fucking Richard Schiff, um, <laughs> from the fucking West Wing, um, and he is like, like maybe the best performance in any game of the year when when he comes in and he's basically just like a fucking mob boss, like, and he, he's 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 a more convincing portrayal of odin like as this fucking you know manipulative like completely untrustworthy god figure like um that is like so fucking self-serving that you know and and it's it really is kind of like 
you know, it's, he's one step away from just going, eh, you know, nice, nice, nice things here, nice things he got here. It'd be a shame if something were to happen to it. You know, it's like, and, and it's, it really is like he he just portrays him with such a kind of like a, a mal, like a kind of quiet malice and you know, like terror. That's just you know, he's 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 Richard Schiff. He's like super understated about it. He's just kind of like, yeah, you know, like how like how about you know, like you killed fucking Balder in the last game. That's a bit of a pain in the arse for me. Like it's 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 almost kind of literally like that kind of tone, where it's like um you know and like your son's trying to find out what is what the deal is with the giants and all that stuff. That would be a bad fucking idea. If you like you're being chased by he he, he called like uh, Freya. So Balder is the son of Freya, who is um who is like Odin, Odin's ex essentially. Odin describes her as such. Like so, like Freya is now like the, the the thrust of the game is that Freya is now chasing um, Kratos because even though Balder was going to kill Freya, Balder is like her son, and she's like manic about like I must get revenge on Kratos. Like Odin comes along and it's just like you know, you tell your son here to stop fucking around with all this this kind of giant stuff. I'll make things square with her with with my ex. How's that sound? And Kratos is just like Kratos. Kratos doesn't trust. Kratos doesn't like what Atreus is doing either. But he's like, right, I trust my son over fucking Odin, so I'm just gonna go no. And then, and and, and, and so and so Odin's like, yeah, fair enough. Make you know, make it quick. He, he just goes to Thor like, make it quick. And thus begins like it's just a su- again a super understated way of starting this fucking cascade of just like you know like um you killed thor's sons in the last game or atreus did um and so like thor is thor being as polite as he has been with you up to that point or as restrained i should say not necessarily polite um like he then gets to unleash that stuff and he just fucking gets mjolnir his, his hammer and just throws you up into the fucking air and it just it starts off like this is super early in the fucking game, and he and you get into this fucking multi-stage boss battle that lasts fucking ages, and it's just this fucking like you know Thor's just like 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 this you know th- did my sons die to pure fucking luck like what the fuck is this like fight me like you know, I want to see the fucking God of War like and so it's and and Kratos is trying really fucking hard to not be the god of war anymore like you know it's uh and so he's you know he's like but it just goes on so long and he start and thor starts threatening atreus the, the, and kratos just being battered and bruised it's just like ah, and he just fucking like smacks him in the fucking face and it goes slow-mo while thor's face jiggles <laughs> it's like and it's just, like and it's, it's just it's such a fucking like comically epic fight like epic in the true sense of the word where it's like it happens in the first like like half an hour of the game, first hour of the game maybe, and it's just like this is fucking mental. Like you're getting flung across the fucking the, the, like the map, and like you're you're fighting next to this frozen bit of lightning that's just standing in the ground, and it's it, like and and you know, and it, it it just goes so fucking crazy. It's 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 really fun. Like like I I don't I think there are three moments on here that I would say are are like that I would consider like better, but it's like. It kind of from from the outset, I was like, okay, I, I'm 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 
I'm into this game. Like this, like what this game is doing. It's it's a it's a very explosive fucking intro to the game. Is what I'll say. Um, but yeah, it's great. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it off the list. Um, hmm. Tell me about Placid Plastic Duck Simulator. <laughs> All right. So Placid Plastic Duck Simulator is one of the games of the year. <clears throat> sure. That okay. have come out. Yep. Not the game of the year. It's a game of the year 2022 that it has come out game. this year. Um, yes. Um, after, you know, as you go on, you get more and more varied uh, uh, plastic ducks, which then placidly simulate in water. <laughs> and they, um, you know, you get you get like a, one that looks like a mallard, one that's like a like an FBI agent. And eventually you get one that looks like a cow. And this cow duck's cool. Squeeze it. It quacks, you know. Um, <laughs> but at nighttime, at nighttime, and, and remember ye this, there's aliens about. An alien ship all of a sudden comes out of nowhere, abducts <laughs> your cow duck. Oh, no. And then flies off. And then the next morning, you have a new duck in your pool. And it's an <gasps> alien imposter duck. Oh, no. <laughs> I think we can get Pentamin safely off the list. Cause yeah, this get is... the fuck off of here, Andreas. <laughs> this is the, this is the yeah. real shit. So, yeah, I mean, it's just funny because it was such a chill game where you're really just looking at new ducks morphing into the planet, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it just cuts this extremely loud 1950s B-movie mu- music, like, <laughs> and then just a fucking ship comes, and it was just very startling, and... uh uh, it really underscores the that while Placid Plastic Duck Simulator is essentially like a really nice Unreal Five screensaver, um, there's a lot of goofy, not player controlled, but like just funny interactions that can happen uh, when the the stars line up and the plastic ducks that are bouncing around this pool kind of bump into each other and goofy stuff happens but it yeah. could come off the list uh, <laughs> uh, i also forgot to write it as alien abduction like put the word <laughs> okay. duck in there wait okay i'll, I'll put i'll put the the, the k in and yeah, there you go off. and now you can delete it right. <laughs> <laughs> like that, spelling it like that makes it read like a fucking like king crimson album or something like that like yeah <laughs> um another ab- abduction nightmare or whatever the song is <laughs> <and> then <laughs> bam, bam, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um i'm going to be controversial and say that immortality can come off hmm because um, I, you know what? I agree with you, kind of, because like the whole game is the twist in a way. If that like, makes sense. I, uh, like, so, so I, I will say that I, I don't think that I've been as unsettled in a video game as like in 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 a long time as I have been with that fucking twist. Which is to say that so the twist and the twist can come in various different forms depending on how you, on how you play and how you like fucking like, actually know what the game's doing as opposed to me, where I just, like, part of why it unsettled me so much was I was going through all these clips with Marissa Marcel, uh, like, you know, just kind of trying to pick, trying to piece together what happened to her and all that, and I, and I was going for, like, a couple of hours just, you know, clicking on clips, you know, doing the match cut thing or whatever it is, and seeing new clips, and I was enjoying it, like, it was, you know, it was neat to see all this stuff and be like, oh, this is huge, this game, like, but I was, I was kind of starting to wonder, like, 
okay, like, what's the, what's the hook here, you know, because there's, you know, like, I feel like I'm just, I'm starting to feel like I'm just kind of watching movies, like, it feels a bit telling lies in a way. And then I, I started to notice, like, in the soundtrack, like, in a few scenes there was, like, this, it would just, it it would be kind of, like, it, I, at first I just kind of thought, like, oh, something, like, bad's happened or whatever. And it's just playing this fucking like score that's just like, and it's really kind of like, it's a, it's a kind of horrible sound. But I I kind of thought like that's a bit on the nose, you know. It's it's like okay, something bad happened in this otherwise fairly you know silent game, like, and they're playing a big big bad sound to signify like oh this is a bad thing that happened. But then I was watching one clip where uh, Marissa and the dude that. The is in uh, Minsky. It, it's a scene yeah, from Minsky. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, the director, auteur guy, kind of. Yeah. No, no, it's, no, it's the it's, it's the, it's the oh. other actor. Like they're 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 uh. doing a scene on a couch. Um, what's the fucking actor? Oh, called? I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind, I, the kind I of the, the pretty boy. You know, is um, like the um, uh, like, uh, and they're just doing a scene on a couch. And, and the director says cut, and like they're looking at, they're, they're kind of like, even after the, it's a pretty tense scene, but like after they cut, it's not like they're they're kind of chatting to each other, like saying, oh, you know that was cool or whatever, like you know, let's let's do that again. It, it, they're just kind of staring off into the distance, kind of silently, and then they get up from the couch and they leave, and you're like, that's weird, but then the fucking sound kept playing, and it wouldn't go away. Because it was, it was the end of the scene, but it was just kind of going. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I exited out of the scene, and I tried to go, and and the sound stopped. I was like, what? Surely there's is, there must be something about that scene in particular that's that's causing this sound to just play. And I clicked it again. And I was like, okay, I'll rewind here. And after, like I say, after like two hours of just complete normalcy. It rewinds, and these two fuckers that I've never seen before come back onto the couch. Like it's not Marissa Marcel and the actor. It's like this, like two bleach blonde haired fucking <laughs> weirdos that come back onto it's the couch. Like, they're like two weird, uh, thin white Duke era David Bowie people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 I, 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 I kid you not, I fucking like almost jumped out of my fucking seat. I was like, because this was at like yeah. two in the morning as well. I was like. Fuck me! Uh, I and and I was I, and and I I was like okay this this game just changed now <laughs> and I don't know how to feel about it. Oh no! Um, and then you know the rest of the game happens and you and then I was like going back to scenes and hearing the kind of brrr sound and rewinding and you know that's when you start to uncover the other side of immortality and which is the reason I'm saying to cut it is because while that moment is unsettling and I think that that side like obviously I I love Immortality I think it's great I think it's probably the best Sam Barlow game um I the the literal stuff that that twist represents in terms of like when you dig further into it and you start getting to the truth of who these people are and what they've been doing it gets dumb in a way that like 
you know, I, I'm like, okay, maybe some things are better left to the imagination where I can interpret this as like, okay, what is this? What are these characters trying to say about art and, you know, like what it means to create and, you know, like on-screen immortality, kind of in a similar way to Pentiment where it's like, you know, how will I be remembered if not on-screen and all that stuff? Like, uh, all that kind of shit. Whereas then you get into like, oh no, these are actually like, maybe literal vampires that are like, you know, subsisting on the the, the souls of artists. And uh, uh, it gets a bit fucking daft in a way that I'm like, you know, eh, I, I, I would, I, like, the more I learned about that game after, the more I learned about that story after a certain point, the less interested I became. Like, the more details were uncovered, I was just like, I kind of like where, when, when it was just ambiguous and I can kind of interpret this. And, it, like, it doesn't, it never gets to the point where your interpretation is, like, undermined or whatever. But it's just, like, I just kind of wish that the the game kind of knew when to say, okay, we'll leave this to you. Like, we don't need to tell you everything here. Um, they are the so- spirits of art! <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, like, like, not far off. Like, you know, is is um, <laughs> that's how I interpreted them? I was just like, I get it. They're art. Yeah, the dangers well, I, of art. I don't know. <laughs> well, so, but 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 that's the thing. That's more interesting than what they actually are. <laughs> it's like like that, you know, um, and and so like I think that while that moment is great, I think what it represents later down the line is like maybe the game's not undoing, but it's like. You know, it's the thing that I'm like, okay, I wish that I wish the game hadn't done that to that extent. So I'm going to say it comes off. Are you okay with that? It's up the list. Get that it's fucking off. immortality, more like mortality, because you just got fucking more like, bodied. More like piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah more like piece uh, of shit. You're off. <laughs> right, so we've got three games here we still need to discuss. We've got Neon White, Vampire Survivors, and Teardown. Hmm. Alright, I'm gonna say a controversial take. Well, maybe not controversial. Okay. I don't know how you feel. But I think instead of saying one that comes off, I'm saying one that's going to be on it. Okay. T- Teardown should be on here. Okay. Yes. I, 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 the, I can. Yeah. Executing the perfect teardown heist is like one of the bit highest highs I've had in video games all year. Like when you finally like all the pieces click and you figure out your escape route and you figure out how to like make the most of your 60 seconds and yeah. you somehow do what seemed impossible when you first looked at the map and were like, how am I going to in 60 seconds, get all this shit? Like, yeah. Yeah. And like pulling it off and then having that fucking moment of panic. Where you're like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. And then you're like seconds away from failing and you just get to the car and then you go, ah, and then you get to watch the red line of you panicking yeah. like an insane person going back, <laughs> and you see it, and you see it, like, fiddle in areas that you had trouble with, and it's, it's, like, really, yeah, it, it's, like, a, it's a, it's a power uh, fantasy I never knew I wanted. <laughs> yeah, and, and, it's, and, and, and the, like, and the, the 60 seconds that you get at the end, like, of just, like, the execution of it, follows what can sometimes be, like, like, half an hour of, like, yeah, fucking, I you, like, walking like, around. I've never experienced a game that has this type of game feel flow to it, where yeah. the first half of it is a do what you want, like just kind of diorama you can explore in first person 3D. And then after you get used to it and kind of craft around it the way you want, you can like you can 
<laughs> like activate go time and then make it like this panic inducing runner game almost where you gotta hit the obstacle course things just right otherwise you fail like it yeah. it's a really cool blend of shit yeah totally yeah, yeah. i mean it, yeah, when, yeah when you pull it off it's just like oh this is like the what a dopamine rush because <laughs> like, like it, it, it perfectly embodies the the kind of the thing that makes heist fiction so great which is that it's it's the phrase it's just so crazy, it just might work. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like, like it's that you, you, you construct this fucking crazy, fucking stupid thing, this bridge that, like, you know, like, that gets you up between levels of a fucking mansion that you're like, this is, like, this, like, this is the worst fucking thing I could have possibly thought of, but then you're like, it, it saves your fucking arse, and you're like, and, 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 and in the moment you can be like, right, okay, I, I need to get to that building quick, I forgot about this fucking one thing. There's a car here, and there's a ramp. I can ramp it through the fucking room, like you know. And, yeah. and, and it's it's like you know that, that like I have so many fucking stories from Teardown that, like you say, like represent some of the most thrilling moments I had in a game all year. That are perfectly represented in that kind of in in that in that phrase, the perfect heist. You know, so it's like. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Teardown has to make this list because, like, the teardown moment here represents so many like incredible moments that were all completely down to like the way that you or I played the game, and everyone's going to have a different story with it. Like, yeah, you could you could yeah. go like nuts with the planks and just be like a weird yeah. plank using guy, or yeah. you could like exclusively just blow shit up to do get everything done. I think it's great. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's like, but the you thing can, is you like, can literally like, uh, I, I, my favorite is piecing everything to go. So all the stuff I need to steal is like in a pile and I just set it off and I like make it. So all I have to do is like shoot a hole in the ground and everything falls through the floor and yeah. lands in a truck. And I just take <laughs> off totally, in the yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking great. It's, it's like, it's, it's so fucking yeah. good. Like it's, and, um, you know, it, it, it I, I, like, and the thing is, it's, it, it has to be done with a delicacy as well that, like, you you wouldn't expect of like. I mean, yes, you're like blowing shit up and you're leaving all this fucking mess behind. But it's like, if you don't do it right, then you're going to set off the fucking fire alarm and, yeah. like, you know, and 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 and, you, and suddenly the sixty seconds begins and you're fucked. <laughs> it's like, so it's like I love you, the shotgun. It's the most. It's the greatest non-lethal weapon in any game, yeah, even though it's yeah, a shotgun. So- but it's it's perfect for <laughs> precisely making holes right next to those alarms to not <laughs> set it off and you always like kind of clench your butt as you're doing it like all right please don't activate the running net yeah it's like it feels yeah, like can, yeah. like you're a I, I mean this is probably the only game like this i've really played but it's the greatest simulation of being a controlled demolitions expert or something yeah 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 totally yeah yeah, because like, I like, feel like you could you could maybe figure out i mean obviously this would make you a master but figure out how to like tear down a building for real like the way you, the foundation <laughs> physics works and shit. Like it's like they, they 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 developed they developed the best fucking like demolition physics system I've possibly ever seen in a game, and then designed a campaign that's like okay, but don't use it like you are know, like or, or not don't yeah. use it, but, but like use it wisely. Like, like use you have your this power. power to level a city, but don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because because otherwise you will you will fail the mission. It's like, um, but it's like so so the so the challenge then is how do you use it? Like you 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 essentially you do end up basically destroying these fucking levels. You just do it in a way that's like 
kind of just under the radar and like giving you know and and that's like super satisfying so yeah i i i i think teardown has to make this fucking this fucking list um i'm going to say that neon white can probably come off yeah not everybody um can beat mitch <laughs> i guess so yeah, you know exactly. it's really just a me and you thing uh, i mean but but God, also, mitch uh, just got like imagine just somebody like walking onto a basketball court and then as soon as they touch the court they vanish into a fine mist of water <laughs> like that's what happened to mitch on this uh scoreboard for me but but then and then once you fucking there was i think it happened to me one time where like i i beat mitch i, I think i beat one of mitch's times by like a millisecond and i was like I'm the greatest fucking player in the world. I beat a guy that's definitely fucking hacking. <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, yeah, you should see the the ones where Mitch is beating me. It's because he's like some dirty hacker guy. Yeah, true, true, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. But when when you get that millisecond over Mitch, you feel like fucking Sonic himself, man. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Which leaves us with Vampire Survivors as as like the one we haven't talked about, and. God, this is like I I I can't stop playing fucking Vampire Survivors. It, like, oh yeah, I mean yeah, and in between uh, day one and day two, the like literally after we stopped recording day yep. one, the DLC dropped and just made Vampire Survivors even better at yep, what it's yep. doing. <laughs> like, it's, it's just more good shit. I love it. it. Like, <laughs> I, I highly I, recommend the two dollar DLC that adds a a great fucking level in characters and enemies to the game. Or and you can get it on your fucking phone for free. Yeah, also the phone the phone port came out and it's perfect for it's, phones. It's, like, it's, it is. like I I I I I this is actually a danger. Like I can't stop fucking like I it's it's, yeah. it's bad. Like cuz cuz having access to vampire survivors that close in bed at any time I want on that small <laughs> of a device is not yeah. good. I'll never get out. But but we're talking about the moment in particular. That bit in between the start of a game and sheer power, where you're just standing there with garlic equipped and wee bats are flying into you, giving you lots of diamonds to level up with. The, I the, there is there is little as satisfying as getting the garlic and just being yeah. like I I you know I I I I just let I just let the experience come to me. And, and and when you get that fucking swarm of bats that flies in, it, it's great. The garlic is great because it fucking changes the, the dynamic entirely where that swarm of bats comes in so fast and can wipe you out at the, at the early stages if you, like, and, and so you're like, shit, I've got to avoid this. It becomes a super tense thing. But if you have the garlic, you stand there and that's just fucking a ton of free experience. Um, what I'll say is that what you learn after you play more and more is that garlic becomes very quickly less and less useful. Like, one of the best things you can do in that game, and, like, it speaks to just how how well thought out the balancing is with every single weapon in the game, where it's like, if if you don't have the garlic, it changes that early game into this super frantic, like, I've got to fucking dodge everything and, you know, collect all this experience myself and it's it's slightly more drawn out and that carries risk in terms of the clock ticking over and more difficult enemies coming in. But if you can pull it off, you can create your own fucking garlic. <laughs> Essentially, by, you know, if you, like, for example, the way I always do it is I just level up the knife to the point where 
I, I'm essentially, and I get the cooldown stuff and the, 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 the speed glove or whatever it is, um, which evolves the knife into basically just a machine gun that's constantly firing. Um, and, at that, and at that point, you're fucking unstoppable. Um, so, like, I, I, I think that it's, it's difficult because, like, I think that that moment in Vampire Survivors where you, you discover garlic and you're like, holy shit, this, this changes everything, becomes very quickly undermined when you start getting further into the game. But it's still, like, it's no less satisfying, you know, is I'm, I'm trying to measure, like, Vampire Survivors will absolutely get its due in Game of the Year, like, but, um, I'm trying to weigh it up as, like, best moment, and I, I'm looking at the other stuff, like, Teardown is fucking amazing, it, I think it has to make, has to make the list, Pentiment is, like, a fucking, you know, like, fucking life-changing, like, or not life-changing, but, you know, like, it's, it's a fucking, like, it's a, it cuts so fucking deep, like, I, I think that Pentiment has to make it as well. Um, yeah, well, Pentiment is just so uh, unlike any other video game I've played, the way it's metered out and the types of gameplay styles it uses. Like, it's a narrative game, for sure, and there's definitely narrative games, but the way it kind of lets you have your choice or the illusion of choice by design and stuff yeah, is, yeah. is, yeah, it's like second to none. It's It's really neat. A really cool like, depiction of an era that we don't get to see in games a lot, too. Yeah, totally. I will make this easy and say that I'll I'll take off Gran Turismo Seven. Like, I'm I, I, I'm I'm not I'm not kidding when I say that. Like, it it's maybe the most satisfied. Like, it's maybe the most satisfied I've been with a racing game and just like basic racing mechanics in any like racing game in God knows how long. Because like, literally every fucking corner is is like its own kind of push and pull of tension um but i you know i i i think i'd probably i don't think i don't think it would make this list um so it really comes down to like for for me i think this list is pentiment teardown and something else mm. so it's between it's between elden ring and vampire survivors well my my vote honestly is going towards vampire survivors yeah because i think i found the perfect sound bite to to encapsulate the moment uh, you yeah. were just talking about in Vampire Survivors, it's uh. Hey Homer, what'd you do? Get a haircut or something? Look closer, Lenny. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. You're the biggest man in the world now, and you're covered in gold. See that right there is what it feels like when you're at full power. Yeah, to, it's, it's in like, Vampire Survivors. Basically, basically, you become the fucking the guy. You become the fucking character from the. Clown Motel fucking um, Longmont Potion Castle bit where he's like, he's, he's, he's going to be out there with his fucking horse whip. He's going to be lifting fucking, he's going to be lifting weights. He's going to be eating raw meat. Um, you know, it's, it's like, it, it, like, and you just become that fucking, that vision of just like, I'm just fucking whipping shit. You, you know, my, my horse whip's just going off. Um, and, and that's why I think the Vampire Survivors makes this list. Um, Elden Ring, of course, filled with great moments, incredible moments. Um, but like, but but yeah. all of those moments were under sixty frames per second most of the time. <laughs> yeah, the and glitchy. we can't let that slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now we just need to pick a winner. Um, I th- I'm tempted to go with Teardown. 
I no, I think there's a good case for that. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, well, um, like I, th- I think that Pentiment is like Pentiment's ending, like represents everything that is so great about that fucking video game in terms of like, um, you know, the, the way that the, the little choices you make ripple and become the the defining record of these these people and their lives and everything, and. Th- Otherwise, they would turn to fucking dust, essentially, and no one would remember them. Like, I think that's incredible. But I think that I like the idea that every heist you pull off in Teardown feels like the perfect fucking heist. Like, it feels like it's all so tense, and it's just like every single person's story is going to be different, but it's always going to be that fucking, like, that panicked fucking race to the end with this, like, hobbled together crazy fucking escape plan that you've hatched that shouldn't work but like i say is just crazy enough to work um that you know i i i it was just so consistently fun and interesting and like i i it surprised me in ways that i couldn't see coming and uh yes yeah, so i i i don't know i i think i think that for me teardown wins this Pentiment second and Vampire Survivors third. How'd you feel about that? Hmm. Teardown, Pentiment, Vampire Survivor. What are you thinking? Hmm. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that that looks good. It's 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 uh it's respectable and a firm stance. Not everyone's gonna <laughs> like it, but I like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I heard some kind of hesitation in your voice there. Is, is no, there... no, I was just really ruminating. You know, as Pentiment taught us, even the smallest choices could have dire repercussions. Like <laughs> this could me answering this means that Mitch could be better than us in Neon White. You know, like eventually ah, kill. Come on, like, no, no chance. Like, well, hey, you never know. This could be our moment with the fire at the at the <laughs> church. Yeah. <laughs> this could, literally doing this this three parter list could make it so one of us retreats into the aqueducts for twenty years to it's, hide. It's, so. it's, it's, it's Mitch running into the fucking the, the scriptorium to be like, oh no, my times, my times. Yeah, Mitch. Just so you know that you will basically be the Andreas of of real life if you do that. You running back to neon white to reclaim your times is basically like running face first into a fire to save oh. your books. You're oh, going no. to die. <laughs> I was going to try and do a fucking like New Zealand accent there, but I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh. just remember to, to add an AR to the end of anything that ends with O. Or nor. My times. No, I don't sound like our. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! We just pissed off so many people. Um, uh, so I'm I, smiling Mitch, right now. All right, <laughs> yeah. Mitch, you, you're 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 terrible at neon white. I beat you once. I'm the fucking king, and you know you 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 you're just beating you and just showing you how shite you are at neon neon white. I call you neon shite. Is that just missed getting my fucking best moment of 2022. Showing you <laughs> just All right, fucking yeah, coming out of nowhere, Neon, neon White returning to the list to top it. Yeah, you convinced me. Yeah, Neon White, 
Fuck you, Mitch. No, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, obviously kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Subscribe to Heavy Eyed. Fuck you. Mitch is great. I love Mitch very much. Uh, he's, he's fantastic. Subscribe to Heavy Eyed. <laughs> yeah. After <laughs> our glowing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, okay. Well, after fucking all that, we have our best moment after two hours. Uh, number three, Vampire Survivors. That bit in between the start of a game and sheer power where you're just standing there with garlic equipped and wee bats are flying into you, giving you lots of diamonds to level up with. Two, Pentiment Act 3 mural ending. And then number one, our best moment of 2022 is the perfect heist. Ooh. Okay. Well, that, what that, a heist sh- that was. That, that should hopefully be the longest category. <laughs> I think, yeah, um, I, I think moment, moment always needs a lot of explanation. Yes, yeah, uh, exactly. You yeah. know, um, I'm so, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to suggest we take a short break because yes. I had a sandwich arrive uh, during okay. this segment that I was not yeah. able to get to. Well, so. yeah, we're, we're going to have a sandwich eating break. <laughs> and I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, well, 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 we'll take a little break here. Uh, I'll go piss and get some, get a drink or something like that. And, um, and yeah, we'll be back with uh, the next category, which is most disappointing. Most which, is it, disappointing. The, ans- the answer is Mitch. <laughs> 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 the crossover we didn't know we needed exactly exactly oh god all right um, well we'll meet back in well for you guys it'll be instantaneous i guess <laughs> right see you in a little second yeah see want to apologize to anyone who fluently speaks or can read or understands Japanese. Um, sorry. Thank you. We've listened to Song of the Year. But now <laughs> guys, it's always going to be Jim. Guys, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're just listening to us coming back, which obviously would be there's, you wouldn't have heard the fucking 
Tons of conversation. We just gave our award to Song of the Year uh, to Dave Neurotic with Jim, even though I came out like, I can't remember how, how long ago that was. the Duffinator. Oh yeah, the Duffinator and, was it, um, who's the other one? Uh, is it Zeus or whatever? Young, um, is it Young Zeus? Is it Young Zeus? Yeah, I think it's Young Zeus, but the, the thing is, that had been eliminated from the in- internet for so fucking long. And it, now we have it back, and I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely so happy. Like, I downloaded it. Like, we both downloaded it for posterity's sake, uh, because it's just, oh, <laughs> just hearing that fucking thing of, like, I'm going busting ways with my mace, do whatever it takes. Like, the guy sounds like he's fucking, like, um, sounds like he's actually on a fucking, like, he's, he's, he's benching way past what he can actually do while he's, while he's rapping. It sounds like a scary guy that would come out of the alleyway in like Victorian London and try to sell you like a club or something. Hey, is it this you're looking for? Can I interest <laughs> you in some wines? Can I sell some steaks? Take one home to the missus. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> I'm just imagining him showing up as like one of the thugs with uh, REO Speedwagon and Jojo. <laughs> hey, it's Jonathan. Bastard Wise be Bastard Wise. Duffinator. <laughs> Wait, <it's a> Bastard. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, anyway, <laughs> most disappointing. I call Jim Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> I go Jim. I go like, Jim. Sounds like, like a fucking stand. It's like, like, it's I like, go Jim. Oh. It's like, imagine Iraqi just discovers like Dave neurotic songs and like fucking forms a, like bases an entire part around the discography. Northampton oh, Town. I go Jim. <laughs> Billy Jean. <laughs> <laughs> then don't have the baby. <laughs> God, this is, like right. Everyone, you need to go and look into Dave Neurotic on on YouTube. It's, it's, <laughs> His it's, jokes it's, will click and be fantastic <laughs> when you listen to the, what we're referring to. <laughs> She's Billy Jean. Billy Jean. <laughs> don't have the baby. <laughs> don't have I, the baby. So I kid you not. I was in. A friend of ours' apartment in Scotland, and I was shown that video, like the music video and everything in oh. the song, and it was blasting. And I <laughs> couldn't stop laughing for like ten minutes. Like my yeah. face was like contorted up, and I was red, and I couldn't breathe. And I was like, <gasps> like we we went on to watch other videos, and I was still just sitting on the couch laughing at the Billy Sheen <laughs> video. Like I, it, it it really just cold cocked me. It was uh, go Jim. <laughs> Man, oh, anyway, we're moving from the the the, the best song of of the year uh, to the most disappointing video game of the year. This is the one that we had uh, high expectations for that were not met, um, and the nominees for most disappointing are Elden Ring, <laughs> Gundam Evolution, <laughs> Ro- <laughs> Roll, yeah, Roll, take that, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? Sifu, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers Edition. Golden Light, Metal Hellsinger, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Splatoon 3, 
Somerville, Saints Row, Need for Speed Unbound, Resident Evil Reverse, Shredders, Trek to Yomi, Tunic, Stray, Scorn, Gran Turismo 7, and Grid Legends. Um, Grid Legends can come off immediately because that was just... I, I didn't have any... like. I mean, I guess I was kind of like... You know, at that point, I was just looking for a new racing game to play, and this was one that was, you know, coming out, and it had like a but it had like an FMV story that was that like you know, um, as as in like you know, real actors and stuff, you know. But it it it, it is so shite. It's it's really fucking bad, and the racing itself is, it's just nothing. It's it like so it was. It's it's not a case of like. Oh, I was I was crushed because Grid Legends didn't turn out to be great. It's you know it's just <laughs> it just wasn't particularly good. Will the sanctity of the Grid franchise <laughs> ever be restored? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Metal Hellsinger like didn't disappoint me. I knew that game was going to be fucking yeah, awful. Yeah, I, I think we need to take that off because both of us saw the trailer and immediately were just like. It's that one meme of like starts heavy breathing and typing loud, like just nope. <sighs> like, like we immediately were just typing like that. This looks like shit. This is oh. utter shit. What a piece of shit this game. Like yeah, like we like. I mean, it really. It never, it really we never let up in our rage against that. Yeah. The, 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 min- the minute the minute I saw that trailer and heard that music, I was like, this is going to be a redditor's favorite video game. You know, it's like it's it's really how, like yeah. How how Metal Health Singer taught me to love metal things are all over the oh. internet. Oh no! I I I need I I need to search that. Um, we already we already went through uh, looking through the comments of the surge song where oh. he's literally going la 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 la, and people going, "This is the best thing Surge has done <laughs> since Hypnotize or something." And it's this- like, what? <laughs> Just look, look at a video. This game was made for metalheads. Um, <laughs> says oh. guy who's never been to a, a show <laughs> like a guy, a guy who's never heard anything other than like Iron Maiden you know it's just like what yeah, like, yeah. oh god it's, it's, it's really it, it's, it's yeah so so there's there's no way that that was making a most disappointing list you know what's most disappointing is Metal Hellsinger made me realize that there's still a part of me that's like a gatekeeping heavy music yes, teenager yeah, yeah, buried totally. deep inside of me. <laughs> I thought I had shed that as I got older, but even at age 30, it just came crawling out of my mouth like a worm, just like, <laughs> get the hell out of here, you posers! Yeah, and it was just like, oh my god. Oh, I guess it's still god. in me somewhere, and I, I cannot, I uh, to, to to quote the, the great Tommy Lee Jones when confronting jim carrey uh, i cannot sanction your buffoonery <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm 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 like i'm 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 kind of i'm now just like searching out bad writing on uh on metal hell singer but I, i'm not i don't want to do that i don't, don't want to <laughs> like type metal hell singer review and take your pick they're all equally <laughs> cringy in their own weird way oh god um, there's, there's, there's it's one no article, Rock there's Smith one article, too, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> there's, one uh, yeah, article, there's, there's one article called How Metal Hellsinger Forged an, an Unholy Alliance Between Gamers and Metalheads. Um, I, I'm what? Just... <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna read the article, I'm not gonna rip into it, I'm, you know, fucking... Uh, you know that, that, that's that's not my that's not my goal here. I, I, just, I, I don't need God. to see it. I don't need to read anymore. I know it's wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay. 
got to pay the bills, much respect, respect the profession, <laughs> you're wrong. All right? You know, it's just like... Oh, um, yeah. Man, I mean, does, does Stray hang here? Because it's like... I mean, I no. just... I, 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 I mean, I didn't... Like, I knew, I knew when that game was, like, shown... I, I mean, I guess, like, I, I, you know, I kind of... Like, the cyberpunk world seemed quite, quite cool, but, like, I knew... Like, you that- know what? Let's keep it on here. Uh, let's come back to it on the next round of thinning. Okay, Because cool. I will say, I'm, I'm way more positive on Stray than you are, but yeah, I yeah. still... And, of course, this was my own fault. I did, you know, they didn't show much, so I filled in a lot of it, and okay. I made up a game that didn't exist sure. with Stray. Like, like, in my mind, I don't know why I thought this. I thought you had an open world cyberpunk world and it was going to be death stranding like where you had to like come up with unique ways to like deliver packages as, mm-hmm. as a delivery kitty and i don't know where i got that from because that's not what it is at all <laughs> like it's not, I, I still had a good time and at the end of the day i just wanted cats being cute with robots and i got that so sure yeah okay <laughs> you know? yeah yeah i mean I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll keep on for now but uh uh, there was a level of disappointment there, but it it, it was all self inflicted. No, no yeah, one promised yeah. me anything. Nico promised Nico. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's like Somerville can come off because Summer like I still I, don't know what I, that is. It's it's it's. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just shit. It's like um, it, and <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's I, 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 like I guess I, I don't know. I I saw I saw the trailer. I saw people freaking out about it. Like, oh god. It's the, the guy that made fucking Inside and Limbo and, and you know, people were like so excited for it. I, I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, I wasn't I wasn't really that into Inside or Limbo. Um and then so I guess I I you know and I played this and it was worse by worse than both of Did it have a big games. bulky slow fucking moment in the middle where you honestly considered just dropping the game because it was getting a little too tedious? <laughs> oh, I mean that, that, I no, feel that, like that was... Limbo and Inside both did that like like there's always really saggy overweight with like boring shit in the middle yeah, in those yeah. games for me. Well, I mean, it's oh, always no, like with, okay, with I Summer- get it. Platforming, yeah. It's like with 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 Somerville, that's like ten minutes in. Oh no! Yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's, it's, I, it's I, really like, I like Limbo and Inside on their events levels. You know, sure, like the yeah. Inside is a great finale. Yeah, uh, but it's sure. not like a you know yeah. It, I mean, it's like, I, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I didn't, I didn't click with it in, in the same way that other people did. I think I found it, uh, like rigid in a way where, in, in the sense that, like those those moments that you have in those games are always like, you know, they're, they're they, because they're on a two D plane, they can really like time everything. Like, you know, all oh, the dogs, I'm, I'm swimming. And the dog's swimming after me, and he's going faster. Oh no! God, I've got to get away from the dog, and I've got to jump this chasm. And the dog just misses me. Like, well, you know, after I jump the chasm or whatever, jump the chasm. Um, jump chasm. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, like, I that works in Limbo and Inside for what those games are going for. With when you add three D to the proceedings, those moments go from like rigidly scripted to frustratingly unpredictable like just by adding that other dimension and it's like you're bang like you know the solution to the puzzle you're just waiting for the physics of the game to to like respond in the correct way i Uh, hate that shit it's 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 rough we we, like so yeah but but it's, it's not the most disappointing game it's just you know i think we talked about it yesterday 
<laughs> um, uh, ah, yes, I remember it as if it was yesterday. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I don't um, know why I became Irish for that, but okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 can come off as well. That's. It's not like I'm I, disappointed in yeah, the direction of the Call such, of Duty series. I had such high. This I, was I, the I, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I get it, like so. The, the reason the reason I think I put it on here was because there are Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two has moments that are like, you know, it's like oh shit, Call of Duty is actually doing something really interesting here, like with the sniper level, like with the mission alone where. You kind of have to deal with like a rudimentary crafting system, and you kind of get to find your own way through this this kind of level that's you know incredibly hostile to your presence, and also like has you know like scenes like scenes that you, where you're going through a house that kind of almost evoke PT in a way, not in the kind of the mystery of PT. <laughs> wait, you're you're making a great yeah. Wait, you're making this sound awesome. Take this off the list. That sounds <laughs> yeah, great. Like, 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 the reason the reason I, the reason I put it on here is because for all those for those moments, there like you know the mission that that follows that is like there's there's a mission in in, in the desert where you're trying to rescue this person. It doesn't make sense story wise because like this person you know, that you're, you know, gets kidnapped. It's like one of your higher-ups who in the last game was definitely, like, you know, you're thinking, like, she's definitely one of the bad guys because she's the one that's like, if you're if you're taking the whole fucking thing of, like, in, in modern in modern war, you've got to bend the rules to get the job done and, and all that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> like then, then she's, she's, one of, she, <laughs> like she, she's, she's one of the higher-ups that's telling you, like, you know, that you're, ex- like, this kind of just hanging you out to dry when it's a, a, a moment's notice when it's convenient for her she gets kidnapped and and you're suddenly like she's 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 a mutual she's a friend and we need your help because she's a mutual friend and you know i fucked up i, I got a kidnapped oh no oh my god like why does this guy why give the a hell fuck? does makarov know your name or exactly. that, right? this, I, I, I don't know a lot of scenes from call of duty but i remember yeah. that one <laughs> but like but, but like the the rescue mission that unfolds is one of the jankiest that I've ever fucking experienced in a Call of Duty game, where you, like, you're you're jumping. Like, bear in mind, I I I think I just played Uncharted Four before this, where like there's a you know you're playing these kind of car chases that actually do have a surprising amount of flexibility and do require a like a fair bit of skill, but are like cinematic in a way that's like okay, you know, if you're jumping over to a car, then you're you're gonna. You're going to get on that car. It's going to work. It's just going to flow because that's the point of those games. With Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, you're essentially doing the same thing, but it's so fucking janky. The physics don't work. The The car physics, like you're driving cars like to get ahead. You're driving for like minutes at a time without event, like because the like they didn't, I, I don't know, there was, there was like, they didn't program the enemies to be closer to where you are like so you're like the mission takes fucking forever and it's so boring like because you're doing nothing for half the time um and then you get then you're trying to chase down this fucking apc vehicle that's like you know this is meant to be modern warfare as grittiest and most real but it's like you're chasing this fucking like this pseudo tank vehicle thing that's chuck that's doing like a wave of bullets, and then uh, then three perfectly placed mines just kind of float out of the APC 
in, in a way that I think I mentioned it in the review, it reminds me more of a Crash Bandicoot boss than in fucking resembling modern conflict. Um and and, and it's 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 like it is so dumb and janky and it's like for for all the great moments that you have in those missions where like the game's putting more trust in you, you have like three more missions that are fucking boring as shit or janky as fuck. So yeah, I mean it's like for all, like I guess it's more like it's less about the expectations that I had going into Call of Duty and more when I played it, I was like, there are real there are moments of like actual real promise here that could suggest a, a fucking good direction for Call of Duty to go in and then it just completely fucks it. Um, I don't think it, like, it's not one of those things, like, it's not the most disappointing game of the year or whatever, so I, I'm gonna take it off, but um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, you you always somehow make me want to play these Call of Duty games <laughs> after these Game of the Years. Like, I always end up buying the campaigns. <laughs> and... I mean, it's like, you know... They're, it's, they're becoming, it's not like, a... fat, like, less less hilarious fast and the furious things for me or something yeah, they're just yeah. like i just play them i'm like oh that was a good like not mentally exhausting experience you know like yeah, it's always, yeah. sometimes i just want to shoot at a shooter you know i just want to shoot, yeah, the shoot <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and and you know like it's it's not it's not the worst campaign in that regard it's you know vanguard last year was awful in a way that was was out of character even for call of duty but it's like you know, like, yeah. I mean, I I I play these things every year because like I enjoy the camp. I enjoy how dumb the campaigns are. Um, so, something's always going to blow up, and you're always going to get a hilarious first person view of you getting shot in the face or something. Yeah, and yeah, there's exactly. always going to be a there's always going to be a scene of you like holding on for dear life to reach for your gun, and then you shoot a guy, and then some other yeah. guy can kill him. You know, yeah, it's totally. Or or you can trip balls and kill everybody in Vietnam or whatever the hell that one game was. You oh told yeah, me about. yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking the, guy uh, the, goes the, the, the good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black, Black Ops, Black Ops, Black Ops Cold War. I maintain is probably the best Call of Duty campaign. Um, I, I still gotta try. I, I literally always forget to check it out. I gotta, I gotta play that just for the psychedelic freak out mental breakdown scene where you kill a bunch of people. Like, yeah, I mean, that just like, sounds so so artsy for what Call of Duty is. Yeah, like, it's, it's incredible. Black, yeah. Black Black Ops has always been a bit has always been like the weird offshoot of Call of Duty. Like, you know, Black Black Ops Two is set in the future. And, you know, like, I got the bad ending of that game, and it ruled, it was like, everyone fucking died, and it ended with the bad guy self-immolating in the in his daughter's grave, like, just setting himself on fucking fire, like, in a graveyard, and I was like, what the fuck am I even watching, like, what what's going on here? And uh, and, and then it was like, you got the bad ending, and I'm like, that that was you got insane. the bad ending. I, that was insane in a way that I kind of liked, like uh, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't know, it, but like, Black Ops is the the psychedelic one, uh, the psychedelic franchise. Um, but yeah, God, Modern Warfare doesn't make the list. Um, Splatoon okay. oh, wait, three. Hold on. I, oh, sorry. I desperately go, have to go to the bathroom right now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll, right, well, yeah. We'll, put a pen I'll in do it. a. I'll do. I'll do a little beep here. Hold on. Splatoon three, um, is, I mean, you know, it's it's really good, like it's, but it's it's just it's just 
Splatoon it's more of two, two, but more. Yeah. yeah. Um, like so, that's why you know, I didn't get it this year. I, I'm gonna buy it eventually. I just it, it's to, um you know it's that thing where you go like I, I I I didn't play two as much as I thought I would, so I feel like paying full price for three would not be in my best interest. So I'll, I'll get it down the road. Um, yeah, I mean it's I I I was yeah. you know I I I like I don't know I mean only reason think, to have online in my opinion on the Switch is to play online Splatoon. Like there's not much else. Yeah online multiplayer worthy on there I, it's, it's, it's more like I, I guess it's not disappointing as much as it's just kind of confusing I just don't know why they released this because you know like to keep I, up I, momentum of the brand I guess like yeah. just keep it fresh for a couple more years so they can do I I don't know <laughs> it, but it's, it just it feels like they're kind of doing like doing the property dirty by just releasing something that's this kind of the same like you know it's because it's really, very like, rare for nintendo to do that too like they yeah. very rarely do more of the same totally as like a as a yeah philosophy of design i mean like you know i i i, I guess it, it does feel weird to have it on the list just because i did enjoy playing it but it, i guess i'm a little like you know i guess i'm dis i am disappointed in like you know i i because because I played it for a, for a fair bit and then I was like I put it down and I was like I'm probably never going to go back to that like it, it, you know because I I would go back to Splatoon two and keep playing that just every so often I found it to be a really great just if I was if I was, if I was feeling down or whatever like Splatoon two is great for just picking up and playing just having a real fucking blast in a very short amount of time um and yeah I I don't know like I I just um. Yeah, I, I I kind of didn't really get the the same thing that I wanted with Splatoon three. So yeah, I guess you know, uh, does it make the? I'm not sure if it makes the. I I'd probably like to keep it on just now. I think, um, it, Elden Ring we can probably take off. I, I think I just put that on as a joke just because, like, I think it it's tops more, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I I I think, you know, like. For I I don't know if by the time you hear this my game of the year video will be out or not. Like Elden Ring, I, I mentioned in my in my video. I mean, I mentioned I mean I mentioned in my last Elden Ring video the Elden Ring is kind of like one one of the best games I've played. Is is you know I I mentioned it's like the best game I played all year, maybe the last few years and all that. And on a level of craft, I do stand by that. But there is like. When I think about Elden Ring now, maybe it's just because I made two videos on it and I've put, like, you know, over a hundred hours into it, all that kind of stuff, like, you know, well over a hundred hours. Um, maybe that's just why I'm, like, I'm kind of just exhausted with it now. Um, and plus, you know, like, there are elements to it where I'm like, well, the bosses kind of suck, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, like, the idea of going back to Elden Ring Especially after beating it for a first time and seeing all the secrets and uncovering it all, does make going back to it a slightly less appealing. You know, it, it like it makes it slightly less appealing than if I was to go back to like Dark Souls, for example, or you know, um, or one of the other oh, Souls uh, games. 
just a slight interrupt on that note. Uh, Dark Souls One Remastered's uh, online is finally back on. Which, oh yeah, so is yeah, uh, is cool. Because uh, you're saying I'd rather go back to Dark Souls. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and, like, now I, there's know, a good time I, like, to do it. Does like Elden Ring is not going to be on the most disappointing games of 2022 no. list, but it's you know it, it, there, I I think with time that you know th- like the initial luster of that game and what uh, it's, it's oh, don't get me wrong it's still a, a fucking monumental achievement and it is absolutely on my game of the year list but it's like you know I'm talking I I think I like I in my in my game of the year video I'm kind of talking about it more in terms of like. It's not like saying this is why it's on the list. It's like this is why it's not as high as you maybe expect it to be on my list. And it's kind of talking about the reasons why I'm not as excited to go back to it or whatever, or why I'm exhausted with it. And it's like I think that kind of says a lot about where I am with Elden Ring at the moment, where you know there are games on that list that I'm like super fucking pumped about, and I'm like super excited to talk about, and I'm kind of dreading talking about Elden Ring again but yeah it, it, there's there's absolutely no way it is the, like it is a phenomenal fucking video game like it is an achievement unlike many like that many video games most video games can't come close to achieving so it's you know it like it's, it's great it's just um I think there are some things about it for me that I'm just like yeah you know uh it, it's it's maybe not it's like it's not it's not going to be I I don't think it will be game of the year for 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 us, but um, we'll see. Anyway, who knows? Um, anything else taking your taking your getting your attention on here? Chicken tickling my fancy. Um, <laughs> I think. Um, so the one that sticks out like a sore thumb, and I added this is Chrono Cross: The Radical Dreamers Edition. Okay. Um. Really, the disappointment comes from just how piss poor the HD port is, like the kind of retouching up is. Uh, it's they did the AI thing for the oh. pre-rendered backgrounds, right? Where, like, I don't know who on earth thinks this looks preferable to just like you know upresing it or something like, like manually, because <laughs> like every time I see those AI um, upresing things they always seem to just turn it into like a weird mosaic where you can see every tile of it and so it really just looks like 3d characters are standing on top of a 2d background which is like terrible that's not what you want with your pre-rendered background (laughs) like that (laughs) is literally what it is but you don't want to see the fucking trick you know and but most disappointing no because i am happy to have like a kind of more Easier to f- acquire Chrono Cross port out there. Sure. Very underrated, cool game. Uh, but definitely doesn't deserve to be most disappointing um, if these are the c- other contenders it's with. So we can sure, okay. chap that off. Uh, seafood. I I mean, did you play any seafood? Um, I did not. I kind of watched enough video footage of that game to think I uh, kind of not my cup of tea. Like- so I mean, like I, I, I if you know you, you famously or infamously don't don't like Sekiro, like I do not. Sifu is Sifu is martial arts Sekiro, and I'm I I can't remember why I put it on this list then, like because because I I like Sifu a lot. Um, 
I'm, 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 I'm trying. I'm trying to think like what drove me to put it. Like to to, to be clear, like I, I put like there were things where I was like, I started kind of collating this document, like a fair few months ago, um, and I think I was just trying to like fill it or something like that. Like I, like seafood's seafood's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> So that's not on most disappointing. Um, <laughs> uh, hmm. A need for Speed Unbound can come off. I barely fucking played that game. It's um, it's so recent, yeah. It's, it's so it's so recent, but I think it's also just like the 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 talk that was surrounding that game when it was when it was stealth launched was like, why did EA stealth launch this? It's fucking incredible. It's amazing. You know, like it, it, the graphics are amazing. The music's incredible. Like the, the character designs. The, the, like all that shit and I played it and I was like this is a fi- like the driving's fine it's it's not not bad it's like, it's just kind of it's, it's it's a bit it's a bit odd feeling like there's too much weight in some places and not enough in others it's like um the the story is fucking dog shit it's um the the, the way my character would say things like oh that is straight fire you know or like that's oh no yeah it's it's uh, like um but you, know, but you know, like there's, there's no way it's like most disappointing. It's like I just, I, I played it for a bit and I was like, yeah, this, this is not, this is not for me. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so I'll take that off. Uh, Shredders, I was excited for uh, a, a snowboarding game, um, that wasn't like, cause, cause you know, there really haven't been that many in recent years that aren't like either fucking like weird early access jank shit or um. Or, you know, like, Ubisoft fucking, like, extreme sports games, like Steep or whatever, that are fucking horseshit as well. Um, Riders Republic! Yeah, I, oh god, what a fucking mess I was. Um, like, Shredders definitely falls more into the kind of, like, weird, early access jank camp. Um, uh, and it is, it is janky as fuck. Uh, I think, like, they were, they were, like, picking it up as, like, you know, here's a, here's a Game Pass release, you know. Um, and like I think there was still you know, there, there was a fair kind of bit of excitement from the community and everything like, um, and then it came out and no one was fucking talking about it for good fucking reason because it's 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 a it's a terrible fucking game but it's you know I I, I again I, I played it for like you know an hour or something like that and then I was like this is this is awful I think uh, my girlfriend watched me play it and she was just like. What what's what is even happening here? Like you're just you're falling through the world, like object like you're doing the thing it's telling you to do as as an objective and it's just not like you know, it's not working, it's not like it's not registering that. Um Yeah, so like she she found it a particularly frustrating experience, I think. Um but yeah, you know, it's just it's it's not again, it's not most disappointing, it's just ugh, not good. Uh Tunic is probably not on this list i mean it, like I thought it, you loved this game yeah no i mean like I, love is a strong word um it's i thought you adored this game <laughs> um it's, i mean like it's, it's more like i i guess it's partially more that i'm disappointed in myself that i couldn't be arsed like you know seeing it through to the bits where it really fucking blew up i mean i will say that a big part we'll of replace that it, it with hamish black then if you were disappointed <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> I, I, for, for context, uh, Nico actually went into the dock and replaced Tunic with Hamish Black. Um, it's, it's, uh, like, um, I mean, you know, a lot, a part, like, part of why I didn't stick it out is because 
the combat's really fucking bad. <laughs> um, and, you know, there are, like, there's an option to basically just turn that off. Like, you can just set it to invincibility and you suddenly don't have to deal with the combat challenges. And I would probably actually You cheated recommend- yourself. You cheated the game. <laughs> yeah. You didn't get the real experience. <laughs> How come just games these days are so fucking mode? confusing to play? Whatever happened to picking up a controller and just playing a game? Yeah, thanks, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, did, 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 did Hamish get the full... Shurik experience? Uh, where's no. oh, fucking did, did Hamish get the full <laughs> Did Hamish get the full Tunic experience? No! There we go. No! Um, no! Um, do, does Tunic deserve to be on this list? No! Are there more disappointing games? No! Oh, no! Yeah! <laughs> That's what I meant to do. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Tunic! Like, <laughs> uh yeah so Tunic is not like the best game released this year but it's by no means the most like, I wasn't wasn't like oh god the, what? why did Tunic do this to me um okay uh hmm Trek to Yomi can probably come off um I I went into that hoping for a good Kurosawa game um, after yeah, I, yeah, this is an interesting one because it was disappointing, and yet I had no expectation because I didn't play. Uh, what's that boring game everyone fucking likes? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost, yeah, that game, <laughs> Snorfest. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I know that you were disappointed with that, and Trek to Yomi was kind of like your. All right, we'll get our real Kurosawa mode, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah game. Yeah. And I feel like you were let down a bit by it, but although it, it gets like the aesthetic of an old movie, right? You know, like it does the the sound being muted the right way and the grain. Yeah. And I mean, like it but, is it, like it is it's yeah. at least well, it is at least more well thought out in its implementation of that art style than Ghost of Tsushima's Kurosawa mode, which was just like let's put a fucking black and white filter on it and completely wreck both the gameplay and do a disservice to Kurosawa's legacy. Um, you know, Trek to Yomi is at least slightly more respectful of that legacy than like it, it knows what it's doing way more than Tsushima did. Um, but like the gameplay, it just sucks. <laughs> it's like it's just um, not fun to play. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it kept getting worse. Not like quickly, but. Like slowly but surely, around the middle of Act uh, Two or like Part Two, whatever you want to call it, uh, I was like, "Oh no, this is the whole game." And then I, I remember getting to a part where, like, I understood what I had to do, but I just like couldn't quickly enough like do all the attack patterns, and it it was really like just beating me down. I was like, "Yeah, this is uh, this is where I stop." Yep. This is a Game Pass game. I don't feel bad about literally just dropping it here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, so, like, the, yeah, I mean like, that's that's the thing. That's like the game, pa- game Pass kind of complicates these categories a little bit because you know your expectations are like you know they are metered by the fact that like well you know it's I I clicked install on a fucking app and played it, it for really and, softens the blow of yeah. of a bad game when you literally just went well it's free I might as well peek like take a peep at it you know yeah, like it's yeah. it really changes how you s- s- 
swallow the the bland meat of the, of the, of yeah. the i don't know what i'm why i'm going yeah, to yeah, food yeah, yeah, yeah. here, but <laughs> i get what you mean but, uh, i i i'm and i'm glad of yeah. that i'm glad i'm i am i feel less palpably disappointed by a lot of games this year i mean yeah, you know, yeah, that's you know, a good yeah. way to word it i do, it's not that i wasn't disappointed but it's my disappointment for anything this year was like oh the graphics looked a little weird sometimes yeah. you know like it's really like minor shit they really totally, isn't. yeah like yeah. I, I should be happy that those are my complaints for a lot of things yeah yeah i mean um, um hmm. <laughs> i didn't know vampire survivors was on game pass it's funny. yeah just pay I, the two dollars you cheapo yeah. <laughs> give, give that guy some money whoever that person is yeah <laughs> yeah exactly man jeez um hmm saints row i don't know if i was like disappointed with i remember you groaning audibly through the annals of text uh yeah, when yeah. when the reveal trailer for that came out and i remember you being like there's no way that's gonna be good you're like the last one was shit this one's gonna be shit it sounds like you were right yeah i mean like i mean you know, i i i i liked Saints Row Four a lot, but it was you know it, it was it, no so so it was Saints Row Four, and then they had that fucking Gat Out of Hell DLC that was just boring as shit. Then they had Agents of Mayhem. <laughs> Remember that one that we fucking played at E3? Um, I felt so bad playing that game because I was, was like, this game awful. Is, this feels like shit Fortnite. Like, <laughs> it, just, yeah. it was so weird. Like the controls were just like bad third person. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. And like like. They basically took Agents of Mayhem and made it jankier. Like, um, so yeah, I, I like it, it's yeah. I mean, th- this like we talked about why Saints Row was bad in worst game. This is about like expectations, and I had like when I, when when the reviews hit and I saw how bad it was, or like I saw how bad people were saying it was. There was a lot of talk in those reviews of like. God, Saints Row used to be so good, and now it's this. And like, how did we get here? And it's like, well, it seems pretty fucking obvious to me. Um, like, and then you know, and and again, you know, like my disappointment in it is somewhat t- tempered by the fact that, uh, you know, I I I I when those reviews hit, I was like, okay, I'm not going to play this fucking game. And then, like two weeks afterwards, it, uh, in a thing I already mentioned, was very odd they sent me review code just out of the blue. I didn't ask for it. I didn't go on key mailer or anything like that. They just sent me code just being like, Oh, do you want to cover the game? And I was like, uh, I mean, I'll take a code if you've got it. Like, you know, like, uh, or uh, no, it's like they, they just sent code and I didn't actually say to them, like, I'll, I'll take code if you've got it. I was just like, uh, thinking to myself, like, I'll, I mean, I'll play it, you know, I'll, I'll see what it's like for myself. And yeah, it sucked. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, that, that can come off. Um, uh, that's just so you typed in best old game witchy. I, for- um, I forgot to add it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roller drum can come off. I mean, I, you know, I saw the art style and I thought that looked quite cool. And uh, and the gameplay turned out to be pretty fucking rough. Um, but it's you know, they, 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 like, why is it so t- hard for people to steal the Tony Hawk tightness, and <laughs> yeah, fluidity hey. thing? I mean, it's, just copy you know, paste it. Go break well, in and steal the Tony Hawk blueprints, man. I, I don't care. I think I think the thing is like it's it's not like the the feel of that game in terms of its tricks is actually not really the problem for me. I think it's actually it, like it feels pretty good to do, but it's the fact that like they chose to to mix the, the Tony Hawk's movement. Like people were talking about, like oh, it's like Tony Hawk's meets a shooter. 
And it's not really like Tony Hawk. Like, it's actually not at, like like Tony Hawk at all, outside of the fact that you're on wheels and doing tricks somewhat. But it's like, it's the fact that they took like that kind of movement style and mixed it with a shooter and tried to combine the two in a way that rendered both the shooting and the movement, like, you know, completely trivialized them and made them feel kind of weird to execute. Um, and it's like, well, you, you maybe should have just gone with one or the other, like, doubled down on, like, okay, this is, we are going to go, like, a Tony Hawk route and have, like, a good trick system and point system and all that kind of stuff. Or we're going to just go, like, you know, full-blown shooter and, you know, maybe make it kind of fast or whatever, but not have the tricks and all that kind of stuff. Because, um, like, by featuring them both and trying to make them work with each other, you just water them both down. Um, and But, you know, like, in terms of expectations, you know, tell me if you've heard this one before, a game with a promising art style doesn't necessarily follow through on the gameplay. You know, it's... it's that never happens in yeah, video games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had, like, several in this fucking category already. Like, they're basically <laughs> that, like, Trek Yomi and all that shit. So, yeah... It, you mean it, an art style can't just carry a game? <laughs> what is this? You mean Vampire Survivors, despite having one of the most simplistic art styles of the year, might be the best game I've played in years? Um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Gundam Evolution I was I was actually pretty fuck I was I was excited to play a Gundam game that people were saying oh it's actually really good you know and it's um like it, it's, it's 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 cool and then I picked it up and it was free you know again so that maybe kind of tempers things but I I'm not an Overwatch guy I did not enjoy that game um and yeah it, it like it's you know it is one more. It is one more bad Gundam game, and I was and I was thinking like, are is, are they going to turn this around? And it might yeah. be the best Gundam game. It it doesn't capture what makes the Gundam move like they do in the shows. Um, it goes it, pew pew. It, and there's they, a sword. They, they, they they feel like they feel really weak because it, like they do the Overwatch thing of like every character has to work with every other fucking character. And so, like, it, it kind of, like, I don't know, I, everything, everything feels like a fucking pea shooter, um, you know. It, this is why Team Fortress 2 is, like, still the best team shooter of all time, and will continue mm-hmm. to be for many years to come. Uh, mm-hmm. They can't touch it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not even the Gundams. <laughs> but that's the thing, I, I just, I was disappointed in how weak the Gundam felt, like, you know, I, I, I couldn't. You know, I I didn't really I I felt like I was playing the game the way it was meant to be played, and I was getting fucking nowhere. Um, it seems like a lot of the cool suits and stuff are locked behind a paywall, um, and so yeah. you know, it's, there's they kind of like an element Char of pay to win. behind a paywall. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. even be I can't even be Char or whatever the fuck his name is. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, charcuterie. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's I I, I mean. I, I, out of the games on this list, I would probably I wouldn't there I wouldn't cut it just just yet, but um, we might need to at some point. Um, Grand Gran Turismo Seven um is one of my games of the year, um, and they completely fucked it in terms of the release. <laughs> it like completely fucked it. This is a game that had like. The reviews hit, and, and I, I, I was kind of like, it was one of those ones where I was like, I'm, 
like I really love this game. Like I'm putting out a really good review. Like I don't know how other people feel about it. Like I don't. I I, I had no context for anyone else's views on it. But the reviews hit, and you know, it was pretty shocking to see like pretty much universal positivity from the from the people reviewing it. Um, and like it was kind of validating of like, oh yeah, shit, that yeah, this is cool. And then it released. And, you know, that, like, every, obviously there was the thing that everyone fucking went to the reviewers and were like, you, you're you just fucking paid shills, you 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 don't know fucking anything about this game. And it's like, I mean, we we didn't know about the fucking microtransactions and stuff. And, like, you know, there, there were, like, there were, you saw that there were opportunities for microtransactions, but the store wasn't open, so you didn't see the price of things. You didn't see, like, but that, the thing is, it wasn't just the price. They went so far in terms of fucking it, in terms of that game's release, that, like, they sh- like this is this is an always online game, and, like, during the review window, I didn't have any fucking connection issues. Of course, the game releases, it has tons of fucking launch issues. So people literally can't play the fucking game. But not, like... They, they they purposefully shut down the game for like thirty six hours or something, like in like a, a few days after the game launched, because it wasn't just to fix like server issues; it was to rebalance the game so people were making less in game money from just doing the races because the the mic the prices were so insane to get like actual cars and stuff that you that people were, like, going to, like, specific races on specific tracks and being like, this one pays out more, like, you you can, like, this one pays out slightly more than the others, like, just do this race a bunch and you'll make a bit more money that will maybe get you to, towards some of these cars. They shut down the game for, like, 36 hours to rebalance those races so that they paid less, so people would have to slog more or eventually just crack and just say like, okay, I'll pay the fucking, you know, the 60 quid that, uh, that these cars are actually going for. Like, 60 real world quid. You know, it, like, it's, it's, like, the cars in this game are ludicrously fucking expensive. Um, and, and, and the thing is, it's so fucking pointless, because the campaign gives you more than enough cars to work with. Like, and and I made a whole fucking video talking about like, why they broke it and what their thinking might have been behind it. Because I don't think it was necessarily driven by the same kind... It wasn't driven by, like, we need as much money as we can get. I think it was legit... Like, that game is so fucking obsessed with everything about car culture that it also... I I argue that it also wanted to capture part of, like, what you know, like, the joys of luxury car ownership and the feelings of, like, right, I earned enough money to be able to buy this fucking car and, like, it was a real, like, you know, and and I get treated like a king when I buy it, when I go into the showroom and you're, you know, like, but the thing is, like, you know, like, they're, they're trying to say, like, oh, racing can be a luxury and it can be so, like, opulent and, but the thing, like, what they actually end up doing is saying, like, if you're poor, fuck you. Like you don't get to experience the joy, like the joy of racing as we see it. Like it, uh, when they're actually trying to be like racing is this like in in the cutscenes and everything they're trying to be like 
racing is for everyone. Racing is so cool. And racing is like an art and racing is on a level with, you know, like as, as much as we joke about the absurdity of like linking it to like Carlos Santana and fucking Galileo and all this shit. Like in the eyes of the, its developers, they are genuinely like, no, like racing is on a level with this stuff and the development of racing as a sport and as an art form has done has done more has, has done just as much for humankind in their eyes you know so like they truly believe as, of, in racing as this true force for good in the world but the moves that they make in trying to capture the luxury car ownership and the ways that they buckle their fucking game in order to do so convey the complete opposite message which is that racing is exclusive and racing if if you if you don't have the means then fuck you you're not welcome here and like that you know as as much as i genuinely love the the gameplay of gran turismo 7 like the it is almost unmatched as far as i'm concerned the moves that they have made like like have have legitimately like Disapp- like it's made me feel kind of ashamed to say that I enjoyed Gran Turismo Seven as much as I did. Like I'm featuring it in my game of the year list this year, and I and I have like you know, and I'm kind of scared about it honestly because it's like because I have to put all these caveats in about like, look, I think this stuff is fucked, and I think they they made the worst possible decisions here, but the gameplay is fucking great, and that's kind of what makes all this suck even more is that they had something so fucking great and it is great and it's so fun and like like i say like every corner turned is this like beautiful push and pull of tension in a way that i've never i don't know if i've ever experienced in a racing game before and yet they so they so badly fucked it that people think of gran turismo 7 and they think of a terrible game like they had the best racing game ever made and they fucked it and so like talking about it now i'm like this, that I, personally i think that has to make the list <laughs> it's like um yeah i don't know how you're feeling about that no yeah I, th- I think after making a case like that i think it definitely is yeah it's on there um um yeah i i think i think like I, 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 you you liked gundam evolution didn't you yeah like i i played five hours of it total with my friend dylan yeah and we had like an okay time. We yeah. we really we played a lot of Overwatch together. Uh, we both played four hours of Overwatch two this year together, or something, before mm-hmm. dropping it immediately because it sucks. Um, <laughs> and we still played uh, Team Fortress two all the time. But uh, yeah, it was yeah. It's like it's like a totally. It, it's like one notch down from perfectly okay, like a pretty subpar shooter and a lot of paywall. A fascination with paywall stuff. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's disappointing. Uh, well, on a personal level for me, I don't find it too disappointing because yeah. I don't expect much from Gundam uh, video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I expected them to be shit. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this is actually kind of neat. I'd rather actually actually just have a single player Gundam first person shooter, but okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so but I, I, universally, it's like if we if we pan out from just us two, it does seem like most people are happy about the the Gundam representation, and a lot of the anger yeah. lies with the, the the payment stuff. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, talk, talk comparisonly, like I was, I was a little disappointed in it, but like. Understandable. It is like a, like, as we touched on last, uh, yeah, yesterday, um, the, the sense of scale and like the, I'm a giant robot in a city feel is hardly fucking there too. It's yeah, like such a yeah. weird thing. That's like, you guys, that's your visual niche that you're going to be utilizing for this game is like, all right, you should make everything like give me a sense of scale on every level. And most of them are I'm on a big metal thing that's wide enough for like three Gundams across to walk yeah. on. So it's like, what is this thing? Humans I mean, can't hang out here. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I guess it's like it's also just that like I've been watching Gundam again, like the the the, the first uh, like the, the uh, what is it? Just mobile to Gundam, yeah, Endless like the, I, sparkling dancers in the <laughs> night. You remember what it's called? Well, so I guess that part of my disappointment is that it, Gundam, uh, fucking Overwatch or whatever, Gundam Evolution, um, leans more towards the modern side of things, like understandably because you know that's what people are fucking watching. Whereas I'm watching, you know, I'm I'm watching the old Gundam stuff, and it's like, you know. A big part of what Gundam is is that battle never feels good. Like it never, like battle is terrifying. Like war is horrible, and the fact that you're sending kids out in mobile suits to 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 fight them is fucked. Like it, like the the show is very much about that. It's like, um, and uh, you know, and so like you know, when 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 the suits are like fighting in those cities. The cities feel tiny by comparison, and they are like crushed. But you know, you really feel that that impact of like the impact on people's lives. Like you are destroying businesses and homes and shelters. That you know, you're leaving people completely vulnerable and in the open and stuff like that. And evolution, understandably, isn't going to you know go into all that. But like. There are so few Gundam games that actually do go in into any kind of like the 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 kind of thematic implications of like you know well war is fucked and like the, it should feel like you are towering over everything and like causing all this destruction because you know that's what's happened like Overwatch Overwatch I keep calling it Overwatch Gundam Evolution just feels <laughs> like fucking. You know, you're playing, you're you're mashing together your gunpla or whatever. You know, you're you're playing with fucking toys, and it's like there's there's you know it's fine. I mean, like I'm not I'm not like mad disappointed by it or anything like that. But it's you know, it was it was you know a game that I was told was very good, and uh, you know I played it for a bit, and I was like, nah, this this fine. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I've taken it off the list. Um, hmm. A lot, a lot of these are um, now your kind of picks, hmm. I think. So, I'm going to start just, like, putting two up against each other, I guess. Um, okay. I'll do Golden Light versus Resident Evil Reverse. Okay. Um, while I really give Resident Evil Reverse a fucking spit roast, and, and it came in second on Worst Game mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, um, I do think that it is a... It's a... What the fuck did you expect you idiots uh, moment <laughs> on my part with like the like uh, uh, yeah like prove to me uh when a multiplayer resident evil game other than outbreak has been good and the answer is it, it hasn't so <laughs> that one and 
with Golden Light, I remember being like aware of it. it Golden Light like was one of those games. Like I feel like a few years ago, I randomly saw like a Facebook video of right. one of those shitty infograph videos that someone put on Facebook and obviously like stole a Twitter post. And it was like this game makes it so you can hurt yourself or eat the weapons you pick up in a horror game. And I was like, that's cool. Um, I remember like yeah, yeah. picking up on it and then seeing that the dev was involved in some Dread X games that had a real cool vibe and creepo factor to them. And uh, and seeing more and more footage and seeing it was a kind of uh, prop hunt by way of Soviet Russia, you know, prop hunts you. And uh, the as I played it, I just remember being kind of filled with this. This is too esoteric and cryptic for its own good. This is like, like, I feel like someone has just made a a pretty bog standard roguelite where you just have random, uh, not very well thought out maze levels with random shit sprinkled around them. But they've like funked it up and fluffed it up and put feather boas of weirdness all over it to make it not look pretty standard. But at the end of the day, it boils down to being like a series of mazes (laughs) with mutators, you know? And it's just like, I got got thousands to pick from of that genre. And I've already found many that I like and still play to this day. You know, and it's like, yeah, uh, it's it's the it's it's hard. There's it's not slim pickings for roguelike like this. So I I think that Resident Evil Reverse comes off because it's a kind of like a no fucking brainer that was going to be dumb and bad. And And to be fair. I was like laughing like an idiot for a lot of reverse because, uh, you know, walking outside and seeing three Jack Breaker, Jack Bakers spinning and doing windmills with their weapons <laughs> while Nemesis is there shooting everybody with a rocket launcher. It's funny. It's funny, stupid yeah. shit. That's hilarious. Uh, Golden Light was like there's some funny stuff. There's like a an evil demonic bicycle that moves you around the hub world and he's kind of funny. But like, yeah, Golden Light just it ain't it, man. I, I think it's, I, I think I think Golden Light ha- has a strong chance of being on this list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. Hmm. Is, was was Stray that disappointing to you? Are we all, not at all. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, not compared to like Stray. Uh, Stray is what I'd call a perfectly pleasant time. Doesn't mean it blew my mind. There were parts where my brain kind of went a little staticky because it was a little too easy, you know. But it was it's it's cute, uh, especially the early part with the little village where you're seeing the intricacies of this um, autonomous life form village doing all their little uh, like their little tinkery lives and the mm-hmm. stuff they get up to. But yeah, it's it's like a totally middle of the road game. Um, it's what I'd call like a six out of ten game if we lived in a world where people realized six out of ten didn't mean it was a piece of shit. But <laughs> in the world we live in. Five and six, apparently, on a ten scale, mean the worst thing I've ever played. Yeah. So you can't say stuff like that. Um, just people are fucking dumb. So, but I, I think uh, Stray can come off because I think Stray Stray is probably not going to be topping anything. I yeah. like like I find it hard to, to think of Stray even making the top ten. <laughs> you know, like oh yeah 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 um, yeah. So like I you know, but um, Stray perfectly okay game. Uh, very easy. It's all about the vibes. I, I feel like it's maybe a PS5 tech demo game on some mm-hmm. level, but hey, you know, it's okay. But nothing to write home about. But disappointing? Not as much as like Scorn. I, I think it's Golden Light Scorn GT7. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm probably. 
the most disappointing thing about Splatoon 3 is that it's Splatoon 2, but Splatoon yeah. 2 is a great game. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I, I, I wish, worse. I wish that, like, you know, I wish that the Splatoon franchise was given more of a chance to shine that it definitely could do if it was given that chance. You know, like, I, I just, I, I, like, I feel like they're just fucking, like, kneecapping the franchise at this point. Like, that's pretty Nintendo. They they love to just for some reason go like, "Hey, you did great, game series," and they just shoot it in the ankle. And go, <laughs> go do more, and it's like, "Why did you hurt me? I don't understand." Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Tell tell me about Scorn. Scorn. It just you know, I don't know what I thought Scorn was going to be. I certainly didn't think it was going to be Doom. Um, like yeah. a bunch of people did. I don't know why. Um. <laughs> I thought it was going to be maybe more along the lines of like Cthulhu influenced things I've seen before where it's really about like maybe there'd be a lot of monologues while you walk through these alien corridors. And what I got was like Geiger mist with puzzles that I literally could see through the, the aesthetic and be like, oh, that's like the traffic jam board game for children <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I don't... Whatever this game is trying to do, it did not work on me. And while I applaud the visuals and think it's a cool execution of somebody else's art style, not by the person though, uh, I just, I yeah, I think I don't know how many more H.R. Geiger fucking looking games of this level we'll get, but I feel like this really uh, put us on a bad foot here. I feel like yeah. This game maybe needed more vision or something because I feel like everybody's disappointed in it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, I, I don't, I don't know anyone yeah. that like loved Scorn. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I know. Like Mark, I remember Mark is more positive about it, but he's right. also like, man, it, like for for a while he was like, eh, it's kind of weird. Like it was, it, it's a bit boring. A lot of people, it's a little bit slow when it doesn't need to be. It's yeah, yeah. It's 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 quite disappointing. To to see something like that and be like, man, that's gonna be wild. Like that's gonna be insane. And then you play mm-hmm. it and it's boring as shit. <laughs> it's boring. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's uh it's just bog standard puzzles and ooh, but it's fleshy. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh okay. Well th- I mean we have we have our list in terms of we have three games. Um But yeah, uh what are you thinking? In terms of order, well, given I haven't actually played GT Seven, I guess actually, <laughs> as it looks now, Golden Light scored Gran Turismo Seven seems like I think how I would do it. But I know you you feel more strongly because you have more experience with GT Seven. Yeah, that. I mean, but I think Golden I, I... Light. When I look at these three, and I, I I remember being excited for Golden Light and then starting Golden Light and then being like like six or seven hours in be like oh man this is I don't like this you know just kind of yeah. like not enjoying myself I mean like I guess my my yeah like I say my disappointment with Gran Turismo 7 is not with the gameplay or itself or anything like that I think it's just like they, they muddled the they muddled the message they were trying to convey in such a stupendous way that I feel kind of weird saying I like Gran Turismo 7 as much as I do. Like, <laughs> it, 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 you know, because it's, 
like yeah because like they made it a, a an objectively worse experience for players um while you know while also completely fucking their vision of what they think the driving should be which is like the key driving force of what like Gran Turismo is you know it's like Gran Turismo is obsession with cars and this kind of quiet austere dignity that comes with it um and but it's crucially the fact that it's like here's you know we want everyone to be involved in this and they made something that was so fucking like they made decisions that turned it into like this stupid fucking like exclusive you know like i don't know i i i i am like legitimately really annoyed with how Gran Turismo 7 has been handled because like in, in my eyes you know like like yes the gameplay is great but in in terms of like expectations of what Gran Turismo 7 should have been like there was a part of me that was like so rooting for Gran Turismo 7 to be like the, the you know the return of the you know the racing because it's because it's been in like kind of like Gran Turismo's been in a weird spot like for a number of entries now and it's seven, been in a pit stop. You could say that, yeah. It's, it's been, but it's it's a pit stop. This kind of run by people that have never really seen a car before. That like, or you know, then they're just kind of putting on mismatching wheels, and it's kind of limping out. After after years of spinning its wheels, can Gran Turismo <laughs> finally take the cup? <laughs> Slam on the brakes! Gran Turismo Seven is here. Um, but it's uh, I I I don't know. It, it like. Gran Turismo 7 should have been the best racing game. It should have been what everyone was fucking talking about this year. And I love this game and I feel weird even like saying that it's um, an, an incredible racing game because the the business decisions around it have been so scummy. Um, and uh, for me that, I mean, like, you know, if 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 it was if if I was ordering this, I would probably say Gran Turismo Seven, Golden Light, and Scorn in third. Um, but that's you know I haven't played the other two games, and I had zero expectations for uh, for either of them. Like I I kind of like Scorn. I thought maybe looked pretty cool, but like I didn't get around to it because you know I saw I saw the reviews, and again it's it's kind of tempered by that thing of like, well, it's a Game Pass game, you know it, it, it's. Like, even if I did want to check it out and and I didn't like it, you know, it's free. I, you know, I can install it and on. Like, I don't think that. I, I think that Scorn and Third is probably the best thing. We're basically kind of talking about whether it's Gran Turismo Seven or Golden Light at number one. Personally, I'm 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 leaning towards Gran Turismo Seven. But I, I'm leaning towards Golden Light mainly just because it's it seems like it really just failed in its entire initial pitch. Okay. Like everything I felt promised by this game or saw from the gameplay when it was in preview mode, it like seems like was not reflected in the final game for me. Sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. Like, I, 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 yeah. We'll give uh, like the that you you had you had expectations and you got like a a game that you didn't enjoy playing 
out of it. Yeah, and it like, took yeah, me a yeah. while to to sort through the cables of the weirdness to realize, like, oh, I just don't like this too. Like, yeah. like it was like the you know, like when you're trying to like something, and you're like, man, why can't I enjoy this? And you just go, oh, I hate it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you realize you were just trying to like something. And it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's why. I, well, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, like I, I'll, I'll give you that because, like, like I say. I kind of love Gran Turismo Seven <laughs> to like playing yeah. it. It's you know it's it's it is like it's truly fantastic. Like they're talk they're talking about potential a potential PC port. I would urge you to play it when oh. it comes out on PC. I, I um, had no idea it wasn't on the PC. That's crazy. No, uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a PlayStation exclusive, you know. Um, but uh, there's there's talk of it. It'll probably be a little whales off, but um, you know, it, it is it is like seriously maybe the best driving game i've ever played um it just sucks about all the other shit but uh, you know i'm i'm I like in terms of disappointments a game that you had expectations for and then didn't enjoy playing um i think you know like it has to you know that has to win out um and so with that in mind most disappointing game of 2022 number 3 scorn number 2 gran turismo 7 and number 1 the most disappointing game of 2022 is golden light ah. well be- disappointed <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. i mean like like you say like i think it's kind of neat that like w- like games in general like you know aren't like this year weren't particularly yeah, disappointed like yeah really low stakes disappointment going yeah. on this year <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah like even um, golden light as much as i was pretty rough on it just then like it looks cool like the the art style's neat you know like, yeah, like, like yeah. there's some there's some good vibe stuff going on in there and and it does have its lovers so you know it, it, it's 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 scratching an itch some people must have i i don't yeah. i use cream but yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i mean like our, our third most disappointing game is is a game that was just kind of a bit boring Gran, Gran Turismo <laughs> 7 is incredible like, it's like this. so the fact it's on the most disappointing list says a lot um so never yeah. can't tell with us we're all over the place we're wild we're crazy <laughs> and speaking of which oh we're taking it back in time now um uh, uh, wait, wait uh, I have the perfect sound for this what what let's take it back yeah that's that was a rewind, rewind <laughs> sound Hamish if you can hear that on your end hey my uh, son Take it back in time to best old game. Whoa. No! Oh, he's gonna take you back to the past. As a gamer, this is stuff I need to know. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, I'll shovel my just... shit in a barrel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm good to just go into best old game if you are. Let me take a swig of water. And I agree. Let's <laughs> best, uh, bet, best old game. Bet, bet. Bet. Let's get <laughs> move on. The best old game. Wait, what the fuck was best that? Best old no, game. Bet, best old game. It's the best old game. <laughs> hey. So forget about it, Kurt. Don't forget about these games. Because they're old. Talk. Life is unfair. Remember that song? <laughs> these games do. Uh, this is an old Best game. Best old game. This is a game that didn't come out <laughs> this year that we that we liked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, this one always gets. This, this is, is a, you know what I will say. This is all of these games on here. I think are from the the two thousands at least. 
Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. You you mean not like there's not, no not one at the beginning of these year released yes, it. It's yeah, all, they yeah, all yeah. start with a two. <laughs> it's not uh, like we have like a fucking Pong versus I don't know Breath of the Wild or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's, you know, we we try to kind of make it so it's not like just the game that won game of the year last year or whatever and. But there's there's a couple in here that are probably skirting towards that. I, I don't know. But like anyway, the best old game of nominees for 2022 are Mad Max, Deep Rock Galactic. Sorry. Deep Rock Galactic, Disco Elysium, Knights of the Chalice, Stuntman, Team Fortress 2, Sleeping Dogs, Witcher 2, and Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> um, man what a what a slab yeah, right, uh, a lot of good fucking games here ow and I also dropped a capo on my toe just now okay um, <laughs> man uh, where do we begin I mean stuntman can come off um, <laughs> like, I was gonna say I, I'm gonna have to do some light googling because I think I know the stuntman game you made but I feel like there's actually 25 <laughs> games called stuntman yeah, it's, it's the, it's the uh, PS2 one where Oh, the guy wearing the aviators on the front. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, it's made by the people that made Driver, I want to say. Um, and, like, Stuntman is cool because it is ruthlessly unforgiving. You know, it is like you... It, like, it, it's, it, in a way, I don't, I don't know that this is actually how, like, chases, car chases and the like are filmed and car stunts are filmed because it's like, you're having to do an entire chase in like one go, and if you like fuck up even slightly, you have to do the entire thing again, and it's very easy to fuck up. Um, but it captures that whole thing of like, right? If you fuck up a shot, the production like the production has to like reset in a way that is like tedious, and everyone's kind of counting on you to just get the shot. And even though it might not be the most realistic depiction of filming car chases or anything like that, it, in, in game, it kind of captures that feeling of there's a lot at stake here and you kind of have to nail it. Um, and, it and it's neat, you know, there's a lot of stuff, like the way it handles replays and the way that you get to like construct your own stunts is, is really cool. Um, it, does, it, it doesn't hold a candle to a lot of the games on here though. Um, so I'm going to say that comes off. Um, Tell me about Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, man. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic is a game that came out fairly recently, actually, like 2020. <laughs> and right. uh, it had a free weekend like a month or two ago now, I think. And it's it's a game where it's a co-op game where you and you can either solo it, which I've been doing, or you go in with co-op, which I've also been doing. You go into like these procedurally generated big blobs of rock that then just have like all these tunnels in there, and you go in and you work for a, a big space mining company, and you're space dwarves. And there's four types of dwarf to choose from: there's the driller, there is the scout, there's the engineer, and then the gunner. And they're all kind of they all fill a role on these uh, space mining expeditions and. 
by golly, I did not realize I was going to have so much fucking fun with this game. It, you go in, it, you know, like you get different missions that are all randomized and it's like collect some of these minerals, collect X amount of eggs or something or like, you know, exterminate these guys or salvage this old junk that got left behind. And you go in, you got to get your work done. But the entire time you're in a hive full of these alien bugs that can come out of the ceiling, the walls, the ground, anywhere and like swarm you. So it becomes like a left for dead type thing. Right. Where you have to kind of stop the, the the task at hand to deal with the swarm of monsters coming around. And then once you uh, click accomplish whatever your mission is, like, let's say you fill up with all the all the uh, ore you needed, uh, you send for a call like a dropship home and you have to wait for this dropship to slam into the big slab of rock you're on. And then you have to race back to it before it departs without you and get back while being chased by just a mob of monsters and then you go home and hang out at this uh, space hub and you run around jumping around be doing stupid shit with your friends drinking and dancing and kicking barrels into a basketball hoop it is <laughs> one of the most exciting and really fun and lighthearted uh co-op experiences i've ever had in like a quite some time and it's it's really fun using all these different types of dwarves. The dwarves are just very lovable characters. They all scream in goofy, high-pitched voices, and they're highly customizable. And the best part about this is it... So, at first glance, it looks like... Like, whenever you look at it, it's always, like, selling some new DLC expansion or something. Or, like, you know, it's kind of advertising it. Like, the check out the new seasonal update. But it's like... Uh, well, you'll... you'll know, it's easier to explain this to you. I've been, it's been harder to explain to people who don't really aren't really as cued into like the the way games as a platform work but you spend 30 bucks on this game if you buy it and then it does what old rocket league used to do where everything is free right yeah you just gotta unlock it by playing the fucking game but you get to like choose when you unlock it and sometimes they'll like if there's time limited stuff they always bring it back next season and stuff and nothing asks money of you like real money right there's all sorts of different currencies in the game like many different ones but they're all literally harvestable in the game because you're a miner. So it it does this like really healthy approach to the season pass model, where the season pass is just this thing that will always be there for you to crack away at. And even if you wanted to uh, jump forward with extra money, you can't. There's no way. And I just I respect that in a game from fucking 2020, you know? Yeah, sure. Like, it is it is all about just having fun with the video game. There is no angle they're trying to get at selling you extra stuff all of like mm-hmm. like oh we got christmas cosmetics you just, it just all that is is a new tree to grind if you want to get christmas yeah. stuff like there's no no money it's very cool and i still have fun when i play it it's become kind of like a podcast game for me to play solo it's um i'm always suggesting it with uh friends to play it uh i think i bought a couple copies for people once i played the free weekend just because i was like get this game and uh <laughs> At the time of recording, which uh, I don't know how long. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Hey, if you were listening to us yesterday, then you are you and you didn't get it yesterday, as in the day, you know, the, the day after this episode comes out, December 22nd. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's nine dollars and 90 cents right now. It's on sale. I mean, it's, um, it's also it's also on Game Pass. It's also on Game Pass. Fuck, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I was so sold by the fucking free week, and I immediately was like, "I'm buying this." Like, like I mean, I, it's, it's, I mean, it's really it's, fun. Like, I, I, I was, I was about to buy it as you were talking about it there, and then I, then I checked Game Pass, and I was like, "Oh fuck, it's on there." Um, yeah, so, yeah. 
<laughs> you you make you make a you make a a very compelling case. I'm happy to keep that on here for now. Um, this game might as well be like a new video game for me. It's like that fun. Like I, yeah, I yeah. come back to it and I'm so excited to play it. And everything's randomized, but not in a way that fucks you over. Like re- very rarely have I ever been in a situation where it's like, oh, I have to like redo this entire mission. Um, oh yeah, there's a there's a game mode that I it's really fun where you have to link up a bunch of cables to these uh, giant gas veins and like pump it out. And when you create the pipes, you can like you you have to like organically set them around the cave and you create this like roller coaster that you can Sonic the Hedgehog grind on around the map to get quicker. And so you can like you can just create like a little dwarf roller coaster (laughs) spanning all these mines that you can stand on and zipper. It's so fun. It's just there's like, oh, yeah, there's like a weird roller coaster building element to some of (laughs) to some of the fucking missions. It's really cool. Highly recommend it. Uh, Nice. Yeah, it's one of my favorite, like possibly one of my favorite games of all time now. Just like it's really entered into my rotation of cool co-op stuff to consider playing. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that, uh, uh, like you, you've you've kind of I, I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. Now. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I never would have played it if it hadn't been free. And I, I don't even know what it was that made me. Just like pop onto it, but I, I played it and I was like, fuck, this is like really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I, I, I like speaking, you know, in terms of like a game that isn't fun and that's kind of why it's good, but I'm probably, you know, I can take it off the list is uh, Mad Max. Uh, Mad Max is, um, is, uh, is maybe the best adaptation I've played, <laughs> you know, like of, of a, of a, of a film franchise to video game, like, it's because it captures so much about uh, it captures so much of the atmosphere of what those films are like in terms of like you know like i i kind of i became pretty like obsessed with the mad max films this year i've always liked them but you know i i I kind of kept re-watching them and stuff and i played this game and i was like Right, you know, because I'd seen people talking about it as, like, you know, oh, it's an incredible open world game, it's so good. Um, and it is, but it's like, it is very basic on the surface, like, it is, you know, it's about, you know, you're, you're, you're ticking items off a checklist, it's very kind of like video gamey, the things you are doing don't really feel like they're contributing to much. But then you kind of think about like what the story is and what Max as a character is, and it's like, like the, your it, the open world checklist design in Mad Max is very like you are doing menial labor to silence the voices in Max's head. You know, it's it's like because it, it, it's it's the only thing that's keeping him from going fully fucking insane it's- in this. This apocalypse it's, it sounds like the perfect platform for an open world game. Like this one has the best reason to have you be doing busy work. It sounds like exactly, <laughs> like it, it, exactly, exactly. Like, you know, it like, doesn't have to make any fucking excuses. It's like, well, I mean, what else do I do? Die in the sun? Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and, and it's uh, like, and, and you like, you know, all you have is to survive and then pour everything into your fucking car. Like, and it, it does that really well. Like the the upgrades that you you unlock for your car and the way you kind of fawn over it um is is like it it really 
right? I mean, it kind of speaks to the idea that, like, the car combat in Mad Max is, like, really captures the feel. Like, if you watch those early Mad Max films, there's a real, like, kind of scrappy fucking DIY feel to them where, like, you get the feeling that they're not meant to be doing this stuff. Like, it's kind of, like, it's all a bit kind of unsafe and, like, car, you know, it's kind of off the cuff in a weird way and cars are fucking like flying in the air they're they're not like they're not glued to the road by any means like they are fucking tumbling and they are getting fucked up like when you think of car combat in in games and stuff a lot of times nowadays it's usually like as with another game in this category sleeping dogs it's like oh you're doing this kind of weird shunt with the car from side to side and i think i seem to remember you, you can do that in mad max but it's like it's much more like cars are just flying all over the place and you're flying all over the place and you're losing control and you're trying to like there's a frenzy to the car combat in this game that really nails the feel the feel of those early films where it's just like these cars feel like they're just going to go spiraling at any fucking moment um and they often do um so there's like for all the the game, the, like the 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 mission design and stuff is very kind of generic and formulaic, with a specific purpose of kind of thematically serving the character of Max. It's like, you know, um, the car combat is kind of fucking unhinged in a in a, in a really satisfying way, <laughs> um, and and like the 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 actual combat, the the, the melee combat is like. It does the kind of Batman Arkham thing, but it's like visceral in a way that those games aren't. And it's just like you build up Max's rage meter and he starts doing these fucking like really fucking brutal, like the the, 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 the sound that a, a fucking punch makes. It, it It's like it feels like you are crunching fucking bones. It is um like, you know, it, it it's it's always like. I don't know, like, there's, there's, there's like, there's, there's a, there's a thing that Max says when he goes, like, there, there's a story mission that happens, and Max is obviously, in this game, he doesn't say a whole lot that isn't, like, I mean, actually, weirdly, this is maybe the most that Max as a character has ever spoken in in these, in, in this entire franchise. Did they make him go, like, gotta get those cans, and got a craft and item or something (laughs) kind of but it's always framed in that but it's it's kind of always framed in that sense of like this is a guy that's on the verge of full-blown insanity like um and you know in some ways he kind of already has gone insane so it's like he's just kind of like repeating this stuff and he's he's got like a buddy with him that fixes his car and everything but he fucking hates like he doesn't really give a shit about him all he gives a shit about is his car like he has a fucking dog and like wait, wait, it accompanies him everywhere, and it's like, you know, when 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 he gets into when when he gets into a car crash, his first instinct is to worry about the car rather than the dog, and it's like, you know, that's an asshole thing to do. But yeah, Max is a fucking asshole, and he's also lived in this fucking like. What's great about the Max franchise is that Max becomes less a a defined character and more like a figure of myth um you know like by the time that road warrior comes around it's like you know talking about like 
and, and and he just kind of came into our lives and then he just left and then we never saw him again and um and it, and this is you know and it's like the Tom Hardy version of the character is kind of like it's all it's all like it's all taking like elements of what Max kind of is as a mythical figure and um and, and kind of doing something new like with the kind of continuity and like and and this game kind of does the same thing like this is a different version of Max and weirdly it's actually the only one is it's the only time that Max has actually been Australian which is weird like you know cuz bad like George Miller and all that like obviously um uh you know Australian it's a very Australian franchise um but it's been Mel Gibson and fucking Tom Hardy um, putting on Australian Sorry, accents. Wasn't and, Tom Hardy doing an accent in the movie? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, he, I mean, well, he he barely spoke at all, but it was like, um, my name know, is Max. He, but, but you know, it's, it, like it's it, it's kind of like you know, Max is Max is Australian, and but like this is the first time I think the actual voice actor has been Australian. I could be wrong on that, but it's like, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, you know, basically this game is just, like, he says at one point, like, you know, his only purpose in this game is to just proceed. He's, he's like, trying to find the, the planes of silence, um, you know, which is just, you know, like, the game pretty much straight up says to you at one point, like, you do know that that's not real. Like, you know, it's like, uh, and it's just, and he just doesn't buy it. He's just like, well, no, I've got to get there. You know, because it's all he <laughs> fucking has. Um, but, you know, like, his whole fucking mindset is just summed up with he, he says at one point like i need it i go get it and whatever happens happens like he doesn't care about consequences he doesn't care about who gets hurt or anything like that he just goes and does the thing and comes back and it's like there's all these elements about what what max what mad max is as a franchise and who max is as a, as a character that is captured fucking perfectly through all this stuff with like the car combat the fucking the fact that it's a pretty bog standard open world game. The fucking co- the hand to hand combat. Um, the fact that like Max speaks more here than he ever has done, but they still capture that thing of like, well, he's a moody bastard, and what he's saying isn't exactly like he's not going on like these kind of lengthy reflections and meditations on where he is. It's just like I gotta go get the thing. Gotta go get the thing. Um, you know, there's all these things that it captures so well, but it's still like you know. When we're talking about the games on this list, it doesn't, you know, it, it's not a fun game to play. <laughs> like, I, I, I think there are fun things about it, and I, I had a good time playing it, but it's not like, you know, in, if we're talking about open worlds that I really liked, you know, play, replaying Sleeping Dogs was such a fucking blast, and I, I love Sleeping Dogs so much. Um, Can you fight the <clears throat> Smegma Crazies and the Gay Boy Berserkers in? Uh, Mad Max, the video game. Uh, it's it, like so. Do they have fight... stuff like from the movies, like those like crazy clans of the? Yeah, like... yeah well, so, so so yes, they they have like um, you know, kind of villains and like different factions and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it, it's it's not it's not like the movie villains or anything like like the the, nah. the main villain. The main villain is kind of styled off of what's the guy in. In Fury Road, it's like a lot of a lot of it is kind of styled off Fury Road because that is the at the time that was like that the most sense. recent thing, yeah. Um, and you know Fury Road is 
fucking unbelievable like one of the best films ever made um but uh yeah you know so so like it makes sense but it's it's like the the like i say the continuity of mad max is not the important thing like you know you have th- this is a film that between installments like mad mad max like between road warrior and beyond thunderdome like there are actors that appeared like you have actors that were in road warrior as a certain character appearing in thunderdome as a different character and it's just like you you just kind of buy it because it's just like you, you get the feeling it's just george miller going like well you know it's a great actor like who gives a fuck like you know it's like like you, you, you can use your imagination can't you it's like um so it's you know um and and the game kind of captures that as well where it's like you know these people fill similar kinds of roles that they do in the films but it's not the same characters and but it's just the thing of like well you know just do the same that you've always done with this fucking franchise just turn off your it's like you know suspend your disbelief it's fine <laughs> which is kind of respectable i think um but yeah it I, I doesn't it doesn't make the, the the list for best old game um tell me about knights of the chalice uh so knights of the chalice 2 already made a, yeah, yeah, I remember an yeah. appearance of being worst game. Uh, despite it being so dense, it's like so impenetrable. But I think Knights of the Chalice might be like one of my favorite older uh, CRPGs. Um, it is just unadulterated D and D three point five combat scenarios. There's no story other than like you gotta go here to kill the ogres, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, they're all just like ridiculously stacked against you fights and you have a very limited pool of, 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 of like character races and classes to combine. So there's very low combinations, um, of, of like ways to tackle it. So you gotta be like on your shit. You gotta be smart and think ahead. And it is like one of the hardest games I've ever played in my life. And I beat it this year. It took me probably like three months to beat, and it was just so. Uh, I felt so rewarded uh, after beating it. Like literally, just like some of the fights, I was like, like, like we're just built on luck, you know, just getting the right roll, doing, just pulling, pulling amazing wins out of your pocket. It is like the most dense chess game I've ever played against a computer in different D and D scenarios, and it helped me uh, come up with fun, like. Uh, situations for my players in my D&D game um, and I just I was very surprised at how like this 2009 game made by a kind of an uh, eccentric uh, solo developer that has never stopped picking at it and tweaking on it uh, just felt like it was possibly one of the best like tactical games I've ever played in my life yeah. um, I feel like I'll eventually like come back to it and play it every once in a while um, when I see it compared to the other games on this list, though, I think that it can it can get scrubbed, maybe. Okay. Um, although I'd probably remove Witcher 2 before Knights of the Chalice if we were doing an invisible ranking. Witcher 2 is so fucking weird. It's one of the strangest yeah. video games I've ever played in my life. Yeah. Like it's like, But it's, like, so interesting because it's so fucking weird. Like, it's yeah, so... Yeah, totally. Yeah, like I love. I think I love that game. I think I said this ages ago. I think I love The Witcher too, but I'm like literally never going to play it again. Like, I, like yeah, I, it's, it's 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 weird. It's uh, bulky and weird. And uh, yeah, I, I, I rem- oddly, yeah, it's weird. I, like I remember playing that for the first time. That was the first Witcher game I played, 
and uh and and like i remember like really loving it at the time and like and every time i go back to it i kind of it, it like like you say it feels so clunky and strange and like especially i, I think especially compared to like the witcher 3 like it just yeah. like it's it's like the the cuz cuz the witcher 2 was them trying to essentially make a mainstream witcher game for consoles mainly if i remember correctly was it like uh, yeah like, and they couldn't find a publisher for it on consoles so they did it themselves and it really shows as like a company that only made a pc game before wrestling with trying to make like an xbox 360 game and it's yeah. just like it's a mess but it's a beautiful <laughs> yeah. mess like literally I- like also goddamn even with my 3080 uh, those those um, auto detected specs low everything. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's a it's a very clunky port. Or it, would would you consider it a port? Because I, I I think of Witcher Two as a very console. It feels like a game. port of itself. Yeah, yeah even though yeah, yeah. I think it I think it it's not a port, but it feels like a fucking port. It's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I, and there's like literally a branch. Like the first chapter of the game is like identical to. Like most of it, and then it has this ridiculous crossroads at the side, uh, and like the beginning of part two that like radically changes basically the reality of the Witcher world depending on yeah. what happens, and like swaps out what characters are standing anywhere. And I I have played twenty hours of Witcher three, and I can safely say none of my Witcher two decisions, other than me getting a tattoo on my neck, carried over. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like barely, like so many of the characters in Witcher Two. Literally, one guy got alluded to like dying off camera. And I was like, That's great! What a great! Yeah, like, it's weird. It's um, but I, I love it, and I love Witcher One. I have a soft spot in my heart for these this weird video game series. I love the yeah, books too, sure. but the video games are so bizarre, and I'm very excited to see how they're going to remake one, and if they're ever going to consider remaking two because. I think two could deal with a remake that actually cuts shit out of it. Like I think, yeah. I think all you need to make a better two is like you just do some trimming and you, God, you change the fucking uh, fighting stuff. Oh my God! So I think I told you this at the beginning of the year, but there were like multiple times in Witcher two where I said, you know what? I think I'm just going to skip to Witcher three now because this is bullshit. Like, like <laughs> that, that guy Le- Letho. Um, there are yep. fights with him, and it's just like, oh, you you have to cheese him to win. Like, there is no way to beat him except cheesing him. <laughs> like, like literally the way I beat most of the boss fights in this game was like, like, stun him, he falls on the ground, hit him, hit him with little light hits while he's on the ground, stun him, hit him with little light hits, and you just, like, stun lock them? Because if you did any other thing, you would get stun locked and killed. It was, yeah, it's a mess. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I, I think, I, I think I'm, I, I'm fine, I'm fine cutting it, because, like, um, my girlfriend actually tried to play it um, at one point and like eventually she like and she is very like you know she she played through the entirety of the Witcher 1 um, because she was like if I'm getting into the Witcher series I need to play it in order um, yeah it's and she, very she, 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 tall she, order she, like and, and she, she played the entirety of the Witcher 1 started playing the Witcher 2 on her laptop and eventually just said I'm skipping to the Witcher three. <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> yeah. she like the, the Witcher one wasn't enough to break her, but the Witcher two was like, <laughs> you know, it's and, and it's again like I I love the Witcher two. I think it's I think it's fantastic, but it's it's 
clunky and weird and just yeah so i don't know but, um, it's clunky and weird and does weird shit where like you'll like answer someone's question and the game is bugged and you just answered like the wrong thing you meant and it was yeah. reskinned as another it's got little shit like that in it too where it's like oh yeah. if i don't read this wikipedia article it says whatever you do don't do this because the game's broken like yeah. you could have tanked like a playthrough for yourself if you had cool. like a like a, a run yeah, it's weird. It's bizarre. <laughs> like it is. A, <laughs> um, I love it though. It is so fucking weird. Like it's so, it's, I, I, like, it's it's the weirdest AAA game ever made. Like it's really yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost recommend it as like a weird archaeological study lesson. <laughs> like if you're interested in how AAA games were around the time Skyrim showed up. Yeah. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It's it, it's an it was an interesting time for games, and yeah, there was some weird shit coming out. Totally, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Disco Elysium can come off. I started playing that again this year. I it has to it. come off on principle, Hamish. It, it, it after was, what they did to the after what they did. To oh it, yeah, I, I mean, I that, yeah. that's that stuff is. I haven't followed any of that. It's been too confusing for me. Um. It's but a confusing like, mess, and it just all I took out of it was, oh, so we're like never getting a game from these guys again. Cool, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, cool. I mean, it, greatest, <laughs> possibly one of the greatest games ever made by a very promising developer. It basically cut its own head off. It seems. Uh, great. Life sucks. Uh, I mean, the, the, the reason is the reason is the reason I think the reason I'm cutting it off the list is because I didn't finish it. Like it's. it's it's, I didn't it, either, but it's only because there were so many good games in 2022 to play. Um, <laughs> True. Pff, <laughs> hey, I got 40 hours in. What can the rest of y'all say? I know most people get like two hours in and can't play it. I played 40 fucking hours that game. I'd simply say it's one of the best games I've ever played in my life and I haven't beat it. It's really fucking amazing. Like, it's... <laughs> damn. Like, yeah. That's a... Yeah, there, there's a there's a magic in Disco Elysium that I, I, I really hope I'm wrong when I say I don't think it's ever going to be in any other game again. Like, I... Yeah, yeah. Please prove me wrong, somebody. Because, like, I... I think that was a flash in the pan, and mm-hmm. the way things are looking at that studio, we're never getting anything close to something that quality-wise with that type of RPG. That's that's a one in a million game right there. It's, it's it is incredible. Like you know, it is it, in terms of it's wild. In terms of like writing, I don't know what other video game kind like comes close to it. Really, is like I, I've, I've you know. And this is the thing, like I, I, you know, I get asked by people like, "Oh, what do you think of Disco Elysium?" Like, what do you? Think? And I'm like, I, I, I love it. I, I, I haven't played all of it though. Is you know, because because it is like it's a game that I, I kept bouncing off of, not because I didn't like it. It was just it was so dense that I just wasn't in the right frame of mind for it. And I, and I will get. I honestly back to think it. if you're like a student. Yeah, I think that's the best age to play that game when you have like a lot of time to yeah. burn like eight hour chunks of reading a book or something. Totally, totally, yeah. It's such a dense read, and the longer you take time off of it, like uh, the more you can forget about little details that yep. the game is like incredible at remembering on a level that games don't remember details yeah. of that level, but it's more than you're used to. So when you come back, you're a little lost. And yeah, it's like, it's like, don't play Disco Elysium. Unless you can really commit to it, like if you don't, 
Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't know how any game journalists beat that game in a in a good timely manner while also absorbing all the nutrients in it. You know? Yeah, like I, yeah, yeah. It seems like that that uh, that time frame like just does not lend itself well to games like Disco Elysium. Totally. Uh, I'm going to say because you said you're okay with it before that we maybe cut Knights of the Chalice. Yes, although it's one of the greatest. Uh, it is the definition of what I'd call a hidden gem. Although sure. you got to be ready to like have your 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 penis dragged through broken glass <laughs> in a difficulty sense i guess uh, your genitals we'll say make it more yeah universal <laughs> totally uh i mean i, I will, um, I'll, I'll say that like uh so i think because we've both gotten into in a big way again i think the rocket league probably has to make this list um okay Team Fortress 2 is going to be on this list. I'm saying it right. now. Okay. Um, I had I returned to Team Fortress 2 this year. I took a long multi-year hiatus from it. That was like my game. Like I have I've been abreast of what's going on or playing Team Fortress 2 since it came out in like 2007. I started <laughs> on the 360 and I, I played it on various people's accounts on Steam. When I had a Steam account, I didn't buy it because I was a console kid for a long time. But around 2011 is when I finally had a computer of my own I could play it on. And since then, you know, I've been playing it and just and I came back to it in a big way this year, like hundreds of more hours added to it this year. Yeah, hundreds. It is now my most played game on Steam. And uh God damn, I love that game. Yeah, like, sure, the player base isn't what it used to be, and it's actually got a pretty significantly bad bot problem, but there is one human being left working on that game. I'm not exaggerating. Like, there is someone who is um, being contracted, I think, by Valve, and they are, like, they are listening to the community, like, asking for help in that game, and they are trying their fucking damnedest to really get in there and... I can safely say that game is still the most positive random person online multiplayer game I can think of, of like, you know, every online game has its shitheads, but there are such friendly people still sticking around in TF2. And it's, uh, I've made many friends this year in those lobbies or in uh, community servers. And I still go in them like weekly, daily, sometimes, uh, it's, it's, it's a beautiful game. It's still getting, Still getting the seasonal updates, and it's always community maps and community items and stuff. Um, there's something about Team Fortress 2. I, like, never get tired of it. It's possibly my favorite game of all time if I really sat down and thought about it. It's got, like, 55 fucking maps in rotation at this point. It's, like, a little too much. Uh, it's just so big, and I really wish... The, the only downside of it is that Valve pretends it doesn't fucking exist anymore. <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, I had this bizarre like uh, homecoming with an old game that I kind of took a long break off of because, you know, you get burned out playing something sure. for like a decade. And I kind of returned after a uh, time away and some things are different, but I, I got used to it and I, I seem to know what's going on fully now again. And I like. I play TF2 like all the fucking time now, like it's rare a day goes by where I don't get a match in, you know, it's sure it's it's one of the greatest. Um I would rather I would rather see Deep Rock Galactic fall off this list than than budge on TF2. <laughs> well, so 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 I like be, because you, you like 
You've made like really great cases for both Deep Rock Galactic and Team Fortress 2. I'm like Sleeping Dogs is like one of my favorite fucking games of all time. But I but, I, but, and but, I, and but, I feel every year you bring it up and I go, well, I still gotta so, play that game. I so, still gotta so, play that game. So like so <laughs> we we actually so I I was I because I was like I was kind of because I didn't want to go up against like those arguments that you made for both of those games, I was kind of thinking like God, I'm sure we put it on a list at some point. We did, as it turns out, back in 2018. I think it got runner up <laughs> against uh, Thug Pro. <laughs> like um, <laughs> Thug Pro is a big one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thug Pro. <laughs> yeah, um, and like so, I'm I'm fine cutting Sleeping Dogs off because I think it probably gets brought up every year. Like it is like I I I I just like every so often I just load it up. And every single time, like, it's, it's, you know, it's usually kind of like a yearly thing every kid a couple of years. Every single fucking time I just end up blasting through that entire game again. It is, like, maybe my favorite. It It looks so cool. Like, it holds up so well. It is maybe my favorite fucking open world game. Like, it was... The fact that we will never get a fucking sequel to it is a travesty. Like, it was doing all this stuff back in 2012, like, before GTA 5 had come God. out. Like, you know, it's, um, like, it is... So old. It, it, like, it's yeah, crazy it, to think it's, it's so old It's 10 years now. old. Like, it's... That's yeah. In my mind, it came out three years ago. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. It's been like that for a decade. It's like, like yeah, three... That's an old game from three years ago. <laughs> but it's like, it, 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 it tells, like, a, a pretty kind of boilerplate story of, like, undercover cop like, you know, questions is like undercover cop gets in too deep and questions his loyalties. Um and it but it does so through gameplay and with such fucking panache. Like it's its story is really well written and like really well acted. Like the acting is fan fucking tastic. Like Emma Stone is in this fucking game. Like it's um That's right. Uh, like but she plays she plays a complete fucking bit character that doesn't fucking matter. But it's like yeah, you know it, it, it's <laughs> I, like, love, I love video game cameos like that. Yeah. Like, but like, like, why did we sink this money into this cameo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it 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 renders its city so fucking well in terms of like it's it's really gritty and like like kind of like dark and just like like seedy and like you know like in in, in the ways Phenomenal that you kind of rain. I always thought the rain in this game looked fucking yeah awesome. <laughs> totally yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like. Uh, but the driving feels incredible. Like the fighting feels amazing. It's like there, it's it's so rhythmic. Like it's it's the best implementation of the Arkham combat system ever, in my opinion. Like it's so snappy. It's it feels like the 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 it, like it, it's it's grisly in a way that I like. I always kind of forget. Like and the, both in this kind of story sense that you know is not afraid to just like be like oh you know you. You, like that like you can never be sure that any like no character has fucking like plot invincibility or anything like that um but like you know it also in terms of gameplay like it gets fucking like the the environmental kills are like punisher levels it's like it, it gets like really fucking stupid in 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 its in its like in, in its kind of gore and stuff like that. But it's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a picture of him just putting a guy's head in a fan, like yeah. on top of a roof. Yeah, totally. It's ridiculous. There's 
things where it's like it's like a Mortal Kombat kill. <laughs> yeah, like there's things where it's like they'll, they'll, you'll be in a, like you'll be in a fucking like fishery, like you know, fish market or something, like that, and there'll be like a bunch of swordfish like sticking up from like a, a fucking platform or something. Oh, nice. And you just you just fucking pick going. a guy up and throw him on top of this fucking like this pile of swordfish, Hell and yeah. it just impales him. And like you're, <laughs> you're meant, like you're meant to be a fucking undercover cop, and it's like. But the thing is, they nail that so well because, like, Sleeping Dogs is silly in a way that I like. I always forget as well. Like, it's it's telling this very kind of like dark, like gritty, like cop, undercover cop story that can be funny at times, but it's like still very dark. Um, but what I always forget is just how silly it is. Like, this is a game whose like character and tone and like all this other stuff doesn't crumble under the gameplay absurdity or the fact that you can fucking do everything in your fucking you can dress way in his fucking pants and just go do the entire game in your pants and that you can just go up to civilians and throw them off banisters and it feels great to do because it's like you know it like it, the, the again the combat is so snappy in that game um and but it's like you know the game can get really fucking silly with it and the karaoke is the best, like, one of the best karaoke minigames of uh, ever, because it's like, you have, like, Wei Shen singing fucking Reeling in the Years by Steely Dan, um, and, like... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it rules, um, like, and the gun combat is, like, good, like, it, like, given that it barely appears in the game, because they were like, well, guns in fucking, like, in, in Hong Kong or whatever... Like, they are, like, that is, it's not like Grand Theft Auto where, you know, you're in America, guns are just fucking everywhere, and, and like, video games need guns. Like, it's like, no, in Hong Kong, that is, like, serious fucking shit. Like, so, you get them extremely rarely. Um, and, like, you know, the way that the kind of, the corruption of the police force is shown, and you, the, 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 the draw of the kind of gangster life is, is shown, like, Way is 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 a really great character because, like, the the it shows that all they need to do in order to get a character that can be that silly but also like have that kind of grounding is when when they have the moment at the start where they're like talking about, oh, I don't know about this guy, I don't know about this Way Shen, he's pretty, you know, will he get will he get the job done? They just go like, oh well, he has a history, he has a history of flying off the handle. Uh, and you know history of arrests, and you know like and that kind of thing. That's all you need. Like that's literally all you need to like. You can have a guy that is kind of likable, but like th through the player's control, can like fucking you know like go off the fucking rails and do whatever because like because he has a history of flying off the handle. You know, it's like they've contextualized it in just that one sentence or whatever. Also, but also though has the best fucking morality system in any fucking video game um, because it's directly linked to gameplay and it makes being an objectively good, like, quote, good cop, like, really, really fucking hard and, like, sets up the, the, the triad as, like, like the, the way that the morality score works is that you have, when you start a mission, you have a cop score and a triad score. The triad score goes up when you do things like the crazy fucking environment kills and you get a headshot on someone or you pull off a perfect combo. Like, that goes up because it's like, it's rewarding you being creative in your crime and stuff like that. 
your cop score is punitive, so it starts off full, and whenever you do things like you drive into like a fuck you drive into another car or something like that, it'll be like property damage or theft or all this kind of stuff, and that'll just gradually tick down. And like you have two separate upgrade trees for cop and triad points, and like you you realize very quickly that the triad point the triad one's filling out really fast. And the cop one's taking it a lot longer because it's, no matter how hard you try, it's like, you know, the, the the corruption is inherent to being a cop in this city, you know? Like, it feels like, so it's, um, and the, 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 the real fucking shithead cops that you deal with are, are telling you, like, well, you do what you gotta do to get the job done, and they end up, like, completely fucking it, and they're all fucking, you know, like, there's, there's, the corrupt, the corruption runs deep, and as a result, like, justice never actually gets served, and all that kind of shit, you know, it's, uh, but it's the way it's contextualized through gameplay is so fucking good. But, you know, we have talked about Sleeping Dogs before on, uh, in Best Old Game. I'm willing to let it go for the games that we haven't necessarily talked about. Plus, I think that Rocket League has a shot at taking this category for me. Um, Rocket League, yeah, like, I, I, like it's so funny. I literally in between the recording of these episodes, we got like really back into Rocket League. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's it, like, it, and the thing is, it's like Rocket League is like I picked it up. For, I, I haven't played Rocket League in fucking a good few years. It feels like. Um, it's, uh- it's a disturbing amount of time. Like, according to my Steam achievements, the last time I got an achievement was 2016. And yeah. we must have played it more recently than that. But, like, I remember it's been, it's been a while. Like, it's been a very, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look up, like, wait, I was playing this in 2015. Like, the fact that this was out in 2015, like, melted my mind. Like, uh, I, 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 I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, I had a bunch of, like, replays from, like, old matches that I'd saved. And I'm like, there's no way that that fucking works. That, that stuff always breaks when a game updates once. I went back. There's full match replays from 2016 that I was just able to watch. And just, I, and I was yeah. like, holy fucking shit. Like, there was something about that that was, like, genuinely quite unsettling to me. I was like, God, that is kind of impressive like um but it it really shows like the longevity of this game because it's because i i picked it up it was just i was looking for something to play on xbox and there was part of me that was worried that you know the way that that game has gone in terms of its like microtransactions and upgrades and stuff like the way it doles out rewards is really fucking dumb because it'll give you a reward and then be like okay in order to access the reward you need to pay for it and that's like yeah like that's really it's weird fucking it, it's very unrecognizable to me now like that yeah it's been tainted a bit by the uh, the did epic buy it or something i'm just confused i think what so yeah transaction but, is but but like it's but, but the yeah. thing is that 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 game itself is like i picked it up and i was like holy shit i'm still actually okay i'm still pretty good at this like it's the one fucking multiplayer game that i'm like i'm actually quite good at this like um, yeah, know, it's, it's it's like riding a bike. The, the the type of it's weird. Like you really you just retain that muscle memory in your hands of how to do the the flip forwards and the 
the cheeky little side shots and stuff. Like yeah. it was, I picked it up so quick for not playing it for years. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, and also oh, we, we were like grandfathered in with all the stuff we unlocked before. So we have all these like <laughs> rare items now for some reason. I like, like, I don't know if you sat through all that where it's like, you received legacy item and it did it like <laughs> 7,000 times because of yeah. how much we played back in the day. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, I, and, and yeah, I, I definitely had that feeling of like, I'm playing with a bunch of fucking Waynes. I'm fucking carrying this team. You know, <laughs> like, uh, like, oh yeah, uh, I'm destroying these children. Whoever are these people? <laughs> all these free to players, you know? Oof. Yeah, exactly. Garbage. Yeah. I fucking my paid field. for Rocket League. Um, uh. But yeah, I, 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 I think that that game is still so addictive and so satisfying. And like, despite the microtransactions, you realize that you can just kind of leave that. Like I get what you I get what you're saying about it's being kind of tainted a bit. Like it, it's it's definitely it feels one a little those, yucky. Yeah, yeah. But but you but you, um you can just totally ignore it and just play Rocket League, and it you can rules. also trade with people. Like if you really want a cosmetic, I feel like you could go on a message board and ask someone to trade you something because you can also get doubles of things now, which is so yucky. But, but the thing is, like <laughs> the thing is for me, like all I care about is the fucking Santa hat. And the the Santa thing that goes ho 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 when you boost, and then I love like, my dumb hats. Like, Actually, I love my dumb boosters. Like the, the, all, all <laughs> like the thing is like what we used to do was whenever it wasn't Christmas, we would just put on the Santa stuff, do the Santa ho 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 thing, and whenever we scored, it would be like, uh, it, you know, like oh Merry Christmas. We type in the chat in like fucking June, and then like and and then when when someone scored a goal against us, we type lump of coal, um. And it was and it, like Why the are you best. guys talking about Christmas in the summer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, some guy like oh, oh, it was great. Um, and but now I'm, uh, you know, obviously I'm playing at Christmas, and I have the fucking Christmas stuff on. There's something that feels kind of wrong about that. <laughs> it's not. It's not with. <laughs> um, uh, I, but I unlocked all the lo-fi girl stuff, man. Oh, the, yeah, the new yeah. challenge they have out now. So I have a sleeping kitty on the top of my car, and uh. I think that's it, actually. <laughs> I mean, I still like, shoot out uh, Portal Two jizz globs <laughs> out of my car. I mean, there's there's been something quite nice about like the lo-fi thing and just like you know being in the menus and just be having this chill ass music and then going in and playing some fucking Rocket League and coming back out chill ass music. Like it's just there's something so relaxing about it, and I, I I man, I just like that game has held up so well, and it, it does it like the fact you you know we're talking about like. That game's like coming up on eight years old, and like it, it plays like it was released yesterday. Like, God, remember um, when you were in town years ago? It there was Rocket League like advertisements. Yeah, yeah, that, on billboards around here. It's so weird how that used to, it used to be so much bigger than it was. What happened to Rocket? Like it, it, like it got an ad during the Game Awards for the for the lo-fi stuff, but it really seems like it's just kind of quieted down. Like. Yeah, I mean, in terms it, I, of its uh, domination of being yeah. like an esport and stuff for a bit, it's weird. I, th- I think it, I think it has Psionics sh- doing no idea. I mean, they're I mean they're just updating Rocket League. It's like, um, and yeah, I mean, like I, you know, I think they're just like, I, I think that's I think that speaks to like a kind of confidence in the game that's like, you know, yeah, it's it like this is just fucking great. We just keep it keep it rolling over. Like people are gonna keep coming back because. It is is a formula that just works so well that like, um, you know, like why not? <laughs> it's like uh, and and yeah, yeah uh, you know, like um, it is good. I I like 
I mean, th this is the only one that I have, like, any real experience in on this list. I think because we both got back into it in a big way, for me, it probably takes this category, but, like, I... I don't know. Oof. <clears throat> this is a tough one. These are two games I adore and love and will probably still be playing when I'm, like, 50 years old. If, if I'm able to, you know, who knows how yeah. servers are going to be. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like I looked forward to like many more decades of both these games. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think in terms of, I think Team Fortress Two might be my favorite video game of all time, but it mm -hmm. has not received the attention and uh, love that it deserves. The way Rocket League has retained it, right? Like, despite kind of my misgivings about how it was just kind of it kind of handed itself over to Epic. And I'm sure maybe that's the reason why there's more Rocket League. Maybe they needed money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Epic always seems like the last ditch effort to to not die. So good on them, I guess. Uh, sure. But but uh, I think, yeah, I think we should give it to Rocket League and have Team Fortress 2 come in like a very fucking close second. Sure. Uh, because, yeah, Rocket League. Has never. Like Team Fortress 2 still releases maps, but the problem with Team Fortress 2's map selection is it's it, the community seems to be under the impression, and I believe this too, that Valve just throws a dart at a board and just picks a random fucking community map and they don't really look into how good they are. Yeah. So they kind of just like fill the game up with a lot of garbage sometimes. And uh with Rocket League, they really uh like they they've kept it pure, you know what I mean? Like there's new maps, but they're all just reskins of like the the court yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah they didn't do the thing where they introduced like the maps with hills and shit they kind of put that into its own category wisely yeah. i remember early on there i was a little worried like oh no they're putting them in normal rotation but after a while it, it simmered down because yeah you can't taint the you can't put hills in rocket league yeah exactly fuck that i mean even, yeah i mean it's like even the the fucking the the, the hockey stuff they've been doing um, God, hockey's chaos. It's like a, yeah. uh, hockey pisses me off in a really unique way. It's, <laughs> like, it's because it's because like it's infuriating. It's, it's, it's because yeah. of like they have the fucking the, the, like you can the puck can go behind the goal. Like it's, it's, <laughs> that shit makes my blood boil. It's like so it's fucking it has, annoying. They had, it's like five minutes wasted and everyone's slipping around in a circle around the goal. And then it's just like, oh, cool. And then, and then it becomes sudden death and the same fucking thing happens. Except you yep. can't, except you can't time out of it. So it's like hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't yeah. even tried basketball mode. It's been a while since I tried basketball. I remember basketball, basketball being insane sucks. when it was new. Yeah, I, basketball is pretty I, shit. I need to try it again because it's been so long. But I remember bouncing the fuck off basketball mode like, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there's something sorry. about the old good old three on three soccer or or four on four if you're crazy yeah I <laughs> <laughs> chaos mode <laughs> as they call it um okay well I, th I think I think we've given kind of good reasons why you know as a, a like as a kind of collaborative list I think this makes a lot of sense in, in my heart, these are all coming in tied for first. That's what I. Yeah, think. sure. Yeah, uh, like and and your and your, your your arguments were were good enough for um, both Team Fortress and Deep Rock Galactic. That Team you know, Fortress I, I, Two 
isn't a game, Hamish. It's it's a it's a community. It's a village. You go there, <laughs> you spend time. TF2 is the best MMO ever made. Um, uh, don't don't press me on why. I haven't thought it that much through, but it is. Uh, <laughs> tie, it, tie it in with the Steam community because it's so tied in because it's a Valve game and stuff. It's like this. That game's awesome. It's got a store that you like. I have. I'm not fucking with you. I have like. Uh, like moved in-game items from Team Fortress 2 and gotten a real-life payout from it and stuff. <laughs> from, like, like, there's an economy in Team Fortress yep. 2 that works and affects the world. It's I love it and timeless fucking art style and characters. I implore you. Go, if I know it's been a while since you played TF2, people listening, go go play some rounds. It's good <laughs> shit. Go go on an Uncle Topia community server. They're everywhere. Um, I love it. But yeah, and, like, and, Rocket and, League uh, is like it's always remained pure. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. And, and like you know, like you know, the the arguments for the other games are so good that like I'm willing to give up one of my favorite games ever, which you know, like definitely my favorite open world game ever. Um, which you should absolutely go play. It's like you know, um, it it, it holds up remarkably well. It's, uh, so yeah, but but that's that's going to. I think that's, that sorts it for best old game. In number three, we have Deep Rock Galactic. Number two, we have Team Fortress 2. And number one, the best old game of 2022 is Rocket League. Um, and before, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so the best old game of 2022. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, before we move on to the next category, I really need to go piss. Um, this one should hopefully not take too long. Um, game of the year, you mean? <laughs> no, fucking, uh, oh, wait, no, wait, we have best remake. That's right. Best remake, remaster, re-release update. Um, so yeah, we'll get onto that. Um, but first, I this one should go. be pretty easy, I think, yeah. actually, to totally. sift through. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be I back. mean, we always say that, and it's always <laughs> like, like <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> right. I'll be back in a minute. Kira Kui. Perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best remake, remaster, re-release update. Uh, this is um, as the title suggests. Um, the best. It's, it's different from best old game. In the yes, it's 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 a game that specifically was was specifically updated in some way to be re-released in in 2022 and the nominees for best remake remaster re-release update are god of war pc capcom fighting collection clonoa fantasy reverie series chrono cross the radical dreamers edition tactics ogre reborn chasm the rift from from the ground up remaster spider-man remastered pc persona 4 arena ultimax lost judgment the kaito files uncharted lost legacy collection pc hitman trilogy game pass Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R, and The Last of Us Part 1. Uh Okay, I'll 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 make I'll make a quick one. Uh God of War PC. Great port. Um I didn't play much of it because, you know, I I don't really like the story of that game. Um, it's on my wish list. I'll I'll give that game another go when it's cheaper yeah. and on a better rig, my computer. Um, I mean, yeah, it's 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 it is like it's the way that game should be played in in terms of how like gorgeous it is and stuff, and it, yeah, like it runs 
silky fucking smooth. The PS, the PlayStation ports on PC have been largely pretty great. Um, so, hey, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off two at once, double barrel, boom. Mm. Uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn and Chrono Cross: The Radical Dreamers Edition can come off. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Both both are ports. I'm happy exist or remasters, whatever you want to call them. They're they're ports. Uh-huh. Um, but you know they're not. Uh, Kind of like the tactics ogre, I realize like, man, I need like a more time to really enjoy that game, and it's yeah. weird playing tactics ogre on a big screen. I always view it as like a portable game. So when you take the portable aspect out of it, it actually I feel like it takes it away from it at some point. Um, both these games are good classics, but I think, especially with the Chrono Cross one, aesthetically, they look a little rough. Uh, one because it's bl- a blown up game from a smaller resolution and the other because it utilized fucking AR AR AI upscaling which is we don't we don't like AI here unless it's for gags and grindcore album covers we don't do <laughs> AI art okay so <laughs> boom to to there, here comes the boom how, how you like me now yeah, um, um Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series um you know Klonoa is still it's fun. Expensive, yo. Yeah, it's it's is like for what you get, it is you know so expensive. Like, you are you are better off emulating these games. Um, uh, <laughs> I think I think that goes without saying for like all of this list, other than the ones <laughs> that are on like really demanding consoles. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, like um, <laughs> a lot of them are just like just get the just yeah. Well, I mean, like just like wink, cl- cl- just cl- wink, cl- wink. <laughs> Klonoa, especially because it's like PS one and. A PS2 game, like, um, and, yeah. and it's like, like, it's, and the thing is, the way that they have remastered the visuals for, especially two, like, two was a kind of two had a weird kind of color palette to it, where it was like, yeah, this is kind of like grim and like in a way that kind of matched with the game's story and kind of themes and all that, um, like, and, and, and it, I, it was it was more kind of like cell shaded, if I remember correctly, um, the 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 remaster here does away with that kind of charm, um, uh, and and like, it, yeah, common it, like, remaster pitfall. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it basically just makes things a lot brighter, um, and oh, that's kind of it. Uh, I hate. I I I no, it's off the list. I didn't even <laughs> play this, and I that that I have a particular bug up my ass when it comes to that. Um, Majora's Mask 3DS. I will always point to is this. They did it fucking wrong. They made yep. it too bright. Yeah, like you, you can you, you, turning up the saturation sometimes ruins fucking everything. This yep. is a very yep. common thing I see with re- like just because the game is gray and from an era when grayer games were more common, you got to take it by case by case. If, you, I mean, if it's, it's if it's yeah. aligned with the theme, don't ruin it. It's like yeah. I, this yeah. happens all the time. It really totally. bugs me. I mean, it's like it's, like it's weird. It's weird as well because it's like don't artists know this in class? Like, don't you learn this in school to become a designer? Like, it must be who is making that call on these remakes? <laughs> I just don't get it. I mean, but it's like you know, there's they're like remakes. It's like is is there's effort yeah. put into this. It's not just like oh, we took the PS one game and ported it and you know kind of did up the visuals a bit. It's like you know, like you could call did these it with like remakes. Yeah, I yeah totally. Um, and they made it like look like SpongeBob, or it's just like no, it's <laughs> supposed to be spooky. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I, I, that that really they really grind my geese. <laughs> yeah, 
but like Klonoa is still fun. You know, it's it, like they control identically uh, from what I remember. Um, but and yeah, Klonoa is still a fun, fun little game. Um, but you, yeah, no, it, it, absolutely. I, I not love worth when that Klonoa place. goes goes like Whoa! that's my favorite Klonoa nah, sound. Yeah. <laughs> Klonoa. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I love I love when Klonoa goes. He was fucked. <laughs> that's the death noise. It's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> the death Klonoa oh no Klonoa died no um, Klonoa are you okay <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, Klonoa is- <laughs> <laughs> um, did it for me I liked it <laughs> <laughs> <Klonoa's> <laughs> um Okay, I, I might sound like a cuckoo man, but I I fell in love with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. It's a Ugh. it's not a good game. It's it not is, a good game. It is. It's well. It's, so like it kind of. It's a bad stiff fighting game. Yep. But once you figure out how to so play it, it within off. that, no, comes no, 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 off the yeah. list. It's a bad fighting game. I honestly game. think it's better than Persona Four Fighter. Um, we can take both of them it, off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God, Persona Four Arena Ultimax is. <laughs> is like it's fun for like an afternoon uh, yeah. it's really weird the story mode can get in a fucking garbage truck and get compressed <laughs> man holy shit it's so bad and boring yeah <laughs> there's no such thing as a good persona uh for spin-off story they're all bad like yeah, if you ever yeah. play the dancing game just hit start all the way through the talking <laughs> and the campaign becomes an hour long and way better yeah it's <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the PS3 fighter, which they have literally just released to capitalize on Part Six being around, <laughs> and it's coming out with brand new DLC, which I have shamelessly bought the fucking season pass for because I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I hope that me buying this means that on some level maybe they can make Part uh, Seven and Eight animes because i really feel like netflix wounded the fucking momentum of this series yeah. doing what they did this year with the with the releases and stuff i, I mean i mean it's partially also keep making that, them it's, it's partially also that part six i think just kind of sucks like part six I, I, yeah, this is, this is a tangent this is a, this is a tangent but it's uh i finished I watching this parts, come up i finished watching part <laughs> six I, I like so they released that final batch of episodes and there was a couple in there that were doing the fucking part six thing of of just like bullshit fucking rules, you know, like stands that <laughs> yeah. stands yeah. that were potentially kind of interesting, but then Iraqi was just like had no fucking idea how to fucking like land that fucking plane. And so he just went, Oh, uh, I don't know. Um and and you know, it just some bullshit explanation like An elephant uh, never forgets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, yeah, it's pulling out the, factoids and yeah. oh god the fucking jailhouse rock thing where it's like oh if I look at a thing in a puddle it counts as one thing as opposed to three pieces I, of information I, I yeah that's one of the most indefensibly boring bits of Jojo's it's Bizarre Adventure so I've ever stupid. seen like like I'm reading through the manga I, I'm like planning maybe to skip that part because I don't know if I can go through that in text for. Yeah, like, I don't know if it, I can do it, that in a comic. It, I can't I, see that being any better written. Yeah, and, and like they, they, they fucking they, they 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 but they released like the batch of episodes. Like I, I remember getting to that point in the series and thinking like, oh, this is the last batch of episodes, and then that bit finished, and I was like, oh wait, there's 
th that was not resolved at all. This fucking sucks. Then they brought out the last batch of episodes, which started off pretty much in a similar fashion. Then it got really fucking good. For like, it, like there, there's an episode where shit just kind of gets real in a way that is like, classic fucking Jojo, but also completely off the fucking rails, like, in, in a way, in terms of, like, what they do with a certain character and the secrets that are involved with that. Um, and it's like, for a few episodes there, you're like, holy fucking shit, and there's there's a bit that I'm not going to spoil, but, uh, like, it, it, like, character shows Dave up. Dave Neurotic. <laughs> Dave Neurotic shows up. And I, and I was, I was, I was, I, I fucking, I, I, I cheered. I, what's the fucking, um, the guy's reaction to Star Wars? Clapped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I cheered. I cried in I the cheered, theater. I, cried. I fist pumped the air. <laughs> yeah. for this. Um, uh, but it, it was, it was, it was all, it was all said to be like the best fucking conclusion after a really fucking shoddy thing. They completely fucked it. It is the ending to that, like the the ending to that part has the potential to be like the best JoJo ending, and they they fumble it so fucking bad. Oh, I I I can't I, I, part, part, <laughs> I can't like, wait to see this because I'm I'm like genuinely interested. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> as to like how this ends because I really do feel like like I. I'm enjoying it. I still love JoJo. Like even the worst JoJo is a lot more interesting to me than a lot of other anime. Sure, but um, but man, this one really felt like it was spinning some wheels and doing yeah. nothing in a lot yeah, of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I had I, fun I, with like, some of them, but some of them, I, I would always come away from episodes and go like, right, uh, what have we progressed towards here? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we we beat the shit out of a guy who had a cool power, I guess. And yeah, like, but, but, but a, a, cool power, yeah. a cool power that, whose rules were completely inconsistent with the rest of Jojo and had me, like, I was constantly <laughs> just wondering, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it wasn't a thing, like, it wasn't like, oh, you know, it, it, like, it's Iraqi. I've sucked know. all the air out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, like, what? How does this, that one move was confusing <laughs> me near the end. It was like, so what's with the, so he's also affected by him sucking the air out of the room? Yeah. It's like, wait, I thought, I thought you couldn't hurt yourself with the stand. Okay, well. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like, like, yeah. yeah, it's like, and before, like, the stands were always kind of, like, fucking daft in a way, but it's like, you know, you could follow along the action. They always had, like, a kind of consistent logic running through them. And and this one was just, like, I, we kept having to fucking pause to be like, wait, so, right, who's, whose stand is doing what here? Like, what's the fuck? Who's the stand? Like, is the stand the plankton? Like, what the fuck is going on here? What, like, what I would do is I would Google, I would just Google the character's name, and sure enough, on the first page of Google, there would be someone on, like, a Reddit thread somewhere going, like, what the fuck happened when this happened? And I was yeah. like, oh, that's perfect. That's my question. I'd click it. That was, I just looked forward to that. Every, every like, three episodes of part six, I was doing the, like, so what's the deal with the so is that guy good what, <laughs> what was the deal yeah, it, it, there's this weird things creeping in and out and also i had to very early on with when that guy who made the room melt i was like so who's how much of that was real yeah how much of that was that that real character and how much of that was like a side it, it was weird yeah <laughs> it's yeah. a weird one uh anyway yeah Jojo's uh, Bizarre Adventure All-Star all Battle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that game, it, 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 it's... Like, I like 
the Jojo-ness of it. I, I, I like that it has all these fucking characters and they're like, you know, they're all rendered so well and, and all that kind of stuff. And the environments are great and the way they kind of deal with like different art styles and different combat styles with Hamon versus Stans and all that. Like that that's that's neat. I think the actual act of fighting in this game, like the reach of characters is never never feels like it's enough for me to actually get like good hits in, but the like the It's yeah. it's it's so it's I don't know how to explain it because it's it's doing its own blend of different fighting. Um God damn the camera angle on this is stupid. Just make yeah. it normal. Please, fighting games, just do a flat, non-dynamic. I don't need this slant poke-in shit. Yep, I hate yep, that yep, stuff. Yep. Uh, especially when you don't change it for two-player. <laughs> <So> four-player <laughs> two's like in the background as a dude coming towards the camera. It's like, oh, come on. Uh, fuck off. Yeah, like, um, but there is a sort of clunky... Mortal Kombat mixed with Street Fighter-esque thing going on that once sure. you get used to the snappy foreground, background, jumping in and out and um, basically Bushido blading your way into getting someone set up so you can do your extremely overpowered stand super move that auto combos in. It's like yeah, it, it kind of becomes samey but there is a, there's a method to the shit and uh, it's <laughs> not the best but I really do think a lot, like this is a good example of like, damn, if you love JoJo, like this fan service can actually like put some legs on this game for you. Right. <laughs> like it's got some it's fun. It's fun playing. It's like all the guys and seeing all their references. And also, um, personally for me, playing and watching uh the majority of part six and then being like, oh, so that's who that fucking character is. Yeah, like yeah. as I play further in, because I had no idea who the fuck weather report is, but goddamn, he gets referenced a lot by other characters yeah. in the game. And uh, they yeah. just released him for free, along nice. with part part six, final Poochie. I don't know what that is. But, uh, <laughs> Poochie died uh, on the way back to his po- home Poochie's eyebrows and facial hair morph into one. Some I don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's what, one of the sillier Iraqi designs. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. I mean, like it's also quite interesting considering, like, I'm I'm, I'm interested now that I've started reading part seven to be like. Okay, how does part seven feature in terms of the other characters in that game? Where because because obviously part seven is kind of like a reset. For, like, <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Every time a part seven character comes on, they loudly, basically, more or less, go, "Huh, I'm from part seven. Who the hell is this guy? He's got my name. That guy's weird." You know, like <laughs> every interaction is, "Who the hell are you? You look familiar, but it's like we're from different worlds." So yeah, <laughs> it's like. It like bashes oh, you over the head, being like, "We are different, but the same." Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, personally, I don't know if it stays on the it's list. It's the best remake of the year. No, um, <laughs> we let, let's come back to it. Let's okay, do another okay. swipe of kills. I, I, I'm not ready to let go. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll say, I, I I'll say, jo- I'm Jolene in the opening of Part Six's intro movie, and I'm getting on Jotaro's back and being carried off. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll give up Hitman trilogy. Um, I was going to say we need to eliminate that. We need <laughs> eliminate it because. It's like a three-time or two-time game of the year winner, Amos. We can't let it come in and just take best remaster or whatever. I, I, so it's, <laughs> it's evil. It's, it's, it's a, it, like, I will actually say, it's, it's obviously 
I'm glad that it's on Game Pass. Like, the fact you can play all three Hitman games on Game Pass, fucking nuts. That that fucks, as the kids say. (laughs) Somehow, even even though they they still, like, you know, this is three games they've already released. They still managed to have fucking launch issues with the fucking trilogy. Like, which is in fucking saying to me like the fact that every single release they've had they have managed to fuck it up somehow like i i, th- I can't remember what it was it was like it was just it wasn't launching for people and stuff like that it's the institute they're getting involved in infecting the files or whoever the bad who the fuck are the bad guys in hitman i it's like i love that i've put like endless hours into hitman but yeah. i don't know who the bad guys are it's fucking uh what is it it's, uh, those white guys in suits <laughs> <laughs> providence providence but our providence, yeah, yeah. i can't fucking remember um yeah it's 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 daft but like yeah i but also the vr mode in hitman um the pc vr mode that came out with the the trilogy release um sucks uh it's a really fucking bad pc vr mode it has its charm uh, in that it's 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 janky in the way that a hitman game a hitman vr mode probably should be janky and like plays into like there, there's comedy in that, but it's also like when you try to use a sniper rifle in in PCVR, it it is impossible. Like I I couldn't do it. it like it just starts jittering, and the way the way it was like juddering between scope view and normal view was just like it made me feel fucking sick. Um. So yeah, for that for that for those reasons, get it off the list. Um. You can't just hmm. anything like killing somebody. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man Remastered can probably come off. Like, I really like playing through that game again. <laughs> I just... We can't have a remastered... Well, we gotta stop releasing remastered games, like, a couple of years after they came out already <laughs> looking good. It's weird to me. Like, like when the fuck yeah, did I mean, Spider-Man uh, PS4 come out? It was, like, two and a half years ago, it feels like. <laughs> Silly, um, but the thing is, like you know, in terms of Uncharted, I will say that that made me kind of interested in Uncharted, like as a series. Like I've, I've played through a bunch of these, like you know, I've played a bunch of these games, like in in, in you know, on and off and stuff. Like I, I, I've never really clicked with them, and then for some reason, like there, there, there are aspects to Uncharted Four that are really daft, and you know, like kind of. They're they're still like rigid and you know all that, all that kind of thing like and the the writing is still very much like Nathan Drake kind of oh god yeah yeah like, whoa no, yeah, so that's that's a thing that happened you know like that kind of thing um <laughs> nice trip see you next fall <laughs> yeah but like I, 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 <laughs> I think that Uncharted Four does like quite a neat job of being like you know well you're you're like the, the, the it, like the whole thing is that you know the the wife he's he's got this kind of like set up at home where it's like it's a nice homely life and playing crash uh, bandicoot with his wife yeah. yeah exactly you know and and like and he kind of sees that as like the thing that won't allow him to keep adventuring and stuff and he has to tie you know like bring things back in or whatever but he kind of just never talks to his wife about it and that's kind of the main problem um and uh yeah i I don't know like it's it's 
it's a neat story and like it, it, you know despite the kind of like they use they use Nathan Drake's snark you know in in a way that is like um it, it, you know they 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 know it and they kind of like they they do things with it that are interesting um the gunplay for a game that's built on cover shooting the gunplay is surprisingly kind of shite <laughs> it's uh like you're insanely vulnerable enemies are really spongy ammo is always an issue like uh it's 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 i don't know there's something about uncharted that i kind of like having played the lost legacy collection um but i can't really think of what it is um <laughs> but like it, it, it had it had it had a more it's just prof- like a feel-good kind of game like it's a very yeah i remember playing it I, it was like the first thing i played on my ps4 because it came bundled with it and i remember it being very cozy mm-hmm. uh feeling which is funny to say for like an action adventure game but i remember it being kind of like oh this is fun like the dlc it felt like is- it was a bit by the numbers, maybe yeah. with like just kind of the like oh coming out of retirement, I got it one last fun adventure, you know. Like, hey, but uh, I, I felt like I had more fun with the Nathan Drake suffering through mundane life scenes at the beginning. Right. Yeah. I play a whole game of that. Well, you see, I play uh, that, an that entire was, that, game of him having to salvage ships or whatever the fuck he was doing <laughs> at the start of that game. See, so, yeah, that, that was that was that was the thing. I I I didn't I didn't actually enjoy that, and I I, I thought well, the thing that I mainly thought was like. The fact that this is the first time that this is the first game that a bunch of PC players are going to get to play, and the first like two or three hours or what, the first two hours is spent, you know, like doing this, you know, like reminiscing about adventures that PC players may not have had, and like kind of, you know, forcing them to do like diving for treasure and fucking you know playing about in the attic and walking about the house, and it's like. Not the best first impression for this series. Um, like it, it, it's it's weird. It's a weird thing. Like to, to like, I'm I'm I've, I've taken it off the list because I can't quite justify it being on the list. I mean, it looks it looks fucking incredible. Like even for a game released in what was it 2015? Like it looks fucking amazing. Or was it 2016? I can't remember. Uh, it, like either way, you know, looks staggeringly good. Um. Uh, but yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, Lost Judgment: The Kaito Files. Um, is it, it, is that it, a remake? It's, it's no, it's a DLC. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, like, and and you know, I should say that I I I like Sega paid me to to make a they sponsored a video. Um, <laughs> on on, I, on the, I thought you were joking. And then realized you weren't joking, and that made it funnier for some reason. <laughs> Sorry. Like you saying Sega paid you. Like I thought you were making a joke. Like no, Sega no, no, paid me like, to no, uh, take this they, off the list. Oh, okay. No, no, it's uh, no, like Sega sponsored a video that I made about it, and uh, like, um, yeah, you know, so so like that kind of comes into consideration, I guess. But it's like, you know, tainted, uh, irreconcilable taintedness. Uh, <laughs> but like the, the 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 you know the again like as as with like. Uh, not for broadcast, which I did a sponsored video on. It was like they were just—they basically just said, like, you know, here's here's the game or here's the DLC. You know, there's no editorial like oversight here. Or whatever, you know, like just be honest, say what you want. You know, we just want the the coverage essentially. And I was like, okay, you know, like 
you know, the, the, the rate was good enough that I was like, I, if I get to say what I want, then cool. And I played it. Fucking loved it. Like, it, it solved the, the, the issue that, you know, so it's so like, take, take into consideration that I got paid to make a video on the game, like, you know, full disclosure, all that stuff. But, like, I, I can, I can, you know, if you know me, like, I'm being honest when I say this, like, I, it, the issue that I had with Lost Judgment, the, the sequel to Judgment from 2019, um, was that, like, the original Judgment basically solved the key struggle of Yagami. And so Lost Judgment, like, it solved it in a way that was like, right, where the fuck do you go from there? Like, you know, you, you don't need to... Lost Judgment came along and it was bigger and, you know, all this, like, in almost every way and you go to Yokohama like you uh, you did in Yakuza 7 and all that. Um, and, but it, it kind of just felt like, okay, like, what's the central kind of character struggle here? Like, because it doesn't feel like Yagami really has that anymore. Um, and, you know, and, and obviously with all the stuff to do with Yagami's the, 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 the Yagami's actor's agency and all that stuff. The future of of Judgment was kind, as a franchise, was kind of up in the air. Then the Kaito Files comes along and you realise, like, well, you have a character right here that is ripe, like, that, ha- that hasn't really had that kind of interrogation and really deserves it, as it turns out, because the Kaito Files is really fucking good. Like, it's it it's basically it it takes all the fucking emotional like you know like all ups and downs that you have along a typical judgment or yak as a story condenses it into like six or seven hours and presents a character that is still like judgment can continue even if it's just title like it's and and it, it like you know I wasn't expecting a DLC to fucking make me cry or whatever, but I was like welling up. Like, it, it, like Kaito is that good of a character, um, and the combat is really visceral. It's 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 great. There's there's a lot of opportunities to use it. it like you know, it's it's not obviously the open world isn't as like it doesn't feature as prominently in this DLC as it did in Lost Judgment, but you know, um, it's like the story is just so fucking good it's it, like um and it's just you know they just framed it as like oh yagami's out so uh for the for the day so kaito's taking over and he gets this case about like he keeps getting asked about like oh or, you know aren't don't you have anyone you can go back to and like it's it's it, like, i really like how they took this like like they they they, they took the fact that kaito is kind of like the sidekick character and made a story out of it where it's like Kaito is just the guy he's he's a kind of big bumbling fool that like but you know he's he's lovable and he's 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 always there to help his pals when they're in need and stuff and this is the the, the story kind of kicks off and is like well okay but what about Kaito you know like when when Kaito needs help where where's the people for him you know and like and and you know, and then you you start to uncover more of Kaito's backstory and like how he had, you know, like like there there was maybe someone else in his life and like 
it really kind of digs into the the circumstances around his involvement in organized crime and like how you know that relates to him being a a member like you know getting clean so to speak and becoming a member of wider society but it's like it's not framed as like kaito is a good guy necessarily or like you know kaito is a good guy but it's like he's not he's not like the techniques he uses like he's still very much a yakuza at heart like in terms of the the techniques he uses to like like he'll he 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 will he will extort people but he's only extorting the people that are trying to extort other people if that makes sense like it's it's like he has no problem using yakuza tactics against bullies like and and so like it's not like kiryu or like where you know he's he's honorable and he's like he will he will rise above that kind of stuff or yagami where he's like oh it's not legal or you know like we can't do that like like kaito doesn't give a fuck and it kind of makes him like a much more fun character to inhabit while also having this super rich backstory um so yeah like i i i can't i can't really say enough good things about the kaito files i mean the only thing is i guess that um it was quite expensive for for like the six or seven hours that you get out of it um but i I mean i don't know like you know people were people were saying that like in the comments and everything and i guess like i think it was like 30 quid for the dlc but like you know like i've 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 seen way more expensive games provide way less value um i think it's just the fact that you know people can't get past the fact it's an add-on to a previously existing game rather than its own thing um but like i i think that makes this list honestly it's it was it was great um but uh Yeah. yeah No, I, uh, yeah, that's a good case for it. And, uh, yeah, you know, the, um, the Yakuza games are rarely bad. I've mm-hmm. yet to find one that isn't good or pull, doesn't pull, do a great job of pulling on the heartstrings. So I think that's a good case for it to stay on. Uh, sure. All right, fine. We'll get rid of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Well, get I mean, I <laughs> like, I, I don't, like, would you rate so fun but it's also would you rate would you rate jojo's bizarre adventure above like chasm the rift i I don't know what chasm the rift is or no no. chasm the rift has sentimental value over jojo um yeah we'll get rid of jojo okay (laughs) (laughs) um the last of us part one is like it looks worse than the old one. Look at what they <laughs> did to the hands. <laughs> it is it is a staggering visual upgrade. Like it, <laughs> like it, it really like. I, I, the thing is, you know, obviously a lot has been made of that game's price point. It's it was seventy dollars, or like I think it was about six. I think it was like sixty five quid. So it wasn't like full kind of parity between the currencies. Um, but it was you know still fucking expensive for a game for for a remake of a game that was remastered like uh, a remake of a game that came out not 10 years ago that was remastered not nine it was like eight years ago it was remastered or something like that um and so like and and it's still readily available and still plays remarkably fucking well like you know it was it was a case of like if you know if you can't 
if you can't justify, like, if you're not fully set on getting The Last of Us Part 1, you can probably fucking skip it. Like, if you don't have a PS5, you can play The Last of Us Remastered on PS4. You will still have a fucking good time. It is, you know, but the thing is, and I quite like this comparison that some people made where it was, like, when when you get, like, the ultra fucking H- Blu-ray HD, like, remaster of a, of a film or something like that, like, you know, and and it looks incredible and it changes the texture of a film, it, you're seeing it in a fidelity that you might not have seen it in before. With The Last of Us, that kind of is kind of taken to a new level because so much of that story's impact comes from, like, you know, facial expressions and stuff like that and and the you know the subtle ways that characters would react to certain things that even in the the 2014 remaster or the 2013 game itself like kind of went beyond what what basically any other game could do in that regard this game takes that like if 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 the facial capture tech was already like industry leading like the last of us part 1 takes it to like new fucking levels it is like strange to see how like characters react to things it's like it's it's not just like capturing you know solemn emotions it's like like the way that like a character will like touch their face and their face will stretch like the kind of the little it's it's so hard to like describe but it's it's like you know the it, it like the stuff that happens in this game like I didn't know skin could move this realistically, and like <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's it's so strange. But it's like, and it and it like because of that, I was noticing things in character interactions, but like that I've I've seen multiple times. Like I've played through The Last of Us like several fucking times at this point, and I'm noticing things now about the ways that characters interact with each other, and thinking oh, okay, that's giving me new information about this story because the facial animations and, like, all that stuff and the environmental detail have been so drastically upgraded here um, that it's not just a visual upgrade, if that makes sense. It is, like, giving me a new perspective on this video game that, like, that is, you know, one of my favourites of all time. Um, And, like... Yeah, and and um, so yeah, I I don't know, I I I, I get, I, obviously, I fully understand the backlash, and you know, I I think that that price point for what you're for what you're paying for is absolutely fucking wild, but I do think it is, you know, like it is, like the 2014 remaster is still available and still fine to play, but The Last of Us Part One is the definitive way to play the last of us now um so yeah i don't know what about the um, rest of us no, um. <laughs> uh but yeah um i i don't know like uh, so chasm the rift or capcom fighting collection do do they make the list in your eyes capcom fighting collection is a personal want i've had on for just a collective release of every available dark stalkers game and sure. for that, it's got a lot of value to me. Cool. Uh, I gotta say, though, I didn't really get that engrossed in it. I'm just really happy now to have an easy way to play Darkstalkers, because there was a 
colossal gap of years where it was very frustrating and you needed like a PSP to play it or something. It was, you yeah. know, it was, it was annoying. Um, I think compared to chasm, the rift though, which is, um, a kind of from the ground up rebuilt version of this, uh, kind of this old Euro jank quake. Oh yeah. Game. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it now. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love this game. I play this game with my dad like all the time. We found it at Swap Meet, mm-hmm. and it was like in a box. And uh, it's so schlocky. It's literally just like you, uh, you're you're just a guy with a bunch of guns, and you work for like the Time Police, basically. And these aliens that get together and ruin time are jumping around history, and you just have to go through the levels and shoot stuff and unlock doors, you know. Um, it's just like a solid, very unique Quake clone, and you go through ancient Egypt and like medieval Europe and stuff like that. And there's all sorts of weird enemies. Like a cl- uh, the most notable is a clown monster jester man who throws razor blades at you. Uh, <laughs> and it was like notable for being like a pre GoldenEye game where you could uh, blow people's arms off or their heads off. Yeah. Uh, it it didn't like do much, but it was cool to like shoot at a guy and like have his arm come off, and the monster would still be coming at you. It was neat. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I I personally would prefer this being on over Capcom Fighting Collection because I just like I this is like one of my earliest video game uh, memories on a computer is playing this game when I was like six or something. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh yeah, I love this game, um, and it's a good um. It's a it's a good remake. I, I think like the source code or some critical piece to this having a port for years was lost. So that's why the only way to play it was to get like uh, go to like an abandoned wear site or the way I did it was. I I bought some pack of Luke, like an old LucasArts pack off eBay years ago. And the guy who was selling it also sent me an email saying, hey, just so you know, I have a shit ton of like old PC games and I can put them on a disc if you want. And then he like just sent me a PDF of like a list he had typed up of like every game in alphabetical order. And I saw that on there and I asked for it. and He just sent me for free a blank, like some like disc with it pressed on there. And that's how I played <laughs> it for a while. Um. Yeah, you can tell it's on a, it's in a different engine and stuff like certain walls react differently and it's a little maybe a little stiffer, but it's it's playable and you don't have to drive yourself crazy trying to uh, get it to run. It was one of those for a while, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a neat little game. You could probably beat it in like three hours if you've played old shooters before, but yeah, uh, yeah I love it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah we can yeah, yeah, keep yeah, that yeah. up there. It's neat that it exists. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that to be on the list. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we can axe Capcom Fighting Collection uh, compared to these other ones. Well, I, 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 I want to say The Last of Us, but do you think Last of Us like is best remake remaster? I guess worthy. Like, I know the skin looks good, but it is kind <laughs> of. As you touched on, like, hasn't this game been remastered before? <laughs> yes, but it's it's like I I I like you know it, I was skeptical of it, and then I played it, and like I you know it, and you know if I hadn't been sent code for it, I probably wouldn't have bought. Like I wouldn't have checked it out um, just because of the price point. But it's like having played it now, it is like it is the definitive way to play this game because it's like. Even 
more so than the remaster, like way beyond the remaster even. It's like you are getting new vis- you are getting new information about what the last of us is um that you that you are not getting with the prior versions of it. Um like I I yeah, I like and the fact that I I can play this game again and get that new information that deepens my appreciation for it, um, for the story. Like, I, I, I think yeah, I'm, it's... Look, I'm looking at a side by side right now too. What you <laughs> the... And the thing is, like, I, when when they started, when they first showed footage of it, I was like, I don't know about, I, I don't like the look of these characters here. And then I played the game, and I was like, eh, this looks really, really fucking good. Um, you know. It, um, it, like going back to the remaster, it it looks cartoony in a way that I didn't I, like. The Last of Us remastered was for a time like one of the best looking games ever made, and now I go now I look back on it and I'm like, yeah, that like compared to this, it, it's like, man, it looks really fucking good. Um, yeah, it does look nice. Yeah, but um. Like personally, I think this this list is it involves Chasm, Lost Judgment, and The Last of Us. Like the Capcom Fighting Collection. Like you know, I, the reason I didn't buy that was because it was like you know, it was a bunch of fucking like fighting games. That I was like, are these like what's the difference between these fucking games? Like, it's, um, well, uh, so for Van, yeah, there's a lot. There's like a. Um... It's kind of like a the rest of them bundle, but it's got all the dark stalkers, and then there's like there was multiple versions of two. I don't know why uh, yeah. that's in there, and then three is in there. Although three was named something different, it's confusing. Um, another big one that I completely forgot is it's also got Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo, which is right. one of the greatest games ever made. That's <laughs> uh, literally a fighter where you just like match blocks and then destroy the colors. If you haven't played that. Did you even have a childhood? No, um, but it's uh, it's good. It's got some good meaty stuff. But yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think the list is Chasm, Lost Judgment, and Last of Us. I I I, th- I think that's where I'm leaning with this. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I. I I'd be okay cutting Capcom fighting collection. Um, Cause I think, I think these other games like, you know, like chasm has a lot of sentimental value. Um, Lost judgment secures the future of a franchise. And the last of us part one is just has everything writing against it and still manages to get, have me going like, Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty fucking incredible, like what they've actually managed to do here. Um, are you but okay Hamish, with cutting Capcom? Does it have Cyberbots Full Metal Madness? <laughs> it doesn't. A mech fighting game. Uh, that that, that is uh extremely badass. <laughs> Wait, is it, what it's, the fuck? Is you it, is you this want in, your Gundam this, game? Is this the, is this in the collection? Yes, it is. This looks better than fucking Gundam Battle Assault. It's really cool. It fucking rocks, actually. <laughs> it's like a really hardcore 
Holy shit. Uh, if oh, you ever what? wondered where the guy in Marvel vs. Capcom, that guy named Jin is, who punches you with a big robot fist, I oh, guess he's man. from this game. It, yeah, uh, it's it's a really cool 2D fighter. Um, I think you may have just you, secured this over fucking Last of Us Part 1. Yeah, it's got Cyberbots, Full Metal Madness, a game called Red Earth, which is like some bizarre like fantasy game that has like a lion man in it. Uh, yeah, it, and then it's got another version of Street Fighter 2 in here for some reason. It's a weird mix, but uh, it's, I, a, it's a mix of like all the fighters that I really missed being around because I remember playing Cyberbots and Darkstalkers in arcade machines and being like, these are weird fighting games, but they're awesome. Man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Cyberbots cause, cause, is fucking cool. Because <laughs> the, the, the problem I have with like Gundam Battle Assault, which is, you know, a similar kind of like 2D, 2D fighter, but with Gundam. Is like it's it's so slow and like there's a part of that again we're talking about like kind of capturing what Gundam is like there's an element of that that's cool but there are times where you just want it to just flow faster and everything this might be exactly what I'm fucking looking for. It's it's from that really good era of Capcom when they had all the Street Fighter Two money and they were just like making all sorts of weird fighting games on the the Alpha engine, right and. So many of them are, like, forgotten about, but I'm so glad. Yeah, like, that's why, like, I've always wanted this type of collection because there's so many bizarre, like, one-hit wonder Capcom fighters that have not yeah. been ported right, and, yeah, I'm gl- I am love shit like this. Cool. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 uh, okay, with that, because it has a cool mech fighter on it, The Last yeah. of Us Part 1, get the fuck out of here. Yeah! Look at that. <laughs> Capcom fighting collection. A, fucking, a clutch play. Um... I, just, I knew I knew the mech game. I was hiding that in my back pocket. I knew the mech game would be oh, a trump man. card. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I, I I will actually I will be picking that up. No, that's a power play. Yeah. That's a, yeah. <laughs> okay. So now we just need to order this. Um, Capcom fighting collection at the top because of the mech game. No. Um, I I like I think, I, I, I think like, Lost Judgment. Uh, could be the top. It I'd sounds pretty say, substantial. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, it's, it is... Like, the story is way more substantial than uh, even, like, I was expecting. Um, and, like like I say, like it condenses the kind of emotional experience you have over the, you know, dozens of hours you have with a Yakuza game into, like, into this really compact package and it's just like it feels very like kind of mile a minute, and it's great, like because you know it it there's there's no like lull that you sometimes get with certain Yakuza games. Um, it's a really great way <laughs> to kind of experience like the thrill of a Yakuza story. Like, um, yeah, I would probably say that out of these, I you know, I'd I'd be okay with Lost Judgment taking it. Lost Judgment, yeah. Okay. Well, then in that case, that makes it easy because then Chasm is an easy second uh, with okay. that, and then Capcom yep. Fighting Collection is at the bottom. Um, man, I I'm just yeah, like it, <laughs> a little too little, too late, Capcom, and also make a Darkstalkers four. Come on, don't be cowards. <laughs> Everybody loves Monster Street Fighter. It's awesome. <laughs> but uh, there's so much stuff you have in mind with that concept. It's so weird you stopped at three. Uh, <laughs> But, um yeah yeah more weird capcom game resurrections yeah totally yeah yeah more mech games please um yeah so we 
So best remake slash remaster slash re-release slash update. Number three, we have Capcom Fighting Collection. Number two, we have Chasm the Rift Brackets from the Ground Up Remaster. And number one, the best <laughs> remake slash remaster slash re-release slash update. Lost Judgment, the Kaito Files. Um, yeah. Judgment. They, 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 they paid to be on this fucking list. No, they didn't. They, they, that's, that was a joke. Yeah. Um, Whoa, Sega shills, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Woo, so, now we just got the big one. I think I think Game of the Year will be deceptively quicker than it, than yes. it looks right now. Well, because there's a lot of fucking games on here. I think it'll take here. you longer to read out the games. No, that, it won't be that quick, <laughs> but it'll... Uh... Like, the, a lot of the games on here, I, I kind of just copied it from games played so- and left. So many of these are going to get like instantly shot in the head, like because they just don't stand a fucking remote chance. Some, yeah, some, but, some okay. of them were on worst game. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, some of them, I'm just like, that's like a demo I played. Or like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so game of the year. This one's different from the other categories because we we get a list of ten and then we order the list of ten. Um, so here are the nominees. Apparently, for game of the year, <laughs> we have Pentiment, Aperture Desk Job, Elden Ring, Neon White, Jackbox 9, Knight's Try, Gran Turismo 7, Teardown, Hyper Demon, Immortality, Postal Brain Damaged, Vampire Survivors, Sifu, Goat Simulator 3, Iron Lung, God of War Ragnarok, Dorf Romantic, Slowroads.io, Horizon Forbidden West, Trombone Champ, Knights of the Chalice 2, Need for Speed Unbound, <laughs> Sonic Frontiers, Gundam Evolution, Roller Drome Fishing Vacation, Tunic... Fishing Vacation? What are you doing in here? Um, not for broadcast, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Metal Hellsinger! Oh, a shoo-in! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's off the list. Bloodborne PSX. Instantly <laughs> <Simply> killed. <laughs> Windjammers 2, Splatoon 3, Placid Plastic Duck Simulator, <laughs> Dying Light 2, Grid Legends, Shredders, Golden Light, Samurai Bringer, Mysteries Under Lake Philia, Scorn, The Lawyer, and Postal 4 No Regards. <laughs> right, okay. We could we could do some fucking trimming of this right now. Dying Light 2 fucking sucks. Grid Legends is barely a game. No, no, that's, that's not true. Shredders Postal is barely 4, a game. Postal 4 isn't even funny to talk about how bad it is. It's just bad. There's another There's no comedy in there. There's another Postal game we'll get to on here. The Lawyer is not a full game. It's, it's, it's <laughs> that's a game. not a game. That's and, not it's a game. Also, <laughs> and it's also abysmal. It's so bad. Um, um, Scorn... Fishing Vacation will never be on this list. I mean, I like it, but it's not like, you know, it's tiny, it's teeny, teeny tiny. Sure. Uh, Scorn Scorn can't be on this fucking list. (laughs) Um, uh, Golden Light, the fucking one of the most disappointing game of the year, can't be on this fucking list. I have not stopped talking negatively about Golden Light. I feel like I've said (laughs) enough about it. Like, we've already talked that one through. Uh, Um, Splatoon 3 is not going to make the list. There's, Call of Duty Modern I'm, Warfare 2, nope. I'm throwing caution to the wind and saying I, while I probably could muster up an insane fight to like get Knights of the Chalice 2 as number 10, <laughs> I I don't think that's worth the energy. Uh, sure, so yeah. Knights, Knights of the Chalice 2 is like, like, yeah, like the best I can do for it is <laughs> best I can do is 25 to life. You know, it's like that. <laughs> like, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. 
Not not very good. I can get it off the death penalty, but at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> Need for Speed Unbound is not going to make it. Uh, Gundam Evolution not going to make it. Roller Hey, Drone. that's a contender. <laughs> is it? Roller- Do you want it back no. on? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Roller Drone taking the fuck can, off. Can we? Re- is Sonic Frontiers really in the top ten? Sonic Frontiers. Sonic it's, Frontiers. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. Whoa! Sonic. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready to cut it yet. <laughs> oh, dear God! All right. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Bloodborne PSX is a really neat experiment. Um, I didn't play and, enough of it, but it was cool. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's, 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 it's very cool. I I I I applaud the effort that went into it, and it captures it like it plays like kind of weirdly like nightmare creatures or something like that. Um, uh, which I guess yeah, you know kind of makes sense. That's like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's the closest thing I've ever played to the earliest version of Dark Souls. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, Tunic is not going to make it. Um, hmm. Okay. I like that Kirby didn't even make it on the initial list. That's <laughs> Poor Kirby. Uh, Kirby. I mean, it was never going to make list. it, but it, but, but, it, but no, it's just like you'd think it'd at least get a mention. Uh, <laughs> Kirby didn't get a mention, but Metal Hellsinger got on the list somehow. Poor Kirby. I'll, I'll write Kirby and then I'll just delete it because it's not yeah, going to make yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Kirby, the forgotten mouse uh, planet. What the fuck is it called? <laughs> um, uh, Aperture Nights Desk tries. Job. <laughs> what the fuck yeah, is Nate's Aperture Desk Job? We talked about the uh you you said it looks a lot like Rascal, I believe. And, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and it's actually it's actually fun and it's extremely frustrating, but it's literally just like a do the obstacle course right or not at all type okay. of game. And the the checkpoints are placed in such a way that it literally hurts like your 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 core when you uh, <laughs> fail. Like, you're like, ah! Like, it makes your nerves, like, cry out in pain when you, yeah. Yeah. Um, Aperture Desk Job, I don't think, yeah, like, while while I do think it's cute and it looks really nice and stuff, it is kind yeah. of just like a little uh, toy thing to kind of get you situated toy. with your uh, expensive Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. The Steam Tendo. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sonic Frontiers is... Actually, no, I'm not going to take off yet. <laughs> I can do it. Don't worry. I got you. Um, <laughs> is Windjammers 2 going to make the list? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. It's Windjammers. <laughs> Still plays the same. Um, so Samurai Bringer, I think, well, awesome. Um, doesn't doesn't have doesn't quite make it up uh, to the top ten. Okay. Hierarchy. Um, it's really cool. Two point five D. I guess it's three D actually, because you can turn it around. But you're you you do like kind of ninety degree angle lockings of two point five right. D thing. But uh, it's a uh, it's really cool. I like not enough people are gonna ever play that game. It just seems really niche, and I don't even. I literally wouldn't have known it existed without um, <laughs> like without just looking at a random Steam release. Yeah, thing. and uh. Like I, I, oh, I, it's off the list, but I, I, I highly I, recommend it. Like, check it out. Yeah. If you, I guarantee most people listening have not fucking heard of Samurai Bringer, so check it out. It's, it, I, it might surprise I, you. I, like, yeah, I mean, I, I bought it when we talked about it on the podcast way, way back when. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I really intend to. Yeah. 
Um, what what does Jackbox Nine bring to the table that the other Jackbox games like don't already do? Well, it's, it came out this year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, sure. Like, I um, mean, did, did, no. Like, uh, so I, it's no. I honestly, um, I only played about like an hour and a half of it with some friends. Uh, it, Jackbox um, has quickly turned into the fallback game when like one person can't make it to D&D so we can't progress the story without yeah. them. Uh so we always jump in some Jackbox and I I got 9 because I went on <laughs> Green Man Gaming and I like I just clicked the thing for their I have like an account there and yeah. I clicked on like this raffle thing and one of the prizes was just winning a free key of Jackbox 9 and I fucking won it. So I cashed it in. And uh, it's fun. It's it's more Jackbox. Jackbox is great. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm looking. Sorry. I'm like desperately trying to get to the game list page because um, it's not that I can't. It's not that it's not memorable. It's that I play so much Jackbox, but we jump between so many entries. Yeah. I can't remember what's in what game. Totally. Um. So now that I'm looking back on here, we weren't able to play too many of them because we only had three people at the time, and a lot of them were like did that thing where it said three players, but best with four, you know, and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. We did, I believe, non-sensory Junktopia and, uh, and Junktopia were the biggest um, standouts. Uh, they had a, f- a fourth Fibbage, which seemed like more Fibbage. Yeah. Um, Junktopia was, <laughs> all of your characters have been turned into a frog. So <laughs> what you do is, you have to go into a random store and everyone gets given random items and you have to create a hilarious backstory with the item and then try to sell it for as much money as possible. So okay. like you get like a picture of a dude and it'll be like a guy walking up a hill with his hurt back and you have to like name it and like come up with some bullshit story about why it's a priceless artifact. It's just right. like it's kind of like home shopping network improv Ted talk esque type of game. Yeah. OK. Um. Kind of a hybrid of previous stuff. Uh, Non-sensory is... I think it's a combination of, like, writing and drawing and using it to guess. I can't fully remember it. I remember it not maybe not being the best with three people. Eh, it's off the list. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I remember there's a game called Quicksort, and I remember... That is one of the worst Jackbox games that's come out. Um, it's so obtuse and weird, and you have to, like, I don't think we were playing it right, and we were trying our heart. Like it wasn't like everyone was talking. You know, sometimes you just talk and you don't give a shit about the Jackbox yeah, game because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, a sure. vehicle for chaos. But for Quicksort, we all like shut the fuck up and we were like contorting our faces with like frustration, trying to figure out kind of what we did, <laughs> what we were trying to do. <laughs> like you have to like, uh, it's like a sliding scale of dropping down words, and they were all really hard and like not really trivia. Most folks would know, like distance of stars and shit from earth you know it's like eh, it's a little weird yeah it's for the nerds um but <laughs> uh yeah um i love jackbox i still think ja- I, I think i stand by jackbox 4 being like the best fucking one that's yeah, the one that yeah. has civic doodle yeah um, yeah 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 totally or the one that, or the one whichever one has the one where you do a ted talk and uh you have to improv do a speech while your friend is lining up the next slide with a random photo that you don't know what it's going to be and you have to incorporate it into your TED talk. That's that's one of the best games of all time. That's yeah. hilarious. Like I would I want to like do a yearly game session where we all meet 
in front of a projector and do like an actual staged version of that game. Uh, it would be <laughs> <Yeah>. incredible. <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah, it's off. Uh Jackbox 9, another like it's a it's a, it's another entry in the Jackbox games. Your mileage will vary, but um hey, keep playing Jackbox. I think it's one of the critical lifelines a lot of you terminally online people have to being social and having a good time for once. So <laughs> always keep it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean that, that that that's that's almost the uh, reason to bring it back on, but no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's it's keeping <laughs> us from falling into the void, you know. Um, <sighs> now it's getting tough. Now it's getting tough. Uh, so why should Elden Ring be on here? No, um, <laughs> uh, Sonic Frontiers can come off. It's it's like thank is. God, I thought I was actually going to have to start arguing with real games against that game, and I was going to—I yeah, was actually, worried I, you were going to lose. I changed some... my mind. I changed my mind. No, <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> it's, get that, it is, get I, that blue disgrace off the list right now. As, as someone who has not given a shit about 3D Sonic since generations and before that, God knows when. I had a surprisingly decent time with fucking Sonic Frontiers. It was like, it is the 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 atmosphere is like the story is skippable, but you knew that already. Like, but the atmosphere is this kind of weird mix of like whimsy and melancholy that's quite nice. Like, and it it's really relaxing to like sprint around that fucking open world and the level design, despite it looking really weird. Is actually more intricately <laughs> is more intricately thought out than you might think. Sorry, <laughs> like, I'm just sorry. You're sounding so earnest about Sonic the Hedgehog right now. It's so like, funny. It's, uh, it, is, it, is, it is the most earnest I will ever fucking be about Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, like uh, I, I, I'm just saying I I was not expecting to have as decent a time as I did with it. Like. It is nothing prepares you for this. <laughs> like it, you know, the, the the way that the kind of weird fucking rails interconnect and provide kind of interesting means of getting around the island and you know, fucking the way that the kind of roller coaster things interconnect with each other is surprisingly well thought out. Um and uh Yeah, you know, I, I yeah, it's 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 not gonna make the fucking top ten, but it's um you know a, a, a game that I had a surprisingly good time with this year. Um, hmm, okay, like it, like a slightly edible pastry that someone took one bite out of and threw <laughs> on top of the garbage. Sonic the Hedgehog is a delicious experience. Like you know, like it, uh, you know, you could probably actually take it off the top and eat it and get something out of it and not get sick. But do you want to risk it? <laughs> yeah, you don't want you don't want to risk getting Sonic sick. Sick on uh, Sonic. Well, they threw the plate. It has the plate that it was on under it, still kind of shielding it from the rest of the trash. Nothing's on top <laughs> of it yet, but do you really want it? I mean, it, not a good look eating out of trash. You yeah, know, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the blood from the street fight just, just like just missed it. Um, yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, all right, what else is on the chopping block? Dorf Romantic can come off. Um, I think that's what? a really, I think it's a really nice, I think it's a really nice chill game, but it's like, does it make the top 10 here? There's a lot of fucking good games here. Um, Wait, 
Wait, wait, wait, wait. Because we have two more we could chop off before we start chopping off stuff like Dorf Romantic. Dorf Romantic coming off before Slow Roads? Slow Roads? I, I, I had, I, I put more time in Slow Roads than I did Dorf Romantic. That's, that's alarming. How long <laughs> have you put Slow, Slow Roads like is a website. Yeah, I, 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 it's a website I put about an hour and a half into, cumulatively. <laughs> I, okay, Placid Plastic Duck Simulator can come off before we get rid of Dwarf Romantic. Placid Plastic Duck Simulator is chill, but, uh, actually, I almost retroactively wish it became Best Strand Game, because, um, we can do that. some of my ducks have been flying out of the pool, and then uh, have been like venturing out on their own to the big, wide, snowy mountains, and it looks just like that stranding. I mean, except okay, for the cool. Well, duck. Well, okay, I'll, I'll do that. Like, um, so uh, one point. Oh my uh, god! I, a I, jump from cat. This is unprecedented. Uh, wait. So no, what I'll do is uh, okay. So one point five. <laughs> one point five. And then I'll put plastic plastic duct simulator there. Um. <laughs> There we go. Okay, wait. So, uh, right. So, uh, we got a a a a, a, a cataclysmic update. Best Whoa. strand game number three. I am Jesus Christ prologue number two. Score number one point five. Slowroads.io and your new best strand game of twenty twenty two is Placid Plastic Duck Simulator. Uh, anyway, back to the game of the year. Um, oh! <laughs> <laughs> um Wow, okay. what, a, what an upset. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, well, so when I say I've put more time into fucking uh, Slow Roads than Dark Romantic, that's maybe a bit of an ex- exaggeration. Um, but, you know, like I, I've, put, I've put a surprising amount of time into Slow Roads and I, I found it in- incredibly relaxing and fun to just lose myself in for a bit. Um, I could say the same about Dwarf Romantic. Cool, I mean, I'm happy to keep both I just love now. the Dwarf. Um, <laughs> Also, it's called Dorf Romantic. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty Dorf. good. Dorf. Dorf. Where Dorf is in it. <laughs> um, does Hyper Demon make the list? I was thinking about that. Um, like, it's a very cool concept, but I'm never going to play it again. <laughs> it's it's good. I, I think I hit the ceiling of my uh, highest score, um, which is what happened to me with Devil Daggers. Yeah. Devil Daggers... And Hyper Demon are funny because a lot of time in those games, to me at least, is two hours. Like, I played I played Devil Daggers probably for like three years straight, but I collect like lifetime hours. It's like 4.1, you know, like, yeah, like over yeah. the time because there's such micro sessions and you get your fill so fast. I, in it. Uh, um, yeah, but I did get burned out on Hyper Demon more. Like, I'll come back to it for sure. But yeah, I think there was more um, stuff that stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about Sifu? <laughs> uh, hmm. I will take slowroads.io off before I take off Sifu. Alright, you can do that. Yep. Um, <laughs> Another chess over checkers play by Nico Blakely. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, man, you're making but, all um, the fucking moves this, this, this time around. Um, well, I, th- I thought... I, 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 I'm... I think I'm a little confused by you and Sifu. I, f- I feel like you were a bit not into it, but also really, I don't, you're, you seem, 
I th- I, it's, it's I'm, weird. I, I, in 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 in, in yeah. retrospect, I feel like I'm more into it than I maybe was. I I, I like. Hmm. I remember your initial thoughts on it being like, eh, it's okay. Like, I feel like I don't remember you being super one way or the other about it, but I remember you liking the whole like style and concept of it. And I remember, I don't know why I didn't play it. I like, I like, I, I literally downloaded it and then I just kind of for, forgot to play it. I mean, a like, lot this year. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think that, you know, I, I think there's like, I think it has its issues, but like, I, I kind of really, when I think back on my time with Sifu, it's like, you know, I like the way it kind of it gamifies like the the, the cinema of martial arts. You know, it, it, like it's um, and I think the age concept, while it has again, while it has its problems, is kind of cool in concept. Um, and you know, it is is basically it's basically Sekiro. You know, it, like, and I I think it's you know. I I I seem to remember the boss battles being pretty hit or miss, but um, you know the actual combat with like kind of random guns is really hard hitting and snappy and and cool. Um, I I would I, I would rather come back to that than cut it right now. Um, come back when you're older. Okay. Um. <laughs> Does trombone champ make the fucking list? No, at the end of the day, um, I think Trombone Champ is funny, but it's like a comedy game first and a yeah. trombone worshipper second. And I, <laughs> being a trombonist myself, <laughs> thought this was our guy. You know, this is the one that will yeah, sing yeah. our song, say that we're not just giant trumpeteers. We're our own guy. We got to slide. <laughs> but uh, we can go. Uh, we can do that. <laughs> Trumpeters can't do that without a lot of crazy finger moves. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm my problem is that I don't want to sound like old grandpa here, but uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes you can joke too much. Sometimes you got to get serious about tromboning. Sometimes you got to get serious. <laughs> like sometimes I, I sometimes is, uh, you know, sometimes. Sometimes I get the joke, and I just want to play a rhythm game. This is the boundary. It oversteps a bit. Not, not, not like, you know, like offensive or anything. It's just kind of like, all right, yeah, baboons. Baboons and toots. Got it. It's a little much at times. Uh, oh, also, how ridiculously uh, kind of... I, I found the final song very anticlimactic. Like, it could have been, it could have had a better finale instead of, like, a fast version of... I incline. I can't speak. Any Clayton act music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a you know that fast. I believe we played a bit of it. Yeah, we did. Where it was just like boom, 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 boom. It's hilarious. And like the joke was that you played it so bad that it saved the world. But like, it would have been cool if they made some like really insane piece of brass music for the finale or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's just yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, like, yeah. grow a pair. God damn it, grow a pair of brasses and. And give us the ability to upload any MP3 we want into this game. Come on, come on. I uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll put you on the list retroactively if you do that. No, no, we won't. you will take um, number one spot if you retroactively <laughs> let us put custom tracks in for us to do to because that's hilarious. But so far, I got to do some modding, and you know what? It's I'm too lazy to do all that, so it's off the list. <laughs> um, postal brain damaged. 
It's the best postal game ever made. That's a that's a vanishingly low bar. Like that is like <laughs> post. Like it's the least liquid shit I've ever taken. I guess there's another way you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Postal Brain Damage is a great fucking boomer shooter mixed with some uh, some modern um, shooting mechanic ideas put in. And it just so happens to be using um, the IP of a, <clears throat> of a game series that's well known for being shit and we love it despite it being shit. Yeah. But uh, Postal is just, it's like crazy. It kind of came out. As like, oh, just by the way, uh, since, you know, Postal 4 was kind of shitty, we also have this side game coming out in the meantime to help fund Postal 4 or whatever, and it was Postal Brain Damaged, and it's it's like a fantastic little game, yeah. Uh, But, you know, yeah, being finally the best Postal game is... It's like saying the shit I took today is better than the shit I took yesterday. Yeah, exactly. As as James Rolfe said in all of his (laughs) saintlyhood. It's all, sh- it's all still shit um, to me. And it's got his hit, sh- yeah. hit the shit list. Um, it does look like shit. Um, well, uh, what about not for broadcast and the ethics of your gaming journalism yeah, credibility? I, 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 was, I, was going, I was going to say, to be fair, like, I, I, you know, like, even like Lost Judgment, the Kaito Files winning the last one, like, I, I had a pang where I was like, can I get an old... Get, can I, in good conscience, give it to this? But like you know, as I, as I'm saying, you know, like they paid me to make a video, and they were like not for broadcast, and the the Kaito files were the same. They were both just like say whatever the fuck you want. Like we're not looking to, you know, alter your. Can Hamish Black be trusted when he's been paid to say these <laughs> games are good? But like. I, I will say I I don't think that not for broadcast makes the ten. I do genuinely think like I I say it in my fucking video. There was a part of me that wished I wasn't getting paid because the, I wouldn't then have to couch my genuinely positive opinions in a bunch of disclosure stuff. Um, I genuinely really I I think the not for broadcast is um a very a very cool uh like game that kind of it's way more complex than it initially lets on it's um there are layers to its comedy again that don't make themselves apparent very early on because it's kind of got a kind of like lol random vibe early on but then later on it does (laughs) genuinely start to kind of like play on the kind of like brass eye stuff that you know like it the influence that you, you kind of get the feeling that's there but isn't you know super obvious early on it's also it's it's like it's a pretty vast game. Like there's, there's a great deal of flexibility. There's, in, 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 like that you can affect, and um, you know, it's it, it, Dolphin Broadcast is great. I don't think it makes the top ten, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. I I got it. Um, it was it went on like sale fairly quickly. It felt like yeah. this year. I remember get, I got it for like ten bucks or something. Um, it's it's really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, all the reviews looked like it said it was like really, like a really like uh, a good comedy game, uh, which is yeah. you know very fucking rare in video yeah, games. Totally, yeah, you can count and on like one hand successful comedy games. So yeah, and it, and uh, it's also and it's also like it's really well written dystopia as well, like dystopian fiction. Um, uh, yeah, the kind of text adventure bits that kind of punctuate, um, the 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 live broadcasts are. 
like really like short and snappy i i i I, like you know dark you know in a way that the the main game like kind of disguises with its you know kind of like you know like the the kind of wackiness of its tone and stuff which is very much the point so yeah great game really enjoyed it um hmm Right, how many this do we need to cut? Extru- a, lo- uh, a handful. I think it's one, four, two, three, four, four five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. We need to cut five games, and then we have our ten. Fuck, that's hard. That's actually really hard on this remaining list. Uh, See if we all cut. That's <laughs> wow. <laughs> a budget cut. All right. Uh, so let's. I, I guess right now we've got Pentiment, Elden Ring, Neon White, GT Seven, Teardown. Immortality, Vampire Survivors, Goat Simulator 3, Iron Lung, God of War, Ragnarok, Dwarf Romantic, Horizon, Forbidden West, Windjammers 2, and Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia. Which, I, th- I feel like we keep forgetting about. Okay, so I love <laughs> Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia. It's my, it, it is such a catering to my specific micro tastes and games and things I find nostalgic in a really charming way that I like, like like almost like an era of my childhood. I kind of pine to relive feelings of from time to time, but like it's, it's, it is very simple in what it is. I mean, that's by design, but compared to the rest of these, I think they're all much more fleshed out experiences. Although like, like, in my opinion, it's it's one of my like kind of personal favorite games of all time. You know, like in a weird way, but yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. But like when I play these other games or, or I've seen footage of these other games and very like for God of War's case, you know, it's like what, would I really put God of War under Mysteries under Lake Ophelia or something like that? Like, no, of course not. Well, no, no, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I, no, I mean, I, I don't, I, I think like with the right argument, I would totally take that. I mean, like. The, the way, the, it, it just uh, it, something feels wrong in my gut keeping it on and it be, well like I mean like if it was on here it would have to be 10 I feel I wouldn't be comfortable with it dunking over anything <laughs> so I mean like it's, it's a game that I'm I gutted really I didn't it. get around to like it, you it's, know it, it, it's yeah. yeah it's just really like it's just you know it's a it's a it's an arcadey fishing game and a lot of it is the playing it in silence and a bit of the repetition and then the repetition getting kind of knocked loose a bit by weird eerie stuff and then kind of slowly piecing stuff together through the implied stuff it's very you know it's very slow burning and it's definitely not everybody's cup of tea i i think there's many people would play it and think i was like a psychopath for thinking <laughs> this was better than a lot of other games but i just it checks all these boxes i personally like and i i recognize that it's a very niche game but uh I, th- I think I think I think we could cut it because I because I, I do want there to be a representation of like good, slow, short bite, low poly horror. But I think Iron Lung right. is a okay. stronger representation of that field and that kind of movement going on in games right now. The, cool. Yeah. Iron Lung rocks. Yeah, I was I was I was going to say, like, you know, like it, you, we, we haven't really talked about Iron Lung in the context of this. List, yeah. um, Iron Lung is like a 10 out of 10 in terms of its concept. Like it is like I am a one hour long um like navigational horror game and right. with a taking pictures and waiting for the development as the kind of main spookiness with a with an ending that's that couldn't have happened any other way. And it's it's good. It's it's nice by it's like watching a perfectly 
a smoothed out horror movie. Uh, it's sure. doing everything right, but not blowing anybody away. But it's like, it was like, wow, that was perfect little dose of horror, perfectly priced. Kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> Kaboom. Well, okay. I well, I did a so, little T&E. <laughs> if, if we Get cut, if, if we cut Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia, um, I'm going, I'm going to talk about like the two games on here that are also fairly similar. Not not to that like fairly similar to each other, um, God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West. Like, oh, it's the, it's, I'm, it's, I'm glad you brought this up. I was going to bring yeah. up these two. I was going to say like we can't have two PlayStation ass PlayStation games yeah. on here, right? I mean, I don't know. like like <laughs> on my on I don't my mean game that in a bad way. To, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I mean, like it like on my game of the year video. It's like in the honorable mentions. I I literally dedicate one entry to both of these games. Like, like in, in this like one entry. For 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 God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West, like because it's you know they are both big fucking cinematic Sony exclusives that that system sellers, yeah. Well, well, whose 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 predecessors did basically nothing for me, and whose sequels I ended up kind of really loving. Um, the like. The thing is, like, when I think back on my time with, like, Horizon, Horizon is a game series that just got completely fucked in every fucking regard. Like, Zero Dawn released, and then Breath of the Wild released immediately after. Forbidden West released, and Elden Ring released immediately after. Um... And when when you talk, when what a who who greenlit that? I I mean, I have no fucking idea. (laughs) Not saying it's not like a notable game. Like people love that game, but like that's suicide, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's wild. That's and, just... and, and, and it's like you know, <sighs> there is so much to Horizon Forbidden West that, like, when I think about it, probably edges it out against God of War Ragnarok. And I say, like, the thing that. Wow. pushes it over the edge for me is that Horizon Forbidden West is one of the few big AAA games especially from a developer like you know from, from like the Sony side of things like that has taken its influence from Breath of the Wild um, in that climbing is a, it's, not, it's not quite climbing everything as the developer said um, you know, there's a lot of stuff you there's a lot of stuff you can't climb, but there's a lot more stuff that you can climb freely than you could like in Zero Dawn it was you couldn't climb fuck all that wasn't immediately telegraphed as like, you know, um here's a pl- climbable platform. Um Forbidden West is a lot more open. Um it's uh you, like the fact you can like glide places and stuff really fucking rules um it's it is staggeringly beautiful like there even more so than god of war ragnarok there were things in forbidden west that made me want to travel again to like climb fucking hills and see views that i could like it the the ways in which it renders its kind of post post apocalypse and the kind of the detrite like it the 
it's not just like how do I put it? It's it, it's not just like they've evolved the tech of of like you know our age or whatever into something better. It's like the stuff that is cutting edge for us today has gone through so many cycles and years and everything that it is pure fucking detritus to this new age. And the way they they use that in terms of both telling a story and in terms of like gameplay in a lot of, in, a, in a lot of cases where you know the 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 space shuttle this fucking this image that we have of exploring beyond what we know like in the future in 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 Horizon's future the only thing it's good for is like well you pull it down on some fucking robot snakes and you basically use it as a club um and like that's like that's really cool um the, the story loses a lot of steam because it's all told through fucking shot reverse shot over the shoulder perspective ex- exposition but like actually exploring the open world and the things you get to see and do like it is a very like involved video game that you know has you like studying the kind of unique ecosystem that's formed with these different types of dinosaurs like robot dinosaurs and how they interact with each other like the different types that you come across um that can affect your like you spend a lot of time like circling the battlefield like studying these enemies and like really seeing their their movement patterns and everything um and like really planning your approach to taking one of these things down um in a way that is like really really goddamn fun like i i i I, and i tried going back to zero dawn after it because i was like was zero dawn that bad and it's and it's it's a different fucking ball game entirely is it's forbidden west is so much more flexible um you know i i i I, like god of war ragnarok is great it suffers from a lot of real fucking pacing issues that um boy i mean it's you know like to be to be clear like it is because it's all based on this far like this evolved far more loving respectful relationship that's developed between kratos and atreus over the years between the games like it's 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 the story is so much better than in god of war 2018 but there are still plenty of walk and talk sections that drag on there are still it still refuses to fucking cut away from its one-shot camera perspective that does more harm than good at this stage because like you can see the most momentous fucking thing in front of you it can be the grandest fucking sight you you you, you can you have wandered through such a staggeringly beautiful environment and you get to the end of it and then you're like okay we have to go back home now and you have to go through the entire thing again cuz it's like well you have to get home like you can't just cut away for time or you you could but you choose not to um and there's just a lot of structural issues like that that get in the way of the game's pacing like you could cut a lot of fat from this game and still have it be a massive epic thing that is really great um but yeah i don't know it's um i if i'm choosing between the two types of games that we're talking about here i think i also think giving horizon its due in a way that no one else is going to give it its due i think appeals to me more than just saying like god of war ragnarok 
Um, so for that reason, I'm cutting God of War Ragnarok. Um, and now we need Rag- to cut. Nay, rock. <laughs> this 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 one's this one's got this one's got no 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 sticking power. It's not it's not solid. Oh, um, the the fellas doesn't have any rocks. That's rag <laughs> nay rock. Okay. <laughs> We just cut two more games and then we have our ten. I know, but this is like the most hellish cut of two games ever. Um, okay, when I when I when I pan back and look at the list and I see I see what needs to be done. I don't want to do it, but I'll do it. I think Dorf Romantic will have to come off. Uh, yeah, I I like I Dorf love Romantic that game. A lot. It is it is so calming and nice and it yep. it's like the next evolution of townscaper where they actually put like a game in it but it's enough game where it doesn't feel like you're being pressured to do anything there's no wrong placement you know yeah yeah uh, i mean there is like literally places you can't put the tiles sometimes but that's yeah. <laughs> it's not like uh you don't get chastised for like putting not because ma- like there's a you know there's you get more points for matching up edges with similar edges but you don't like the only detriment is like a point thing, and there's all the points are always counting up in the background to a bigger thing, uh, a bigger bank of points to unlock. So, like, no matter what your pace in the game or how quote unquote good you are at Dorf Romantic, you're always leveling up, you're always progressing. Yeah, there's no there's no shutting out for skill requirement or speed or anything like that. It's true. It's just so pleasant. But I, I, I like I, I adore Dorf Romantic, but like I don't. I don't want to see Windjammers leave particularly. I don't want to see like Neon White jump off. I like like there's there's games on like everything on here should be on here. But yeah, I think Dorf Romantic can can okay be yeah. This sucks. All right, I um. I, I, I yeah. I mean, we're, like I I love Dorf Romantic um, as well. It's 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 great. I just. Like it's more of like I'm looking at a bunch of these games and thinking to myself like oh well of course this is on here okay and then I th- I think you're uh, going, like the thing you're going to have to convince me of is that Windjammers Two makes it on here. So Windjammers Two, I, I like it's I've wanted Windjammers Two for a while because Windjammers is like first Windjammers is like one of the most perfect fusions of like a sports game and a fighter ever. It's it's literally mm-hmm. Street Fighter Two Pong and it's. So it feels so good. And Windjammers 2 did the smart thing and didn't change anything except they added one thing. The ability to jump. And it and it and it adds this extra dimension of a, of a of a counter you can do to these fucking vicious back and forths with these rallies where you're just trying to slip the slip that little disc past people and the goals just get bigger if you're doing well, so it's easier for them to outscore you and the the fucking flexing of neck muscles and 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 like controller grip rage that goes on in Windjammers Two when you're playing with someone who like gets it, it like gets the 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 feel and moves and the pressure buttons like you do is like second to none in one v one fighting games. Like I, I just think it's and while it's not really rewriting the book, it's just kind of adding more. And we'll probably never see another Windjammers again. But the fact that we've had such a journey since Giant Bombs. Fucking uh, what is it? Uh, kind of PR. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like gr- amazing PR for Windjammers since 2013 and onward, where like this obscure fucking game that I only um remember being a part of Bebop Burgers in my hometown 
in the little arcade that was like one of like seven other games you could play on one of those machines uh was all is all of a sudden being taken very seriously by people and got a sequel in 2022 um i guess the only negative i really have about it is i i really don't like the art style compared to the first one i just don't like the hand-drawn anime thing i guess I, not not I, well. I, I I do like it because I like stuff like uh, Hades and stuff that looks cool. Although it was the weaker point for me, but it's I I it's so good, Hamish. It's one of the best. It's like so tight and it's so responsive. I I I played a few matches and I just ugh, I couldn't Gotta, couldn't get into it. It's the the pressure buttons. It's so cool. <sighs> the lob shots, the jumps. It's wind jammers. It's yeah. <laughs> um, it's so fun. It's like seriously one of the best arcade things you can play. For me, for me, it's bounced off of it. For, for me, the, it's uh, between, online. For, for me, it's between wind jammers and iron lung. Well, if that's it, then we got to keep uh, wind jammers because or or goat simulator uh, three. I, I I guess I have you Goat Simulator Three is maybe the weakest link on here, despite how extremely fun it is. It yeah, it just felt like a less breakable version of Goat. Well, I say that, but it crashed all the time. But yeah, yeah, um, true, yeah, yeah. I got it, it, Goat Simulator is really fun, I guess, but it's it might as well be the same game, I guess. If I had to knock it down a peg. Well, I mean, we're <laughs> but, saying that about Windjammers Two as well. But the jump is critical. Like they, they've given another button on the gamepad something to do. Because before it was the four face buttons were each just two buttons per jump or throw. But they've added a third. There's a, there's a different dimension. It adds a, it adds a snappiness and a fuck you a, um, aspect to the rallies that's, that creates a more vicious competitive atmosphere. But, but I, would, I would sooner strike the- down Iron Lung. Okay. But Goat I mean, Simulator like, 3, I guess, is like more like it just looks like I like it's Goat Simulator 2. We know it is. That 3 yeah. can't change me. <laughs> um, just because they put that 3 on there. If you peel off that 3, that's a 2. I'm, I, I, I want Goat Simulator 3 on this list because uh, because it's a game that we played together and we played for several hours and it was really goddamn fun. <laughs> like um, That's true. Uh, and yeah, and and like I, I was skeptical of Goat Simulator Three going into it because it seemed a bit kind of like, hey, did you see this video game reference we're making? Like, look at it, and we'll show you the cutscene that you, you know, like you, in order to show you the comedy. The Skyrim rather. intro. Yeah, <laughs> I it's oh god, um, but like then then you get further into it and you realize like remember, remember we just stumbled upon that fucking Wolfenstein thing, like you know, um. Just by like going into that old woman's like back garden, um, and that was fucking mental. And like you know, the 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 traversal options are really nuts. Like I was like I always liked Goat Simulator's traversal, but this kind of like because it kind of struck that line between you know goofy and awkward and just like getting you where you needed to go, and where you wanted to go. Like this one kind of takes it to new levels in terms of the. Like it basically just wants you being able to move 
however you want at all times, and I think that's great. Um, this, there's so many secrets. It's like, um, you know, the, the they're not afraid to just like they're not afraid to like let like let environmental events get in the way of like other challenges they're just like okay well it will be a bit more challenging for you but isn't that part of the fun like you know like where you can you'll have a goal to you know get get a bunch of boxes in a garage and then but then you'll also have activated a fucking full-blown tornado by spinning the three ballerinas that will just send all the boxes fucking flying um but there's there's kind of something funny about that that they just didn't like they were just kind of like, yeah, you know, fuck it. It's like, it's a tornado, what do you want us to do? Like, the map's gonna be fucking destroyed and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, 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 like, I've always been a defender of Goat Simulator, like, uh, uh, you know, against the people saying, like, it's just, it's just lol random stuff, and it's like, uh, It's, 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 it's like the, it's the closest thing we got to classic Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, like, it's yeah. certainly closer than something like Roller Drome, which people were talking about as like a Tony Hawk game. You know, um yeah, I, I, I think that I think Go Simulator 3 makes the list. Um Iron uh, Lung, get get tay fuck. Okay. It's a it's a it's a very it's a very close eleven. Cause I cause it I think I, in, I, I think it I, lives on in third place on uh <laughs> on the Golden <laughs> Pumpkin. Yes, exactly. I think Iron Lung looks like really fucking cool. Um, I think that would be highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll I will check that out at some point. So we now have our ten. Um, okay, uh, now we need so the ten, the ten so far, unranked is Pentiment, Elden Ring, Neon White, Gran Turismo Seven, Teardown, Immortality, Vampire Survivors, Goat Simulator Three, Horizon Forbidden West, and Windjammers Two. Um. And now we just need to order this. All right. I think it goes Teardown, Gran Turismo 7, Windjammers 2, <laughs> Immortality. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm just naming random <laughs> games. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was kind of, like, you were, you were going, you were going, you were going, you were, you were going with it. And I was like, I was kind of with you. I was like, I, I, I wasn't, wasn't, wasn't fully against all that. Teardown um, is the game of the year. Um, <laughs> this, this, I mean, it could see. be argued. Um, no, I, I, I haven't played enough to say that. It, it can't be one. It can't. Um, <laughs> oh man. All right. Um, all right. I will. I will. Since it was, since it was a controversial take to get it on, I will. I will. I will offer the lamb of Windjammers two at number ten. Okay. And 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 for that, we've got I will, our, we've I will got put, our floor. I, I'll, I'll put Horizon Forbidden like. Windjammer's number 10, Horizon Forbidden West number 9, I'm kind of into. Does that work for you? Uh, sorry, you, you, you got a little static here. What did you oh, say? sorry. So, so uh, Windjammer's 2 at 10, and then Horizon Forbidden West at 9. Yeah, I can, I can live with that. Sure, okay. Just, I love those robo-dinos. I, I can't even play Horizon. I ain't got no PS5. <laughs> um. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a very good game, and I'm and, and there's part of me that's kind of glad we're, like I say, we're giving it some props when no one else is. <laughs> Everyone fucking forgot about that game quick, um, and with good reason. Uh, um, oh, God, 
This is hard, man. Okay. I uh, mean, I, okay, I, I mean, I think we're, you know, I think we can probably say Goat Simulator three eight as well. Like, you know, it's it's there. Oh yeah, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that just, makes sense. Um, you know, because that's that's a game that you know is not the most fucking advanced game. It's not like you know pushing the medium to new places, but it's a game that we both play together and I it, like really enjoyed. Like. Um, it was... They made a better map for the shenanigans. Yep. They did a much better job. It's like, like there's no reason to play Goat Simulator One anymore. They, it's like all the yeah. good stuff of one, like reworked to be better. Like it's, it's definitely got more polish, but that's not saying much with that <laughs> series, I guess. But yeah. Um. Okay. No, right now, it's getting fucking tough. All maybe, right. Grand maybe... Turismo Seven at seven. Let's do no, it. No, I. I... <laughs> But uh, it's already got seven in the name. Yeah, exactly. That's why it'd be, it'd be, look, it'd be obvious. Hey, Mitch, look at this. Ob- All you have like, to do it- is move that seven to in front of seven <laughs> Grand Turismo. Yeah, look yeah at that. seven Grand Turismo. No, uh, I it, see. But that's the thing. That's you know, everyone's going to be expecting you to do that. Like you know, oh, it makes so much sense. We got. We can't. We can't be given into such fucking. You know, like <laughs> common fucking. You know, like we're we're. we're, we're when when people want us to zag, we're gonna zag, and that's why we're not putting Gran Turismo Seven at number seven. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say maybe Neon White at seven. Yeah. So I'm um, I we haven't had much time to talk shit on Neon White, and this is a great time. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. So I never oh, right, I, okay. I didn't beat it. Um, like. So I actually got to a level that I found a little out of my skill range and I could not progress. So that kind yeah. of bummed me out a bit. Um, it was quite like far into the game, like really far in. But I found like, man, I have tried this up like way more than every other level. Like normally it took me a while, but when I would nail it, I'd nail it. And this one, I was like, I am clearly missing something or I don't have my weapon switching down. And it was really it stunted the enjoyment because I realized with a lot of sadness, like, oh, it's uh, it's over. but. But I had so much time, like shaving times down on levels I had mastered, that it was a really great time. Uh, but, you know, but you know what else? Like we've we've kind of neglected in in our discussions is just how awful the story is. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Just because you have Steve Blum as your uh, protagonist doesn't mean it's good. Uh, yeah. It Holy is, shit! I so is, you is. were skipping it. I was listening to it. I was skipping it quickly and reading it. But man, it's so bad. Like it it's is, so bad. It is written for. It is written for the most annoying people on earth to enjoy. It's like you know. It's like yeah. um, and I, I, I just I couldn't believe a little too what much I was Twitter seeing. lingo. Yeah, I, I, and it's it, like it is, and and it, you know a bad story is is you know bad enough, but it's like the fact that. A, so much time is spent with it, and like spent assuming that you enjoy these characters when they are fucking awful, like they are terrible, like, and also the fact that it's taking so much time away from the, like, I would just love this game if it was just level, 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 you know, like just keep going, like, and, and don't fucking stop to go back to this. Stupid fucking hub area with all these fucking crap yeah. characters. Like, well, the, just yeah, keep but going. There's other levels tied to the fucking conversation shit too. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. what's so annoying. Like you you find like a like a key. I actually can't even remember what, like an orb or something that corresponds with the color of one of your friends. Like 
everyone is neon white, neon red, neon green, et cetera, et cetera. You know, um, so like you'd find something to like progress your relationship with the, the purple one. And eventually you would do their cool specialized courses, which are really fun. They're like extreme uh, kind of facelifts on the on the vanilla game uh, thing where you have to kind of worry about certain things or you have stuff taken away that makes them more challenging. But yeah, you have to. You have to sift through so much like, well, I didn't know you liked collectible cars. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, bro. I keep, I keep all my like collectible that. cards in my boobs. You know, it's like, fucking, like did sh- you just say totes or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I, it's, then, like, yeah, oh, it's God. like a um, internet that, lingo. It's like, I, you know, like, oh, I, I have balls that are, get sweaty too or whatever. The, oh, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's designed for people to get fake horny over. Like, you know, it, it's... um. Like, oh, it's 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 so awful. Like it's it's abys like abysmal. It is, oh. but the gameplay is so fucking good. It's like um uh, you know, uh, the it, game may take place in heaven, but the but the the stories from hell. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like, you know. Like it, speedrunning has never been so fun, you know. I I I say this as a track mania addict. Um, like it's uh, and it also you know like first per- first first person platforming that isn't terrible is a rare fucking thing. Um, and the the soundtrack's really great. Um, you know the the the, the visual design, like I say, the characters is um is fantastic it's you know it's it's all very readable and despite like going for a kind of quite like deliberately you know kind of 2000s messy style or whatever um yeah i i i in terms of the gameplay i can't say enough good things about it but it's just um yeah that story is like a real fucking drag that that like should should have been fucking like when when they got to the point where they were, you know, there should have been a point where they just like, are we di- distracting from what people are actually here to play this game for? Um, and should we just scrap this entirely? Um, so yeah. Mill- millennial writers need to s- need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very true. We're, very true. We're just awful. We're just <laughs> awful. We're we we. We're too sassy. We got uh, just take something seriously. Stop being so <laughs> cynical and snarky. Not everyone has to be the funny poster. You know what I mean? Because please <laughs> stop. Oh man, I'm so right. tired. I'm so burned out on all this wacky hijinks. <laughs> oh right, now we're really fucking getting into um. Oh, we're the shit. Uh, hmm. All right, Gran Turismo 7, 6. <laughs> is the best racing game I've played in so many fucking years. It's, like... Better than I'm, Sammy B's Immortality? I, 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 had, I had more fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But you weren't um, supposed to have fun in Immortality. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to feel weird. Uh, 
This sucks. Uh, this is impossible. Uh, hmm. Grant, oh man, I, I, I would be okay with saying Immortality Six, Gran Turismo Five. That sounds um, like yeah, that sounds respectable. I mean, it's it's it, it seems, it, it, it's, it's it's weird to me, but Immortality is like doing cool things for video games is like kind of a cool step forward in certain ways. But I also, yeah, like I feel like it, it was a lower middle of the road kind of um, notable experience this year for me when compared to other games. Like, I, I, I think, uh, I think there are, there are like elements of that game that represent like one of the wildest meditations on what it means to create art that I've seen in any medium really it's it's like it got me thinking about art in ways that you know like the art about creating art rarely does like it like it also it so often comes across as like you know like like the kind of meta shit is so hard to actually get right um but like immortality unsettled me in in how it kind of talked about like how art relates to like industry and the utterly destructive effect that can have on both people and art itself um like uh and how you know it's i i I find it really really fascinating um but like you know when i compare it to like like i mean (laughs) when i compare immortality to gran turismo 7 um, like that's a, that's a wild comparison to me. <laughs> um, Does it have like, a tome of the history of the world? I exactly, think not. exactly. Like Grand Turismo Seven is such a gloriously absurd fucking framing for the best racing game. Like, it, like I cannot overstate how good the racing in Grand Turismo Seven feels. It is phenomenal. Like how how smooth, but how tense and how like you know how, like, thrilling it is to fucking to finally overtake that fucking cunt that was telling you about his signature hat or why you should eat baguettes in France or whatever. Um, yeah, and, like, I'm known for and, my baguettes. <laughs> and the the tuning that you can do and the drastic effect that that can have on races and, the, the like, trying to get your car below the fucking performance rating so you can, so it qualifies for the race and, like, you know, and you're changing the the very fab, the very nature of how your car drives, and it's like, ah, uh, you know, I'm having to get used to this whole new beast, and like, and it's you know, it's a game, it's a racing game where you know, driving the fastest car is not necessarily the most fun thing to do. Like, there are cars that drive slower, but like the way the dual sense is implemented, like the the way the pedals feel and the vibration, it's it's like it's so visceral that driving like slower cars can feel just as fucking exhilarating as driving you know like a fucking bugatti or whatever um it's it is like outside of the stupid fucking microtransaction stuff um like it is it's staggering like how well made that game is in terms of transferring that obsession about cars and racing into gameplay form um for, for yeah for me for me i i just like i really think it needs to be 
Immortality 6, Gran Turismo 5. Like, does that work for you? Yes. Uh, Uh, All according to plan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, now the real real battle begins. Dude, dude, I'm just going to say this. Elden Ring Uh 4. Woo! Hot takes. Hot takes from Hot Takes Hambo here. Uh, Elden Ring 4. Now, most of the year, we were referring to this list as the what gets number two under Elden Ring yep. list. Yep. And that, yeah, that seems to have changed. Uh, yeah, I feel like we yeah. both don't think Elden Ring is the shoe and it would be. Although I do think, do we both agree that it, it's like the best Souls game? Did we both say that? I can't remember. I think that is, as, as someone who went, who specifically went back to Dark Souls 1 for the well, sake Dark of Souls 1 it- is like, that's like, that's, that's a beautiful Chardonnay of a game, you know? Uh... <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I specifically went back to compare where they came from with where they're at now. And, like, there are things about Elden Ring, in, it, when, you view it, when you view it through that lens, there are things about Elden Ring that I think legitimately suck. Like, I, I, I dislike the bosses. I think that end game is largely fucking horseshit like it has some of the best vistas in the game and it's wasted on <laughs> like you know on, on really fucking unfair crap bosses that you know it, like i found myself having to fucking grind to to stand a chance which is something i never thought i would have to do in a fucking souls game like the souls games are kind of like at a certain point leveling doesn't really matter because you know, like, it's more about the skills that you learn uh, along the way. Whereas with Elden Ring, I was like, right, if I don't level my my health up to, like, level 60, then I'm going to get one-shotted by these endgame bosses, like, uh, uh, like, uh, which is way past the fucking soft cap of any other fucking Souls game for this shit. Um, you know, like, I think most Souls games, like, they kind of soft cap it at about level 30 or something like that, level 40. Um, S- something like that, or the stats do? Or yeah, something? yeah. But, I mean, it's, but, <clears throat> but, the, but the thing is, it's like, with Elden Ring, it's like, in order to get a second hit, in order to be able to take a second hit from some of these bosses, you're looking at leveling uh, to an insane degree, and the bo- and, and the rewards you get for actually fighting in terms of like souls and stuff are so fucking stingy that levels are not easy to get until you realize like there's a fucking massive farming spot at one point that you just you can just warp to and constantly just grind fucking souls and i'm like that's not what i want to be doing in a fucking souls game um and you know i think there there's a point at which the the increased fluidity of like enemy movement and stuff like that um means that you have these really dazzling fucking anime style movesets that occur now that are just kind of difficult to like you know difficult to read and not in like a kind of fun way it's like you know millennia where you're having to do insanely specific moves at insane, insanely specific times in order that you don't just get one-shotted 
by this fucking stupid fucking move that she pulls out. Um, so yeah, I, I, I have problems with Elden Ring. Um, saying that, it is obviously one of the, you know, like, it's, it's so fucking good. Like, it is a staggering achievement. Like, this is all, all the stuff I'm saying about, like, all oh, this is stuff I dislike about it. It's coming from the place of, like, you know, the assumption that you, like, you kind of know what we're talking about here, which is the Elden Ring is, like, one of the best games ever made, other than that stuff. Um, there's just, there's an element to, to it for me as well, where I'm just, I'm burnt out on it. <laughs> like, I, I've, I've put so much time into it, and, like, you know, while that is a positive in itself, the, like, that I've been able to put so much time into it, I just, like, it brings out the game's flaws as well, in a way that is not particularly flattering. I also think that, more so than any other Souls game, Elden Ring, like, is, is um, unbelievable the first time through, and then any subsequent playthrough, it loses that magic at a much quicker, a much quicker rate. Um, yeah, I, um, a friend of mine on Instagram, of all places, uh, like messaged me on Instagram and he said like, oh, did you restart yet? Like after I told him I beat it and I was like, restart? Like, I don't want to like, uh, I don't want to like go through the whole open world all over again and re-unlock everything. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's something about it being an open world that, that yeah, like you said, kind of like, kind of nukes the replayability for me. I'd yeah. much rather like pick it up. And although I guess that, yeah, that being said, I'm more likely to go back to Elden Ring and pick it up and play randomly on my finished character than I would in any other Souls game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's kind of, I guess it's kind of like an equivalent exchange in that regard. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah I think, totally. you know what? I think I, I, um, <clears throat> you know, like, and it's hard. Uh, I feel like people are going to think we're weird for putting a game like Pentiment above it, but there's just something about Pentiment oh, that, uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, is I, really I, cool. Yeah. Like, that when I think, I, when I think I th- deserves to be above Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Like, I, yeah, like Pentiment is, are, are we okay with Elden Ring at four? Yeah. I like it. It's okay. controversial. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's provocative, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like Pentiment is just, it's, you know, it's such a singular fucking thing. Like, how the fuck did this get made? You know, like it's a lot of years and years of trying and failing yeah. to get it made. I think, yeah. And it's and it's just such a weird fucking thing that has so much care put into it that it manages to be way more flexible, and you know, like. Like, well, I I kept hearing people talk about this game like, oh, it's like deliberately anti-fun and stuff like that. You know, it's 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 so slow and so, and I'm like, it's it's measured. You know, it's it's not like the fastest paced game in the world, but it's it, it's funny. It's like it's hilarious at points. It's really it has moments of light-hearted humor among its you know kind of more like tense thing, like you know like murder mystery things. But even then, like you know. The murder mystery is super tense, and you're constantly tr- fighting against the clock. Like, you know, I, I just, I, I, I kind of had this. What I felt like was a different experience with that game than some people, where they were just like they saw a game where you had to read a bunch, and they were like, "No, nah, this is, you know, 
like fuck this whereas like i don't know like i've never seen a game like put more effort into rendering its text than fucking pentiment um it is staggering it is like it's oh man like uh, yeah i mean i for for me the 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 list here is it, tear down number three and then it's a competition between pentiment and vampire survivors for the top yeah, I, I think so. I think Vampire Survivors is so damn just like it's. I don't know. I assume it's kind of similar to whoever invented crack. Um, uh, it yeah. was uh, like, damn, we really hit something here, you know? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and the fact that they've just garnered so much goodwill. This, uh, this, this freaking dev who's just like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a dollar or whatever. Like, like, what is it? Three bucks for the game and then like two bucks for the DLC yeah. and then the phone port, which is where it's going to get a lot more play because it's perfect for those controls. It's just free, which is genius. And it's, it's, it's utilizing the, the, the classic Castlevania chic, which is like, like find me a person who doesn't like the way old Castlevania looks. It's like a beloved style of yeah. game. So it's got that going for it. Um, it's literally like an inverse clicker where you don't have to. Do, the game is doing the clicking for you and you yep. move while it clicks. It's really cool. Then that way, it's like a reverse bullet hell kind of. Um, it will also being kind of its own bullet hell. Um, yep. Like, it, it, you know what it is? It's a bullet hell where you slowly turn into a bullet hell boss. It's really yeah. cool. I mean, I, I think is, is that uh, not the slogan for the game? Like, be the I bullet hell? I think so, yeah. Like, you become the bullet hell. Yeah, you just become this, like, orb of death that would usually be the final fucking boss of any yeah. <laughs> bullet hell, like, you know, jet game. Um, And I guess, I don't know, just, you know. And Teardown, I think, might be the sleeper hit of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think Teardown might. Teardown is the definition of sleeper hit. It is so fucking cool. You feel badass while doing it. It's it somehow gives me echoes of Hitman in all the yes. right ways without it being Hitman. Like there's yes, a, it, you know there's I don't even think there's a human being in this game, right? Like there's no no it's, yeah I mean, you're it's, walking it's, around empty buildings. Like I've yeah and the only people you talk to are via emails on a computer, and you have all the time in the world to scope out a place, and it's yeah it's. I don't think I've never played a game like Teardown, really. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've, yeah, there's never been as as effective a heist game as Teardown. Um, yeah, yeah, like I, I well earned. Um, it, it came out of nowhere. I'm so glad I played it before day one. Uh, I was really cutting it down. I'd, oh, I I saw you stream it months ago, and I was really impressed with it. Yeah. Um, and like I was I was impressed at how you were taking it so seriously, like you were. You were like walking back and forth, like debating on what to do, and I was like, "Man, it's it seems really uh tense at points." Yeah, and, and like you, you know, it's every single decision you make in that game, like has an effect on that final sixty seconds, and it's like you you agonize over it for so long that I I just I I I think that you know it's. It's paced so well, and it's and it's and you know it's de- like they want you to, they want you to agonize over this stuff and really intricately plan out every little bit of your of your route through a level, Be- like because they're doing the they're like they're basically gamifying something like heat, you know, like where it's 
it's it's it's really kind of tense. You're scoping the joint. You're uh, you're you're uh, like getting all the equipment ready and the the kind of getaway cars and all that kind of stuff. And then it's just that fucking like right go, you know. Um, and I I I don't know. Like it's every single time. Like I would just I, I, I again in the same way as like something like Hitman. Every single run just had its own story behind it that was entirely mine and you know like you know like i say like completely different for every single other person involved um and you know it's it's just such a weird thing like it's and and you know we again we kind of mentioned it yesterday or you know the, the, the day one um but it's like the you know we're we're mentioning it because it in game of the year 2022 because it launched in 1.0 this year out of early access um but like that 1.0 launch is is so vast there's so much in this fucking game like it's um you know like teardown is if you you know you can have the campaign and the campaign is lengthy like it's it's you know you will spend hours and hours getting through this game just on its own then you have the sandbox which is you know like I I don't usually care about like random destruction sandboxes and stuff, but like the destruction is so detailed here that I spent like an insane amount of time just you know kind of demolishing every building in a really methodical way. Um, then you also have like mod support and stuff. Like there's all there's all sorts of community created content, um, and it's like there's just kind of endless game here for you if you want it. And it's all great. Like it's you know, um Yeah. So yeah, I I yeah, I just um but I think when it comes down to like the 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 two games that are vying for the top here, I I like Vampire like, you know, Pentiment is such a singular fucking thing, um, that I just I'm staggered it got like I'm 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 astounded it got made. Vampire Survivors is one of the most addictive things I've I've touched in you know like a long fucking time and no matter how much time i put into it it never feels like time wasted like it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's designed like one of those games that is or it, it, it kind of gives like at first glance it seems like one of those games that's designed to just get you in a kind of predatory loop of just getting you hooked and like but i think it says a lot that the mobile port there's no actual monetization in it like it is free oh. Like and and the only things that you, you you can watch an ad if you want if you want a revive in order to, like if you died during a run and you're like you know if you want to keep going you can watch an ad you don't have to like you can just start again and it'll be fine like you won't lose much you'll still be rewarded um and like that's it like I think that says a lot about how this game just wants to be a good game first and foremost like rather than you know utilize like you know because because the kind of clicker genre is all just about like just playing on playing games with you psychologically in order to just keep you in this fucking loop but like by just by introducing like movement and the kind of bullet hell like vibe to proceedings like you know it completely shifts that dynamic where it's like you are it's it's like one of the most involved tense games I think I've played this year, like it's and 
and yet, it, it, like, you could describe it as having the DNA of an idol game. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it, like, um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't, like, I really don't think there's much more that's much more satisfying than, um, than getting to that point where you are just a fucking spinning wheel of death, like, where the, the, the enemies that at the start you were having to run from and constantly try to, like, you were spending ages on that one big fucking, like, praying mantis or whatever, and suddenly, like, you know, 20, 25 minutes later, you're getting swarmed by the fuckers, but they do not stand a chance against you because you are, you're, you're whipping like fuck, you're shooting out fucking knives like machine guns, fireballs are just emanating from you, your scythes are just spinning out of control, like, you are just unfucking stoppable um, the, the, the pacing of the game is so good in the way it sends waves at you, it's not just constantly sending harder and harder enemies at you, sometimes it will send you a lot of enemies you know, it'll be it'll look like a massive swarm but it'll be of weaker enemies and so it looks like this fucking horrendous situation that you're in, your, that you're in but like it's actually really good because it's because it's like giving you a chance to bask in that power that you've accumulated. It's giving you a bunch of free experience to prepare for the actual harder enemies that are coming your way. Like it, it, all the weapons are balanced so that any combination can feasibly work. And you know that's how you get into things like finding the evolutions for different weapons and like the the secrets of this game that are in there. Like the way that different levels function and how different builds might benefit you in every different environment. Like, there's so much, like, weird depth to this game that, like, you you look at its fucking simplistic art style and the fact that, you know, all you're physically doing is moving your character around the, the map and you, and yeah. you, like, and you see how much there actually is that they do with that. It's fucking incredible. Plus, like, the art style like, you know, it's it, like, like you say, like, it's great. Like the Castlevania art style is great, but it's like, I, I really love how it, it, like, you know, you can imagine like the, you know, the kind of uh, He-Man style cartoon thing, but it's, it's it, like, it's just like, just like effortlessly slashing through count, like the most fucking enemies, like the highest enemy death count of any fucking video game ever. Like you see that enemy death counter in the in the top corner and it's just fucking like scrolling through like thousands upon thousands of enemies that you're killing and it's like god it's so satisfying. I like for the longest time I was thinking that Pentiment would easily take game of the year. Now I am struggle like it's it's a real struggle for me like mm. What are your thoughts? <sighs> they're just so radically different. I'm like trying to figure out how to like size them up against each other. Um, I think Pentiment is like hopefully opening the door to more cool historical games. Yes. Can, like that aren't just, you know, grand strategy. Um, it's like really cool. I, and, yeah. and, what pen what I respect about Pentiment too is like having kind of followed a lot of Josh Sawyer's uh, development over uh, of it over the last few years. Once I found out that 
kind of hinted in uh, a ways back that he got the green light to do his historical game that he's been wanting to do for a while and knowing the stuff he's interested in and seeing all of those things in Pentiment like exercised in a natural way, like things, his interests and stuff. It It's really cool seeing a game that just has like so much of a person's like vision in it, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it's really like a labor of love on his part. Like they're like, he got a really small team to do it. Cause you know, he basically made a narrative historical game and it's made by like obsidian. Yeah. The RPG company. And so a bunch of people are probably going into this game expecting a historical RPG and probably being very mad, but it's, I don't know. It's so cool. It's someone like finding a way to put their interests into a game in a really unique way. And it comes out tangible to the rest of us as a really good piece of art. And the, yeah, like the focus on text being used for characterization and stuff is like, I don't think that's ever, I mean, surely the game has maybe gotten that across. Like I know it's been done in comics, but like in games using like different, these different ways of conveying how characters are while having no dialogue, audible dialogue is uh, really cool. And yeah, like there's some heart wrenching stuff in there and there's some really lighthearted stuff. It's a good reflection of life in a way like it yeah. captures a lot of the ups and downs of life well in it and does a good job of you know getting you to really care about this town and the people in it and getting to know it it's it it's very fun like it's just fun reading all the all this stuff and seeing how stuff has changed or stuff was perceived back in back in that time period and uh i feel like it's executed extremely well and while i won't be like racing to get back to it because i i kind of want the uh my first playthrough to kind of digest in me a bit more i do think like i am excited to try a different route and see how kind of different my uh my my mural ends up being you know Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's hard but then vampire survivors is like arguably one of the greatest arcade games ever released in history (laughs) like it's like it's so fucking good and uh it like is a well-deserved biggest surprise of the year too because damn that came out of no i i don't know how i found out about it i I mean like it just uh, appeared on steam one day and i saw that it just had like overwhelmingly positive and i heard people like i I just it was one of those things where you see every single person posting about it or just mentioning mm -hmm. it and then you're just like what is this and then i I mean i saw it was super cheap and then yeah, you 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 go in going, ah, how 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 fun could this be for so long? And then you look at the clock and like hours have passed and yeah. you all of a sudden have all these goals in the game of how long you like, you know, you're you have a game plan, you know what stuff to skip. And ah, yeah, they're both so good. I mean <laughs> like, both incredible the, yeah. games. I mean the thing is like, you know, I wouldn't have played Vampire Survivors had you not sent me a code. Like it, 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 you were just like you were just like play this like you, yeah. like you, you bought me the game, and I and I was like, oh, okay. Um, and the thing is, like, I think I think the the thing with with Vampire Survivors is that it's so simple that it's inspired a ton of fucking clones or whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> There's so many, but it's, none. It's none kind of, of a plague on Steam. It's like, but it's but it's like, like, but you know, like not one has approached even like a fraction of the kind of like 
everyone's just like, I want to play more Vampire Survivors because it's just yeah, like it, there's there's just some there's just a secret sauce there that's like, you know, it 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 just nails it in a way these other games don't. But it's like, I don't know. I I think the way that my heart is going at the moment is, I think the Pentiment takes this because I think there's like. I think there's just so much fucking passion oozing out of every fucking pore of this thing. I think the what it does for kind of like subverting your expectations around like RPG dialogue and stuff. Um, I mean, I know it's not like a full blown RPG, but it's like the way that you know the the dialogue choices open up based on how you on on your character's backstory and everything. Like, and the way they kind of turn that. It's not like oh, you get this secret dialogue choice and that's going to open up all these new options for you it's it's like more often than not it just annoys characters like like yeah. um you know i i i i think that that stuff's really clever i i i think more than anything else i just like how it's not a game necessarily about getting you specifically interested in this type in, in this specific period of history like obviously it does that really well like and and you know i i you know i'm super i'm super into like you know i i i've never been more eager to, to hit select on the controller and just see the glossary definitions of all this stuff and all like you know it, it's been so fun to absorb but i think more so than anything else i think what pentiment does is like try to say that you know as as we were saying before like history is stories you know it, it's it like and it is open to interpretation and you know unless you're actually there you don't know exactly what happened in any given scenario and it's like um and so how we choose to represent that um and like how we pass those stories on is how we remember people and like you know um and so i i, I think it's like more so than getting people interested in this specific type of history is getting people to look more broadly at history as a concept and how it relates to things like how how religion can affect history and like and how art can affect you know history and all that stuff and how technology can like you know affect our stories which affects history and and you know like all, like all this kind of stuff is like it's layers upon layers of fucking of meaning and there's all this stuff you can read into it while also just being a really fun fucking murder mystery game that you know it like it, it with a beautiful art style with really well written characters that you know it, it, it the, the town is just a joy to navigate um the, like it, and like we're saying the text is just so well rendered like ink dries fucking mistakes get corrected the, the type sound of, of the scratch scratch yeah, is phenomenal. Like the, the the fonts that get used will dictate, you know, how like what where a character's from, like what level of you know, um fucking you know, what level of like reading ability they're at, you know, it's like um like all this kind of stuff is it's like it is so densely packed with meaning and fun and like hardship and you know tension and all this fucking stuff it, like i i i think out of the two gate like i think vampire survivors 
like you say, maybe the best arcade game of the last fucking however many years. I think it comes a very close second to Pentiment. Yeah, no, I'm feeling that too. I think, yeah, it feels right putting Pentiment at top. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's kind of almost unbelievable. I, I, I didn't expect yeah. it to be as impactful as it was. It's really cool. Yeah. Are um, we locking it in? I think we're locking it in. This is possibly our coolest, uh, top 10 list, I think. Yeah. I, 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 like, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I wasn't, I really wasn't sure how this was going to go, like, which is cool. Like, it's, um, man. Like, you know, a lot of, like, that's the thing, it's it's not like there was a whole lot of fucking, you know, huge standout, like, big AAA fucking amazing games this year, for me anyway, but, like, there were so many interesting little games that just ended up growing into, you know, some of the most meaningful fucking experiences I've had with games in God knows how long, but I think we have game of the year list for 2022 ah, yeah that was a, that was a, that was actually a it was a difficult one but it was a it was a good one it was yeah uh, yeah it got very hard to organize and chisel away once it got to like 15 it was hard yeah yeah so yeah totally yeah that, that, that was that, i i i was i was expecting the whittling down to to be even easier than than it was like and so when we got to like 15 and i was like shit we have to cut five more games fuck um yeah, that was surprising. But right, I'm going I'm going to go from the top and just say like all our fucking categories and just go through the winners and, you know, and losers. Oh, uh, no. I'll cue the the long applause. Where is it? Yeah. Uh, uh wait, can I um I can't I can't loop it though. Um Right, okay. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have the clapping anymore. It's, 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 it's alright, I'll play. We can do it in post, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Content creator of the year. Number two, Joel, Angry Joel Vargas. Number one, the content creator of the year, Angry Video Game Nerd. Golden Pumpkin. Yeah. Number three, Iron Lung. Number two, Immortality. And number one, the Golden Pumpkin of 2022, Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia. Um, well deserved. Oh shit. Yeah, well deserved indeed. Um, best. Lo- <laughs> best looking. Number three, Hyper Demon. Number two, Teardown. And number one, the best looking game of 2022 is Pentiment. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best music, number three, Teardown. Number two, you're listening to it now, is Gran Turismo 7. And number one, the best music of 2022 is Neon White. Um, <laughs> uh, worst, oh, it's faded out, but that's fine. Worst game. <laughs> number three, we have Saints Row. Number two, we have Resident Evil Reverse. And number one, the worst fucking game of 2022 is Metal fucking Hellsinger. Rest in piss, you fucking hey, you garbage f- fucking fucker. Ugh, fuck Man. off. Metal hell singer? More like metal shit. Yeah, more like 
God. Oh, fucking stupid fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> best, <laughs> best, best strand game. Number three, I am Jesus Christ prologue. Number two, Scorn. Number 1.5, SlowRoads.io. And in a fucking shock turn of events, number one, the best strand game of 2022 is Placid Plastic Duck Simulator. Um, biggest surprise, number three, Neon White. Number two, Teardown. And number one, the biggest surprise of 2022 is Vampire Survivors. Uh, best moment, number three, Vampire Survivors. That bit in between the start of a game and sheer power where you're just standing there with garlic equipment. Wee bats are flying into you, giving you lots of diamonds to level up with. Number two, Pentiment, Act 3 mural ending. And number one, the best moment of 2022 is Teardown, the perfect heist. Oh, most yeah. disapp- like most disappointing, number three, Scorn. Number two, Gran Turismo 7. And number one, Golden Light. The Whoa! best old game of 2022. That sure was disappointing. <laughs> oh, you, you bet. Best old game of 2022. Number three, Deep Rock Galactic. Number two, Deep <laughs> Deep Fortress 2. Team Fortress 2. It's, <laughs> it's fucking... It's ten past five in the morning here. Uh, oh number my God. one, <laughs> Number one, the best old game of 2022 is Rocket League. What's the problem? The best, yeah. <laughs> the best remake, remaster, re-release, and update... Number three, Capcom Fighting Collection. Number two, Chasm the Rift. And number one, Lost Judgment, the Kaito Files. I like the, the, the power move there of introducing, just like waiting until the last possible second to be like, there's a fucking mech game in here. I was, that was a genius play. That'll go down in the, the pantheon of great fucking I'm games cast. I'm one step ahead. <laughs> and our game of the year list for 2022. Number 10, Windjammers 2. Number 9, Horizon Forbidden West. Number 8, Goat Simulator 3. 7 is Neon White. 6, Immortality. 5 is Gran Turismo 7. 4 is Elden Ring. 3 is Teardown. 2, Vampire Survivors. And number 1, our game of the year for 2022 is Pentiment. Yeah! Yeah! Pentiment. Well, well deserved, I say. Yeah, man. Um, another year down. Um, <laughs> yeah, that uh, that went that went pretty swimmingly, I'd say. Yeah. And, um, I I'm really digging Elden Ring at fourth. I think it's gonna piss a lot of people off in a really cool way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's kind of that the thing of like fuck you <laughs> that I like about these 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 lists. It's because it's because it's our list, and that's all that fucking matters here. Right? <laughs> it's true. Both middle fingers up, going. Hey, oh. game, yeah, game of the year, game of the game of the fuck, yeah, game of the, yeah. Game of the fuck you, man. This is, this has been a blast. Uh, I I fucking love doing this every year. It's been a weird year for uh, like for the podcast as well, just because like we've both been so fucking busy. But like, man, coming, you know, getting to getting to cut together and do this every year, like the seventh year that we've done this. It's um, oh yeah. Here's to seven more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, fucking rules. I'm 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 so I'm so happy we got to do this. Um thank you for um for your patience as uh as as we went through all this and you know, um and you you you've been editing uh day one as we've as we've been like 
in, in between and like that's yeah. no 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 small feat and i'm super thankful uh for, for the effort you put in man um and yeah yeah i, I couldn't yeah. have done it without you man uh, likewise <laughs> it goes it goes both ways yeah <laughs> well uh but yeah no it's um hi and, and of course we're immensely thankful to uh to all of you for listening um it really means a lot like i know a lot of people like get really excited about the game of the year podcast which is really neat like um and you know we're happy to provide this kind of weird thing for you in what might be kind of tough times you know holiday periods fucking weird um and yeah Um, uh, yeah I hope you liked the the better sounding best music this year. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't believe it took us that long. We had the soundboard last year. I'm not sure why we didn't think of that. Um, <laughs> but now, yeah, we we're only yeah. we're only getting bigger and better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Onwards. Onwards and upwards. Next yeah. year we'll next we'll next year we'll have a full band. We'll have a have our own game awards orchestra playing all the hits. Um, have a guy with a cane come out and go ho 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 or whatever the <laughs> I will be like I, I, don't, oh, I don't know I wasn't I was like half watching I don't it was like a God uh, of War song and the guy yeah. like made a stick it was like Hosier or whatever came out and was like, um <laughs> oh hold on wait we forgot what yesterday we did Bitbusters oh so it fucking did today we have the, the answers <laughs> that people have probably answered uh you know what you're all winners with this one because yeah. by the time i read this i'll like like time is weird but <laughs> the last bitbusters we had were and uh here we go the the child with a speech impediment keeps asking for my baked good and uh the letter there was q um the answer to that was Quake. <laughs> wait, wait, read the clue again? The chi- that child with the speech impediment keeps asking for my baked good. And, uh, and you know, it's like, hey, g- give me some Quake, give me some Quake, give me a piece of your Quake. <laughs> quake. As, in, as in cake. Yes, but he's got a speech impediment, so he calls it Quake. What, what, what speech impediment is that? <laughs> the, the one where Q looks like a W? I don't know. I don't know. It's a speech impediment. It's just, a, it's just an impediment of the speech. It doesn't have to be a specific one. I'd, 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 love, I'd, um, love, I'd love a slice of quake. Yeah, give me, give me some quake. Uh, you know, the kid sounds like that. Uh, come on, give me some quake. Hey, uh, come on, I need some fucking quake over here. Hey, give me some quake here. Come on, what am I, stupid? I need, I need, yeah. I need, I need some crumb quake. So yeah, that's the end. The child with the speech impediment keeps asking for my big good. Q, give me some quake. No, quake. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, of course. All right. Obviously. Number two. This one might be a little better, I think. Uh, how can you top quake? Um, wow. That angry reviewer isn't too keen on that Rocky spinoff. That's AC. Uh, we'll do that again. It's a bit heady, yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. That angry reviewer isn't too keen on that Rocky spinoff. I, I, and uh, AC. Oh. Would you like to guess that one? Assassin's Creed. (laughs) Yes. Hamish, I think Hamish wins. Uh, That would be Assassin's Creed. But, you know, uh, as I wrote here, it's stylized as ass, 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 
as in Creed when he's referring to the movie, the Creed movie. I, I was like, okay, so what? How does this work? Because because it, what well, Nico? It's not a, a Assassin's Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no, you no, know? no. Like, 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 like. like uh, speaking of ass, as in Creed, uh, but, it's, but, like but, it's, it's, but it's not. It's, it, but you're, what would it be is ass. Assassin's this is a fragment. Creed. Ass, as in Creed. Like, as, like comma. As, as, Assassin's Creed. Ass, as in Creed. I, I, ass, I, I, as I, in Creed. <laughs> Creed. Assassin's Creed. But, but, but it's not. It's Assassin's not, Creed. Assassin's Creed. You see, it's the same thing. It's not spelled. It's not spelled A S S A S I N. That would be Assassin. As, as in Creed. Like, like it, someone's kind of stressing ass, the S. It could be ass. Ass in Creed. I, well, I, I, legit, yeah, I legitimately yeah. thought it was like ass. Ass in Creed. <laughs> Oh, no, it's ass, as in as in Creed. Yeah, uh, I think that one's a winner. So yeah, yeah that was yeah, wow. Yeah, that angry reviewer isn't too keen on that Rocky spinoff. AC ass as in Creed, as Assassin's Creed, and um, and finally uh, uh, number three, <clears throat> the fe- the fella refuses to walk in front of those dark birds. That's a bit strange. <laughs> And, uh, uh, that's C C uh, again. The fella refuses to walk in front of all those dark birds. That's a, that's a bit weird. C C. What? So this is all right. We met, we mentioned this game earlier. It's a uh, Chrono Cross. Crow no no cross. He's <laughs> Chrono Cross. C C Chrono. You know those dark birds, crows. Uh, the fella refuses to walk in front of them. He won't cross them. Crow, no cross. If there's a crow, no cross. That's, that's what I always say when I'm when I'm when I'm uh, approaching traffic. Oh, there's cars coming. No cross. Yeah. Oh, no cross. No cross. Crow, no cross. Crow? crow? Question mark. No cross. That's quite good. Crow, that no one. cross. <laughs> oh my god hell ass ass in creed <laughs> yeah so to run it back that's the child with the speech impediment he's asking for my baked good Q the answer of course being quake of as course in, give me some quake uh, wow that angry reviewer isn't too keen on that Rocky spinoff AC the answer was Assassin's Creed uh, ass as in creed uh, and then the fella refuses to walk in front of the all them all those dark birds that's a bit weird isn't it uh, CC and, and the answer is Chrono Cross. Uh, like, Crow, oh, no cross. Oh, and have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, and have a Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, sim- simmer on those, uh, uh, bit busted ears, bit busted ears, yeah. whatever we call you guys. I mean, this, just, just think of, just think of that. You know, we're not giving away any prizes for that or anything. Um, but you know, just the think the prize of that like, was the adventure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just think of that as warming up for next year when we come back with, you know, like that. That's that's the level we're operating at now. The, bi- the oh, biggest, well, next best- we have games of phrase. That's going to be a whole new one. That's where we <laughs> take. Take bits of video game dialogue and I make it say uh, a famous podcast phrase. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Oh, 
Oh, what a way to bring this to an end. This is... <laughs> oh, man. I think on that note, we have to say... Uh, this has been the Rain on Games cast. Game of the year 2022. Thank you so much, Nico, for doing this with me. Thank yeah, you thank all you. For, Yeah, thank you all for listening. And we will see you in 2023. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Everybody and say that I think I want to nominate this award to have my reform go to the whereby we didn't take No! No 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 It's been It's been It's been It's been It's been It's been it's been. 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 It's Victorious, victorious, Neil. Who is that good place?